All right, we're here with Alia and Caleb, and we're going to just talk freely. Um, and we have Raul here, too. You sound so disappointed. <laughs> You're like, oh, and here's Raul. Um, you I know, mean, you are you. I mean, my name is on your shirt, by the way. You know, it's right there. And on this mug. You Give know. your talking points. No, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know y'all coming. So I didn't even know. He doesn't know how to talk to people. So uh, he just knows how to talk to a mic. Yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> just. So uh, what are your questions? You uh, what are your talking points, Alia? Okay. Oh, wow. Well, I kind of like wrote down like a bunch of things that I'm like into. Yeah, that's fine. And like wanted to like spark conversation. Oh, actually. Scratch this. So today I had an interaction. Here, move this a little bit closer to you. Like that? Yeah. Or you can you can like push it back if you need to. Okay. Um, so I'm severely into astrology. Like I love it so much and I believe in it and I don't see it as like a pseudoscience as like the Americas have like really portrayed it out to be in like this trendy, you know, like, oh, She's a little hippie girl. Like, mm-hmm. no, like this is like, I feel like it's a calling. It's something that I understand that when I look at a birth chart, it like processes in my brain, like how like two plus two equals four. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my friend today and he was like, well, why do you believe in astrology? And it kind of like caused me and my other friend to have this conversation about like, if I believe in something so much, like does, like where does the line be drawn of like a religion and like a belief? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like it's like I don't worship the planets, but like I believe that like they their energy like trans down transcends down onto Earth. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of cuckoo. Like if you think about it, you know well, I mean, mean, if it's something you're passionate about, I don't think that's wrong. You know, like everybody has their thing. So I mean, if that's what you believe in, and then that gives you purpose, I say keep rolling with it. Yeah. You know what got you into? Um, astrology um i remember as a kid i would always like look at the paper you know what i mean like the newspaper mm, yeah and like they always have like the horoscopes and i'd always be like that's so cool and then as i like i got older i had like i had done mushrooms mm-hmm. and i think like i started using psychedelics when i was like 14 or 15 okay so that's like relatively young for using psychedelics but i feel like that kind of like started this journey of like wanting to explore different lanes of like spirituality and like learning different sciences. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of just like stumbled upon astrology and like found like teachers and people who were like also into it. And it kind of just like became something that I understood. I never really felt understood and I didn't feel like regular science like was like that exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I found astrology and I was like, this helps you figure out like, your past lives and like your life, like purpose and like, why have you gone through the things that you've gone through? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's helped me find who I am and like growing into who I am. I think she really liked Katie. C-A-D-Y. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a book that she, you probably heard of it. It's like the encyclopedia of like your signs or something like that. Yeah. And she showed me cause she used to work at Pontotoc downtown. And she showed me the book one day because I'm a I'm a cancer, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh Are you yeah, June this, or July, uh, July, July first. And she was like, "Oh yeah, this is and you know you." And then when I was reading it, I was like, "Okay, a lot of that does make sense. You know, it does add up to you know who I am as a person." So I think there is some. There has to be something to it. I mean, people you know? have been doing believing in it for so long. It's like religion yes. since 
we can go far back as trace it, you know, because like the Mayans and all of them were using it when they were. And people uh, don't understand that. Like, it's not like this new wave. Like, it's not like this like new trendy thing. Like, it's been around for a very long time. And like, if you were to look at the chart of COVID, mm-hmm. if you were to look at the chart of like people questioning more and more like over the past like three to four years five years like you would see that there's certain placements within certain planets that like okay this planet is now in this house which like transcends to like marijuana being legalized Mm. like does that make sense like there's like subconscious planets and like neptune moved into pisces neptune is like the planet representative of drug use oh is it really i didn't know that yes and like pisces is like the 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 sign of like like actually like the dreamy sign. So it's like watery and it's like, how do I say this? I feel like I sound crazy. No, no, this is very interesting. (laughs) Okay. It's like the person who is willing to like explore spirituality. So like Pisces represents spirituality. Neptune represents like drug use. And like when Neptune moved into Pisces, like in like 2013 or 15, like marijuana was legalized Mm. in California. That's cool as fuck. Wow. What do you know about Capricorn? I'm really interested in this. I'm a Capricorn, January 1st. I mean, 2nd. Are you? So wait, you're July 1st. July 1st. And you're January 2nd? I was supposed to be a January 1st, baby. That's fucking crazy. Um, oh, great. I don't know if I want to do that. Actually, I've really learned to appreciate Capricorn's work ethic. You guys are really able to separate uh, your hobbies from what you want to do. And like, you understand like money and business and like, you can separate the two and like, but you're also Saturn. So with that, you have a lot of karmic, a lot of karmic endeavors. You're going to like go through a lot of shit before you actually be like, become like the millionaire that you know, you're going to be, you know what I mean? Like, like you're going to have to go through like daddy issues. Maybe some mommy issues. <laughs> maybe you're going to be like the black sheet of the family. Like maybe like, 100%. maybe like, like when it comes to like losing a lot of money or like a gambling problem or like maybe an alcoholic, like you might like Cocaine. suffer. Damn. That's my, yeah. Like you might suffer from like a lot of those things, but like that's going to, and like people might say like you're emotionless and like you're too, you're too, you know what I mean? Like it has to be this way when like, that's not how it is at all. You just understand from like your perspective. Like if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get good at it. That is like 100% accurate of who I am. And you're also a number two since you're born on the second. So your life path is number two. So what does that mean? Yeah. Um, I haven't like really gone to numerology as much. I'm learning about it, but I know that number twos like y'all are very, you have a certain way that you want to approach life and that's how you're going to approach life. And family is important to you when it comes to number two, but so is like morals. And like, I know that with number two people, it's very like you have one goal. Like that's it. Like, and like you're going to reach that one goal. And I feel like that has to do with you being Saturn and Capricorn, but I don't know the rest of your chart. That's just your sun sign. That's just your ego. That's just how you're seen. Your emotional body is your moon and your rising is your soul. Like, I don't even know any of that. And I just did that from your sun sign. What's yours, Caleb? My, my oh, I'm a Scorpio. So what is his breakdown? <laughs> He's like Pluto. And when it comes to Scorpio, they're going to deal with a lot of sexual problems. Like, not like bad problems, just like relationships, sex, um, 
when it comes to death, like a lot of endings and beginnings, like in, in a Scorpio's life and any Scorpio placement's life, it may feel like things are in a loop because mm-hmm. they're ruled by the number eight, which is an infinity sign. Okay. So because they're eight in their loop and their house is eight, they're going to feel like they're constantly going through this cycle of like this endings and beginnings, but it's the same shit over and over again. Does that sound about right for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I do obsess over things like in the past and I do think like shit's going to repeat. So yeah. I have this bad habit of like, if um like something happened to me in the past it's like and anything's even slightly like it's reminiscent of that mm-hmm. then i'm like oh shit it's the same thing happening oh, again okay um uh, when when pluto was deemed not a planet did that affect shit um i'm not 100 percent sure honestly i don't know why they would deem pluto as not a planet though it's kind of stupid <laughs> <laughs> so how did you how did you learn all this like you know a lot of stuff and you um, said you don't know a lot still I really don't. I mean, I know a good amount from what I'm able to gather and the information that I'm able to gather. I'm going to school for it uh, in February, but I've, I've read a lot of books. There's like this, like 800 page astrology book that I read and I just like hyper fixated on it for like one summer. And I just kind of like really like shoved my face into the book. And I learned a lot about, there's so many, so like, is it the book that I read? No, that's a different book. That book's amazing. That's another book. It, that book is, um, it's the, it's uh personology so Mm -hmm. it's like the the psychology of personalities based off of astrology and that means that each person born on every day of the year like let's say like you were to meet another january 2nd person you and that person probably have been through the same stuff in life or like have very similar characteristics and very Mm. similar traits if you were to meet like another january 2nd person or if you were to meet a july 1st person yeah i have a legitimate question that i've never asked you actually Mm. If let's say you were supposed to be born on a certain date, like your every sign was pointing to this, and then something happened, like you're premature or whatever, does that is that affected? At I feel all? like it is. That happened with me actually. I was like born like a day late, or like yeah, I was born a day late, and I was born during a retrograde, um, which is really interesting. Like I don't know how to read like the deeper aspects of charts, like in that sense, but I know that you can like figure that out. There's a lot you can figure out. You can figure out like who killed you in your last life. Man, I am astrology. really, really interested interested in this now. Wow. Yeah. So what is mine? Yeah, I do, Tony. Also, both of <laughs> you guys are cardinal. You're cardinals. So your energy is cardinal. Your element is earth. Your element's water. And mm-hmm. Your energy is cardinal. So it means that you guys are very big on what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. You're a cancer, so you're a water sign. So you're... You're, you're the opposite of Capricorn also. So like the way a Capricorn approaches life, you kind of approach life in a similar sense, but in a gentler aspect. Mm-hmm. That's get, a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> Let her talk, man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, I feel like cancer, like cancer placements from the moment of their childhood, like they're very attached to their mothers. And I feel like it kind of leads to like this unhealthy attachment. I'm not a hundred percent sure as with your mom though. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like, this is just like observations of a lot of cancer placements and just like cancer is known as being like, you're the moon child. You know what I mean? You're constantly going through phases, not like a Scorpio where it's like the eight where it's Mm -hmm. like infinite. Your phases are like, like constantly changing with the moon. So like every day it's like another layer just like added to your life. Does that make sense? Mm. And like, where Capricorn is also very like hardworking. You're very hardworking also, but like more on like the, I don't want to say motherly or like fatherly aspect, but like the more softer paternal aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that type, that type of role. Mm. Like, let's say like you worked with people, right? Yes. If you guys work together, 
what you guys do. Like someone might come to you when it comes to like grounded advice. Someone might come to you for emotional space, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Interesting. It's like the same coin, just different faces. Yeah. So what is uh what is Brad? Aries? Oh fuck. Um is that April? April April seventh? Aries. Aries. Tell us, his yeah, be? tell us about our friend Brad. <laughs> Brad. We love you, Bradley. <laughs> Hi, Bradley. Um is he a little chaotic? A little fire yes. sign. Oh my god. Real sensitive. Real sensitive fire sign though. That's it. You know, Next. you know what I mean? Like like fire signs are like, I'm a fire sign, but like I'm gonna go cry myself to sleep at night. Uh, like, why are you so sensitive? I thought you're the fire sign. I thought you're the life of the party. I thought like you don't get burnt out, but they do. They do get burnt out. And Aries is like the leader of the zodiac. Aries comes first. Aries is the leader. Aries knows best, right? Aries doesn't slow down. Aries keeps going. Aries goes, 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 cries it out a little bit, falls asleep, goes, 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 goes. That's what Aries does. They're like a little hamster mm. on a spinning wheel, but they're sensitive hamsters. Oh, he's definitely you know sensitive. Mean? You know what I mean? And they love, they love like, they. Aries is actually very artistic also. Like they love like the music. You they sound love, a lot like an Aries. You have an Aries moon. What the hell does that mean? Damn, yeah. What does that's that a mean? Burn. Burn, burn. Damn. Oh, God. Like, Micaiah, she's an Aries. Oh, she is? Yes, she is. But she's a March Aries. Also, months, how close someone is to another sign, that does make a difference. Like, mm-hmm. the placement of, like, the degree in the sign, that makes a big difference. Like, I, like, yes, like, this could be applying to you or you or Brad, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm... Like to really get into someone's psyche, like give me give me their whole chart, and I can just like mm, you can break crazy. it down. Yes, well, because it's like a screenshot of the planets, and there's twelve placements in the birth chart. Well, actually, technically, there's twenty four placements, but it's like there's twelve housing houses, and each placement has two things in mm-hmm. it. It's like when you see a birth chart, it's like broken down. It's like a graph. It's crazy. Okay, can somebody be? Can somebody be two signs? What do you mean? Like, you know how you said they were really close to another sign, Mm -hmm. like at the end of the month or whatever? Well, so some people don't believe in cusp. Um, I think that, like, let's say, let's say you have someone who's like an August Leo born the day before Virgo. They might have traits of like a Virgo because like they might have like a Virgo Mercury or Virgo Venus because of the way the planets move. Mm -hmm. And that's why like they might give off Virgo energy. But if you really think about like their self and like their ego, then they'd be more Leo. So that's why I think about Eubank because I know Eubank's a cancer. But also, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, you're fine. I'm sorry. Um, The our calendar is like very westernized and colonized so our calendar is not correct like side reel is like the the original astrological calendar and like that means that like if you go back a sign like that's who you you really are but like we don't base it off like not everyone teaches it that way mm. if that makes any sense wow it's a lot to it man yeah like our buddy eubank he's a cancer but i think he's like closer to like a leo the way he acts like I don't know if you've ever met him before, Caleb, but he's like really, uh, he's he, a bigger than like? life personality. Yeah, I'll show you. Okay, yeah, show me a picture. I might be able to. He could have like a Leo placement. You know mm. what I mean? He's, he's probably cussed me out on the street before. Were, <laughs> like dead ass. I've been, I've been threatened so many times from other roofers. Really? I've, I've stolen jobs from uh, people. Okay. And so like I've had people, they, they like show me a picture and they're like, is this fucking you? And it's someone's doorbell yeah. cam. And they're oh, like, we shit. caught you talking to our client and like stealing the deal. I'm like, I'm. It's the guy right here with the brass pro hat on. 
I've never seen him. Yeah. I don't know who that is. He's in Nashville now. He hardly ever comes back to Memphis. I'm, yeah, I'm about to actually move uh, to Nashville to open up my own roofing business. Oh, out shit. There. So I'm hoping the market's good. I really, I truly don't know. So like, That's I'm how they got to... started pretty much. I mean, I think they started here, but they really boomed up there, right? Yeah, they, was, yeah. they started doing, so Eubank and them started doing, um, like, honestly, like renovations. Like, hey, you need mm-hmm. new bathroom, boom, done. Hey, you right. need this, boom, done. And then I guess, I can't remember exactly how it started, but I want to say somebody asked them about it, like, somebody asked them, like, a roof, they could redo a roof or tar mm-hmm. roof or something, or something like that, and they started looking into it, and boom, next thing you know, they own, like, nine or ten branches. Yeah, and- so, like, the thing with roofing is it's so, like, I don't give a fuck about a roof. Like, I really, I truly couldn't give yeah, like, a yeah. I'm not passionate about it, I don't care about it at all, but the profit margin in roofing is higher than any other construction thing point blank except for concrete but concrete's so hard to get into and the thing is it's so easy to get like insurance companies and stuff to buy roofs that like the profit for it it's it literally you don't have to put hardly any money into it like you could put like two thousand dollars into a job and you'll get like 18 grand back what? like and the turnaround's so quick because insurance pays quick um like within two months so it's like if you yeah it's easy to own like one branch and then you're like holy fuck like i'm making so much money and then just open up a bunch more and it's like it's almost a cheat like if you just know how to work insurance and how to like speak to an adjuster and an agent um and like get them to just buy someone's roof because there's slight damage on it like you will make money off of literally doing hardly any work whatsoever so it's like i think that's why so many people that are like young like me like i'm only 21 and i'm about to open up my own like come like business um because it's just that easy like you literally don't need but like ten thousand dollars to your name and you can just like get going fuck yeah it's super easy it's a cheat i, I swear to god yeah because uh <laughs> i had never heard of anybody doing it till manny i don't know if you know a guy named manny martinez oh i thought you were about to talk about my roofer like i have a roofer named manny <laughs> oh. or manuel and i was like i was like you're about to he like works for me so oh he, okay yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy, he used to do that. And then we have another friend. We have a couple people that do it. Kelly Potter does it. Was this roof, roof and nail? nail. Yeah. And then your friend, uh, Rowdy. What is this? Oh, company? Homeway Construction. Okay. I don't know it. Yeah. We have over 400 roofing companies in the city of Memphis. Wow. That's really? fucking insane. I don't know Jesus. why. It's literally a bad market for like nobody. Really? Yeah. It's a bad market, but like there's so many, there's so much competition. But, but it's like every time I'm scrolling, like I always see like either Rowdy posting something of a new roof job or. Uh, or, or like Kelly a, Potter, Kelly Potter, then Jeremiah and Armand always posting stuff with their mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But like, I'm like, damn man, like, are this many roofs fucked up? Are y'all fucking those I roofs mean, up, <laughs> right up there? Like, I I can't speak for the competition, you know. <laughs> yeah, but like they might be fucking up roofs. I don't really care. I mean, more power to them because in my my opinion, it's like fuck the insurance. I don't give a fuck about insurance. Like yeah. they've got billions of dollars, so it's like if you're up there and you find any damage whatsoever. And it's like you call insurance, they come out there like, fuck, I have to pay for this. It's like, okay, mm. well, you're helping out homeowners, yeah. helping out small business, fucking the big man. Like, who cares? Yeah. So wow. I, don't, I don't care if the competition's fucking up or isn't, you know. When do you move? Um, Either, I think it's going to be like mid next summer is probably oh, okay. the plan. Um, I still have to build up, you know, help my buddy like build up this branch and stuff and he's gonna he's also helping me with like the licenses and mm. the, the bonds and all that shit because there's a lot of like I say it's easy to get into like financially, but you do still have to get all the like, you know, contractor license, business, you know, like yeah. licenses, stuff like that. So shit. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. It's so cool. if you have a roofing, if you're a roofing contractor, that, is that a general contractor license? Yeah. Oh, uh, cause you have to take that test and shit. I didn't, but uh, I, I'm going to have to, be- there's a, there's a Hague certification and it's like a bullshit test and it's, it's, 
Um, it takes, you know, you have to like practice on it for months. The book's like literally like this big and it's a four hour test where you have to be like on the computer with somebody. And literally if you like do like this, they'll scream at you. They'll be like, don't look at anything else. Like don't look at anything in the room. You have to like do periodic, like moving the laptop around. Like it's like a huge test you have to do for just like, just to know your shit on roofs to be able to like legally put them on. So that's the only difficult part. But like, other than that, it's just, you know, like if you just want to make a lot of money really quick with not much effort, just get into fucking roofing. <laughs> like it's a cheat. It's not Why entertaining. Hasn't tried to do that There's literally nothing more boring than just like staring at roofs all day Yeah, and like talking numbers on the phone with insurance. But like, if you're a money person, then I recommend it. She, she's always like, dude, you gotta be so fucking like, I'm a dancer. So it's like, I like dancing and stuff and I'm finally getting back into it. But she like, like sh- like I'm scrolling through my like photos and I got a whole. It's bunch just of like in- it's so plain. It's just like pictures of fucking roof. Yeah, like who <laughs> the fuck puts those like, red roof shingles on fucking there? Like, oh that's wow, so like, awful. It's so fucking boring. Like that's not colorful. Um, yeah, that's my camera. Boring. Roll. Like uh, yeah, she like. I'm I was like, just like scrolling through my camera roll trying to find something, and she was like looking over my shoulder. Like I'm just, just scrolling like, through. It's like roof, 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 and she just like looks over my shoulder. She's like. How do you like you must want to kill yourself? Right. Like, like don't you want to fucking kill yourself? Like I get like, it, but like Yeah, she's like, You're such a like a you went to school for like to be a Yeah. It's so it's like it's, 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 yeah. it's fucking beard wars. Yeah, exactly. So it's like oh, she gosh. was like, You went to school to be a like musical theater well, and no, dance. What's so major, funny is that you look at roofs oh, that you're a Capricorn and he has a Capricorn oh, yeah. placement and he is such a Capricorn mm-hmm. and it's just so funny because it's so funny to me. I'm like, just such a Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. <Hey. laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, but man. yeah, no, I, I went to school for music theater and dance and okay. then COVID hit and, you know, doing ballet on a computer. Like I wanted to shoot myself in the mm. foot. So I met a girl on Sunday that does ballet or she was a ballerina. What's her um, name? Fuck. Camilla. Cam- Where'd you meet her at? Camalia? Camellia. Did, Did she go to U of M? I don't know where she went to, to be honest with you. Where'd you meet her? Uh, with Andres. Oh, oh, okay. On Sunday night when you yeah. guys are out. But yeah, she teaches ballet, I guess, now. Camilla? I think that's her name. Camilla? Cam- yeah, I think that's what it... Something like that. Like Camilla Harris? Got no. VP? Like, that's if I saw a picture of her, I'd know who, if that was her or not. But um, I got you So what are your other questions? Uh... Okay, I don't have a question. I just have like more of like a thing that I perfect awesome. The sex industry is based off of pedophilia. Mm, The whole thing in general, like porn and everything. You talking about like what's going on in like Hollywood and stuff? I like I'm talking like in porn and like the way um, strippers like performers are like shown. Mm -hmm. Like it's just one of those things. I know it's such a random thought. No, that's fine. This is a podcast. But like, yeah. so we had this girl come and perform like, you know, at strip clubs, like you have like the dancers and you have like the performers that come in like every once in a while. So the first one, she performed dressed up like Alice from Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. and they were playing Disney music in the strip club. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I see where you're going with this. Mm. And she's like five two, right? And she's, and she's like, like, she's like five two, like, uh, like, like looks like a 12 year old girl. Mm. Wow. Oh yeah, and well, then the next girl, she was dressed up as Mario. Um, that's were, a video game, and they were playing. Yeah. It's not. That's like interesting. It's still a kids game. <laughs> no, though. no, like, it's game. like yeah. still like like and like it's just like weird. Like like I've noticed 
I've noticed like a lot of older men, like older white dudes, uh-huh. really like girls that represent like children. Well, mm. I have a theory about that actually. It's just that, like with like uh, Jeffrey Epstein stuff like that. It's like when you have some like when like old you know white guys or whatever when they have so much money. Um, and they feel like they've kind of like done it all or that they can control anything they want because of money. It's like, um, you know, it's like they, they just want to control everything in their lives and like what, like they want to own everything. Mm. So it's like, then they get to the idea of like wanting to like, you know, like, like what's the easiest thing to own when it comes to like a person? It's like a child, you know, Mm. it's like, so it's like being able to like manipulate children and stuff like that. It like comes easy and it's like kind of like it's a ego boost. Like it's like, they feel like they're God at that point. They like have, you know what they want. And like, it's it's so normal. Like it's like, it's like, I see it and it's just like, it's so normal. It's like concerning. Like, I don't know. Like it's such an interesting, I agree with you. Like with like porn, like you'll look like a porn. They'll have like the stepbrother, stepsister, or like the student being with the teacher. You know, it's just, it's really crossing that line of, you know what's normal or what's okay and what's not okay or it's always like promoting like teen yeah like teen, and then know? like yeah. some of the like if you didn't if you want to like a porn hub or something like that like uh, you know like you, you would have to uh think is that like a minor she look you know like no, because like, like exactly like, like i mean she looks so young like, and the braces like guys, and everything you like, know like older men like their favorite thing is like you look so young and so innocent and so sweet and like 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 a baby, like they like literally said that. Like, mm. yeah, that's do you that's hear weird. what just came out of your? Was it a Mexican mouth? dude? N- dude, no. Mexican dudes are the worst at the fucking club. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'm. I hate to say it, but they 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 are the worst. They are the well, worst. we kind of talked about that with Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, so bad, like because I was talking about how like we used to go to this place off Lamar. It was used to be called Showgirls. I don't know what it's called now, but they had a sign up in Spanish about no biting because I guess they like to bite. Jesus Christ. We had to put Spanish signs up in the club that says don't touch pussies. Yeah, and she said like they, t- they like pulling their dick out too. They, or was that they Indian love guys? shoving their fingers uh, like like up in, girls. Yeah. Really? Well, and it's because Didn't you say so, Indian guys do pull their dick out? Yes. Like, yeah, I've had Indian guys so pull their dicks out. Like Yeah. There's some um some weird people in this world. Well, Stephanie was Stephanie was saying that like well, a lot of Me- well, the Latino guys, Mexican guys, like when they come here, they're so used to just whipping it out, like wherever they're at, at whatever club in Mexico, or whatever, because there everything is pretty much a brothel. Yeah. So mm. she was saying that they honestly, some of them really don't know the difference when they come here, and they're just so used to doing it there. Mm-hmm. That that's what she was saying. So my my buddy Carlos, that uh, he used to work with us at the roofing company. He's still one of my really really good friends. But he went to the club recently for like his like friend's bachelor party or whatever. And he she was in the car. Like we were. He called me and he was like talking about the club and stuff. And he was laughing. He was like bragging about the fact that they got kicked out because they were like grabbing and pussies and stuff. And I talked to him about it later. And he was like, it's just like a bro thing. He was like, when you get with your boys, we get too crazy and we you know do that no. stuff. So it's like. They like, like Donald Trump Jr. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He um so like Carlos told me like at least with him and his friend group that it was um like it's just when they get together it's like when the boys get together they all have to it's kind of like he he says it's like more um like to show out or to be like how how the, like they it. love they they That's love so getting disgusting. kicked out of places and they love bragging about like yeah we got kicked out of like all these strip clubs and shit like wow. they love that shit so they like getting kicked out of bars because they get too drunk and too rowdy and too crazy and stuff and it's like i guess like that's a sign of like 
you're a fun person, I guess, if like you get kicked out of bars because you get too crazy. But like, that's what they, you know, uh, that's at least with my buddy Carlos. Yeah. yeah. I remember listening to uh, Terry Crews and he was talking about how like he had a porn addiction and like a strip club addiction. And he would go to the strip clubs and when the girl started talking, he'd be like, stop talking. Like he didn't want to look at them as a person because like once they start talking, it became real. Damn. Yeah. And so it's like, it sounds like those guys look at them as objects and not people. We're very much objectified. Yeah. That's why I have a problem. Like, like not a problem. Like me going into the strip club is like, I look at like all these women. I'm like, I just don't like, I don't see you as like an object. Like I see you as a human being. And it's yeah. like, you know, empo- like I love the idea of like empowerment, do what you want. So mm-hmm. like that, but it's like, I'm not like, this isn't really turned me on. Like, yeah. I like, I really love dance. Clearly it's like, I'm very into dance, so it's like I'm actually looking at it as like, oh, she's a really good dancer. Like, yeah. this is beautiful. But like, when it comes to like walking up to me, it's like, hey, babe, do you want to dance or something? It's just like I'm, I'm actually good. like, I don't really want you to like, you know, yeah. have to do any. Like, you don't have to do that for me. I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm, it's not going to do anything for me. I promise. Like, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, like guys will like they like it's like they're like you're not a human. Yeah. Like last night, my friend, like this guy was like, you want to go to a hotel? Like, he's like, you want to go to a hotel? And she's like, no. And he's like, why not? You're a stripper. You're a stripper. Wow. Why don't you want to go to a hotel with me? You're a stripper. You don't, you don't want to get this? Like, she's like, no. No. Uh, like, he's like, well, I can get, I, I get girls all the time at the bar. Like, okay. Let's go to the bar, Let's go to the fucking bar. I, like, I bet a- you fucking do. I bet you fucking do. <laughs> what were the, okay, what do he look like? Do you think he's pulling pussy from the Hell regular no. bar? Yeah. I have a buddy. It's really funny, actually. He he always wanted me to go to the strip club. He lives out in L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, he like he really wanted to go to the strip club. And I was like, dude, no, it's fine. He's he is one of those guys that like can't get pussy typically or whatever. But uh, we always joke with him. We we're like, why do you want to go to the strip club it's so bad? And he's like, I can change them. He's like, the I can. What does that I mean? I'm like, what do you mean you can change them? He's like, I can. I can I can make them settle down with me. Like, <laughs> I promise. Maybe like, coming in thinking like that, I'm like, you fucking delusional fuck. Like, Give me your fucking I, money now. I, I'm like. sure a lot of guys yeah, do go yeah. in there like, watch me pull this girl that like yeah. guys like like in the like droves like pay to see. It's like I'ma be the one. Yeah. So I think that that's also part is like some guys are that egotistical when they mm-hmm. go in and they're like, you know what, watch me. They're I'm, they're gonna their, I'm a wife her. Yeah, they, yeah. they yeah. tell their they up. tell their buddies like, watch, I'm gonna walk out of the club with this one. Like I bet that happens. I we mean, that, that a, means they're doing something right, though. The women, if they can make guys have that fantasy, though, I would imagine. It's all a manipulation game, yeah. I feel. I mean, when it goes, it's sales. Yes. It's literally sales. It's like, sales. You're, you're you're selling, like, hey, you want to dance? I've had, wanna, like, yeah. customers literally be like, you're, like, I, they're like, I can't say no. Like, you're really good. Yeah. At, like, I'm trying to I'm hire like, her. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> what is that? Oh, this is a, a Jaguar Warrior. That's fucking dope. I have two other ones in the back, but what kind of whiskey is that? Or is that whiskey or Howlerhead? It's uh, Dana White's whiskey. It's banana whiskey. Don't it's try banana it. Banana whiskey. It's banana sure. whiskey. Yeah, I'll get some glasses. And it's like uh, it's sweeter than I thought. I, I, I feel bad because it looked. I felt like it's been there forever. Oh like, no, no, no! Like, I get, we they sell them still. In are the you store. a pot smoker? I do sometimes. Occasionally. Occasionally. Is it like a regular occasionally or no, like no, a? No. Uh, like I would do it. Like, I got on a kick for there for a while. Like, I didn't smoke weed for till the first time to like, maybe 2016. And I don't think I even inhaled it right then. I think I had that. How old are you? I'm 42. Really? Mm-hmm. You do not look it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank no, you. I had an absolutely terrible first experience when smoking weed. So, like, I still have a little bit of trauma where it's coming. Like, if I'll hit it, like, sometimes I don't inhale it all the way. Like, I'll just, like, like a cigar. Like, I just, you know, oh, yeah, put yeah, it in my yeah. mouth. I'm like, because I'm just, like, a little scared. But sometimes I'll, like, I'm better at it now, but... 
had absolutely like the worst experience the first time. So it just clouds my, yeah. Then I, uh, I started doing it and then, um, like I went to California and they were able to like, um, go to dispensary. I went to one out there and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. So I brought a bunch of stuff back and then I would like take my pen everywhere I went. And, but then I was like, nah, that's not for me really. Like I'll do it. Like, um, well, it's not weed weed, but I did the Delta eight. Like, I uh, like Delta Eight. That t- shit fucks me Listen, up. I can't do it. I like for Listen, sleeping. Delta Eight, they be doing something to it because how is how is <laughs> no, that legal? Because, no, because but. because I was on my ass on some Delta Eight edibles. I was on my fucking ass. Like I I could not go to work. I was high for like twenty hours. Wow. I, 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 yeah, went, I don't know how they pat. Like slumped. we have a buddy of ours that has a store. It's uh, called Ounce of Hope, and they sell it there. And then we did a 420 festival with him for the podcast. Like he did the festival and he, we were just one of the people that like giving away a TV and stuff like that there and just did a peep about the podcast. But our buddy Brad, we were talking about earlier that you read a sign. Um, he did like some gummies or something and he was so fucked up. <laughs> He's like, I can't function. Gummies be, gummies be hitting my ass it, also though. It was I took del- like chocolate. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Continue. No, go ahead. No, I did the Delta gummies, and I had a really sore like neck and back. Yeah, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I like, have you ever been high and you felt like it was like it's off of your back? It's like pulsating the feeling, and it's like you can't like it's I don't know, it's like an external feeling, but it was like so bad that I was hmm. convincing myself that I was having a heart attack. Oh, this was a couple of weeks ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it was this is so the hardest bad. bottle to open ever. I'm sorry. I see you struggling. Yeah. Like it's okay. Got, uh, he he has uh, it. He I'm, has I'm, it. He doesn't want the help. Don't help him. It didn't help that we were in a hotel in the middle of Nashville, <laughs> and there was like a man like beating the shit out of his wife next door. What the you know? fuck? Yeah, it was like screaming bloody murder. Like he was beating, and like we all had eaten like gummies, like, and they were like you know 50 milligrams each. Yeah. which like it was just high as fuck, and like oh. we were all like in this hotel like high off our asses like listening to this man beat this woman for like hours and like we had called multiple times like rooms were like get up here like y'all need to figure something out why don't you call the cops huh why don't you call the cops because i so taylor was talking about calling the cops but the room service like came up there and threatened them multiple times we were like y'all we also we didn't know for like i say a man was beating his wife but like Mm -hmm. we just heard like beating and a woman screaming and a man screaming mm. and like it could have just been like very rough, rough sex. sex like it could have been like, 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 she could have been just like having like here. the best <laughs> orgasm of her fucking life and like I I that would have I mean maybe that's a possibility <laughs> but that you. shit was insane like I don't know it definitely wasn't sex I'll tell you that like it was uh it I don't was, know I saw this Instagram post and it was like you know like 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 where the girls are like tied up like BDSM? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like an art. Oh dude, it's like an art? No, like like it's like it's like, like a sex swing type. I have to show you. Hold on. It's insane. It's like these girls are like literally like tied up in like different positions and like it doesn't look pleasant. It doesn't look pleasant at all. This I saw one. There's like this picture thing. I mean, it's like online so there's a bunch of Yeah, like she's just hanging oh, there wow. like yeah. Is that like, what the hooks in the back too? Yeah, like in like like there's this one like it, like there's a God whole damn. page for it like this I saw I've, oh, I've seen one like they're into some crazy stuff my friend sent me that that's so bad I saw one there was this dude he's probably about 250, 300 pounds right big dude right and he's just hanging there from hooks from his back. I don't know how the fuck that shit didn't rip through him. I'm gonna find that picture while we're talking about it. But Jesus. like like he's like like that. Yeah, so he's like suspended in the air. And with the hooks in his back. 
Like, dude, some people love pain, man. Dude, like, I was like, holy. Now maybe the picture, the picture could have been fake. Pro- I don't know, but you know, I know there's a big culture for that kind of stuff. So I mean, that's, that's a big, big thing because like, it's like art. It's like respected. It's that's like, been, yeah, uh, yeah. I talked to a girl once, and she was like. She heard I've been talking for a while and she was like, I have something to admit. I was like, what's up? She was like, I have a knife kink. And I was like, a knife kink? And she was like, yeah, like I like bringing knives into bed and like, you know, like running against the skin just enough to like cut the top layer. And I was like, what? I was like, do you like, I was like, you don't like doing that to others, right? (laughs) She was like, no, 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 no. It's like a, it's like a group. Like we do it together. And I was like, I'm I'm like, I'm good. And she was like, no, we wouldn't do it dirt. Like not when we're like in the moment, just like as foreplay, like. I'm like a spy and you're trying to like get this out of me or something. I'm like, I'm, I'm good on cutting. Another Who was human this? Being. I'm not saying it. I'll tell you after. Cause wow. I'm not going to bust yeah. this girl out, but like, I didn't know shit like that existed. Like so, I didn't know people like getting cut. Yeah. Did you get cut? That's the real thing. Did, you, did you, you let her do it? I'm going to be honest. After that, I wasn't like talking to her that much. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't, yeah, I was. Caleb like, found dead in bed. Uh, yeah, oh, that's God. that's where BDSM victim, <laughs> bro. That's where I tap out. Like that's that's the wow. that's the last straw for me. Yeah, that's a that's a bit much right there. Yeah. Are y'all want to try this? Yeah, yeah sure. Like I said, it's really whiskey? sweet. Banana. Cheers. Thanks for coming on, y'all. Thank you. Howler's head. Dana White's. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. That's good. She's got a little different kick to it because of the bananas. It. Uh, I love Jameson. That tasted like Jameson with banana to me. I can see that. That yeah. tasted yeah, warm. Yeah, I definitely can see. And I'm sorry, we're drinking these shitty seltzers because that's no, all that's I had. Fine, man, that's fine. <laughs> corona. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! This is Corona. So I like, we get corona. like, a, I get a lot of free beer working for the beer company. Oh yeah. So like, when something's damaged, like this top, I can't sell that. So there's like a bunch of cans laying around. How does mm-hmm. that? They just try to give them to you. The accounts do, yeah. Do you mind okay. if I hit my vape? No, go right ahead. Oh, I've been hitting. Where the did whole you? Time. Get, <laughs> where did you guys get the color scheme? The I I really like the I like I really like y'all's house. Like the interior design is. Who did it? Do y'all who, both live here? <sighs> what? So usually I say, oh, thank you so much. I, I thank you for like our taste. But I'm gonna. So not here, not now. My friend. This guy, he's the one with the taste. Mm-hmm. I could be the guy with the chair, <laughs> blow up chair or the TV on the ground. That could be my house. Okay. For real. No, but uh, we'll sh- I'll show you around the house later on. But like all like the decor and stuff is his. This wallpaper is actually just your. Like we, the brown and white yeah, I, is immaculate. I hate wallpaper being like a shirt. Like I have such a horrible opinion of wallpaper. I like this. Mm. Like I do. But usually the wallpaper I see is in like an old white lady's house. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like this design, but pink. Yeah. Like bright fucking pink. So when so. my parents redid their kitchen, they had like wallpaper up and they took mm-hmm. it. You know, the, the contractor guy took it down. There was five layers of wallpaper. That's typically how it is. Dude. Like, and it took him literally like three days him and his son and he had call, he called his wife to come help him one day because dude it's just come forever and then he, my mom was like hey you come help this guy i was like all right and then i started helping him dude it took us forever i was like never again I'm That's, yeah typically with people who have wallpaper in the house they just like it starts to peel a little bit and mm-hmm. they're like fuck it, i'll just cover it with another layer of wallpaper <laughs> and so like weird yeah that's just, like the floor what is it called the um, like instead laminate of, or yeah like, like aluminum or something like that lalomium no clue like, you know, like, it's like fake floor. Linoleum? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can't say it. I can't say it either. See? Linoleum tile? 
Yeah, it's like it's like like it's just like a sheet you just lay down. Yeah, and it's like glue on the bottom, mm. and people just keep on putting that over. Oh, you're talking uh, about like it's awful. like a foam pad. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you keep on like, you just keep on adding layers like like shingles. You just keep on adding layers until mm-hmm. you can't add it to the fourth layer or whatever. You're speaking my language now. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only reason I knew anything about roofs is because about twelve years ago uh, we were taking a roof off at my buddy's house, and I I uh, I was up there. And I stepped on a like a bad board that was like you know mold, uh, um, rotted rotted out deck. you know yeah rotted decking and yeah and uh, my foot went almost kind of through it and I try to grab Jeremiah and Jeremiah is like 105 pounds and I'm 300 and something pounds on this roof and I just roll down and I fall off the roof all the way really? to the ground dude it hurt so much <laughs> but being so fat it didn't hurt that, that bad. <laughs> that <day life. laughs> It hurts so much, but there's a lot of cushion. So like, that mor- we went out that night. And that morning I was like, Man, I swear to God, y'all, I know I'm gonna fall off this motherfucker today. Really? And it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. We've been out there since like five AM and I step on this one thing and then the rest is history. At least I didn't have to get back right. on the roof though. I at least you were fat then. Yes, thank you. <laughs> at least at least yeah. you had some cushion. That's kinda to like when I got it's kinda like when I got in that wreck with the tree. Um I was going to school, and I was going around this car that was going really slow mm-hmm. over there in, in Cordova, a uh, Rocky Point Road, and my car did this, mm-hmm. and I crashed into a tree. Oh, shit. Yeah, and they said if I wasn't fat then. <laughs> like, a skinny guy would not have lifted yeah. this shit, man. You would have been dead, bro. <laughs> I would have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I've only had two bad, like, f- like falling off a of roof experiences, mm-hmm. and one was kind of similar to yours, where it was like I was on a roof, and the first step I took off the ladder, my whole, like, foot down to shit, you know, like my hip Damn. went through the roof. Oh, man. And uh, th- so, like, some, like, like raccoons or something had like burrowed inside of there and um so i was like the whole time like it was hard to get my foot out of this and we have a group chat and my um for my like roofing buddies and or the people that i work with and i sent a picture like this of my leg and i was like yeah i think they need a new roof (laughs) (laughs) but the second one was i it was the one day that i brought her along with me actually and she was like she was like 10 feet away from me sitting in the car like doing some shit on her phone and I slid down the entire roof and my entire arms, like even this, you can see the scar right there. My whole right arm was scratched up. This had like all layers of skin. It was just like blood everywhere. And I had completely destroyed their gutters and like my feet were hanging off the roof and I was like holding on for dear life. And I look over at her She's 10 feet away in the fucking car and she's still on her phone. Like, I, like, hammers and like hammers and crowbars and stuff were like falling off the roof, like hitting the ground. Like, I like made a large, like loud scream and everything. And like, I get down and I'm, I'm like, hey, like, you good? And she was like, yeah. I was like, I showed her my arm. She's like, what the fuck happened? I was damn. like, I just fell like oh, next to you. So, I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> How Actually, I was watching Curb yesterday. It was like a roofer scene on there. Like a roofer um, was putting tile on the house. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh, I was like, what? I love that show. Jewish the, humor right I there. used to hate <laughs> that fucking show I until like, that one show. day he was like, dude. So for Christmas, I used to buy him like, the, this is how old we are. I used to buy them DVD season set, you know? And like, uh, 
You can laugh. It's no, no, no. I, that's I, cool. I thrifted the entire Seinfeld CD set. Oh, oh that's awesome. For free. Oh, for shit. free. Really? Hell in, yeah. in Atlanta, I thrifted the entire Seinfeld Damn. series she, she, set. She stole it. <laughs> I, I love Seinfeld. She's it's like, like my favorite. She's like, it's just mine. But yeah, so I, I used to hate too. it. And then he was like, just you need to watch it. Just watch a couple episodes. They're like 30 minutes only. I was like, all right. Of Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. So the, oh, okay. after the third one, I was like, I love this shit. I was like, you are fucking. Uh, Larry, he's Larry, one hundred percent. The way he lives oh, yeah. is Larry. Okay, I'm Leon. <laughs> <laughs> how, no. how do you live? How do you live life? Like Larry David. Uh, I try to live in the shadows. Okay, water he sign. likes to be out in <laughs> okay, the front. Like he loves to be the center of attention, like loud and obnoxious. But it's I'm funny not, though on here. Like I'm the more talkative one. I was literally about to say I'm not reading that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the vibe. But no, it's uh, it's true. He's he's more quiet. People are like, why aren't you talking, Tony? I will say this: as I've gotten older, I've become less reserved. Like I think it's partly how I grew up. Maybe it is a sign thing too, because it was always taught like you're supposed to be seen, not heard. I mean, that's how it is in the black community, though. For yeah. men in general, um, you guys are very supposed to shut up, and that's it. And you work, and you you help your mom, and mm-hmm. you help with your siblings, and that's what you do, and, like, you don't feel anything. Yeah. Like, that that's how it is in, like, the community. Because, like, I remember, like, like you banking them. Like, it's, it all keeps going back to that guy, but, like, it, they were always want to hug. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, that's not, you know, that's not normal. Yeah. And that's, that's like, weird. a thing now that people hug now. You hug me? It's so weird, because I don't know where that's, like, not wanting to hug sense from, because my mom and my family, like, we're very, very huggy, touching yeah. people, and I've ne- I never had a problem with it, but when it comes to, like, like not strangers, but like even acquaintances or like friends or stuff. Like I'm not a huggy person. Yeah. Like I don't even when it's like like a girl that I'm into or something. Like I, I don't fucking like hug really. Like mm. it's not a thing. But it's and it's not that I'm put off by it. But it's just like I don't want to do that shit. Like why? Like why the <laughs> fuck will we hug right now? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, people does, have does it definitely from like the intimacy close. of it. I don't know where. Or is it, it like the opening from. up to it? Like the. Uh, I'm okay with it now, but like back in the day, like I would be like. Tony, he when we first started hanging out, like at with that house where I fell off the roof and stuff like that, mm-hmm. he uh, he do he would come out with us and stuff like that, like but he would not he wouldn't say much. And then me and him started hanging out some more by ourselves and stuff like that. And then like people would always be like, why doesn't why doesn't he talk? Like what's what why doesn't he why doesn't he ever say anything when we're out? I was like, I don't know, motherfucker. He talks to me. <laughs> he talks to me all the time. Like, I, mean, I don't know. Like even now some people are like does he not like me that's why he's not saying anything right now like, this dude doesn't fucking shut up with me. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, but like but yeah, so like I told him the other day is like yeah our friend thinks our friend thinks Twitch thinks he don't, you don't like him he's like what the fuck I was like yeah that's what he said to me one day and so he calls him and he's like hey man I'm just letting you know I don't not like you I'm sorry if, I, if you got that vibe and you know yeah. like and I tell him all the time I was like, people, people say that all the time yeah, I I got a question. Does mm-hmm. podcasting like since you started like have you gotten like better at talking to people or like like you enjoy talking to people more? Because I have guys that work for me all the time and they're doing door to door sales and like they're like when they start they're like, dude, I'm not a people person. I'm like, that's okay. And then they'll like come to me months later and they're like, I went to a party and I was just like, fuck it, I'll talk to people because like that's what I do now. So does has this helped you at all? I will say it makes me listen to people better. Okay, like I listen. Um, I guess it does. Like because. It's just like my whole thing with this is just having a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, so it does make you like listen to people, ask certain questions to get feedback and then make the other person feel comfortable enough to talk to you. Okay. So I guess it does. I mean, I guess it kind of has helped me out. But like I said, I think age has done a lot, too. And the people I've hung out with also. I don't know. When you walked into the club, like you're you were very like 
She goes, <laughs> what am I doing here? And I don't want to see titties. I was, like, I was like, can I sit and talk to you? And you were like, no. Like, well, like, before that, though, this guy tried to rough us up. Okay, no, I know, oh, I remember it. I, yeah, well, no, not there. It was downtown. No, it was downtown. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, I just hear. I'm like giving a dance. I just like hear you going off about like the, telling the story to me. <laughs> and she's like, she, he, what? He hit your car. He hit your car. Wait, what is wrong with him? That's some Memphis so you shit right the, there. You went to the strip club to see beautiful ladies, but to talk about what just happened no, to you and Colin. Colin <laughs> wanted to go, right? Right. Because Raul and I had. We had went to uh, Purple Nick's. Diamond earlier because our friend, it was his birthday. So we were at our buddy Nick's house for a Friendsgiving. Went to Purple Diamond because it was kind of by where our buddy Nick lives. And then everybody was like, well, why didn't you tell me you're going to strip club? I was like, bro, I hardly ever, like, this is not a regular thing anymore. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, like, it was like five or six I, people. What the fuck? Text <laughs> messages. Y'all had because I posted a picture of us there, you know, like from the like of the stage, you know? Yeah. And you didn't even tag me and people just assumed we were together. <laughs> <laughs> people and, were like, what the fuck? And Rod. so, uh, we uh, went there, and then my buddy Colin runs uh, Laughlin Yard, and so I went down there to meet him, met up with him, and then my buddy McGoldrick was hitting me up at the strip club, too. He's like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, man, it was just spared a moment. So anyways, we park it. I don't know. Do y'all ever been to Silly Goose? No. I haven't. Okay. It's Is this bar a- downtown. <laughs> so I park right in front of Silly Goose, walked over to this other bar called Blind Bear, and then Colin's like, hey, let's just go to strip club. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So then I hit up Stephanie. I was like, hey, are you working? And she's like, no, I'm not working, but I can get y'all set up there. So I was like, cool. So then we're going back to my car to go to the, the pony. This guy had double parked me. He had like parked right by side of my car. And Colin had went inside because I tried to get my car out at first, but I couldn't get it out. And then Colin went inside. And then I can get where the guy was upset once I tell you this. But Colin went inside and was like, whose piece of shit car is like blocking this in or something like that? And the guy was like. I'm going to move my car, but I don't appreciate the way you talk to me. And I can definitely get tone like that can mm-hmm. set you off or whatever. But then the guy like just started going off on the handle and he was talking about like white privilege and how I'm a bitch ass <laughs> and all this other dumb shit. And I'm just like, dude, like it's not that fucking serious, man. Like you're getting that upset about you, what you did. You were the one that started this whole thing by blocking me in in the first place. He went off about right white privilege towards you. Because no, to my friend Colin. I was about my to say, friend I was Colin. Like, yeah, hold my up. friend Colin. Something's not adding up here. But yeah, it just it was just really it was really fucking dumb, man. And then, like I said, uh, then we got there, and then that's when I was talking to her, and or not you, but Bianca. And uh, yeah, it was just it was just really dumb. When when they started with the story, I just imagined you like got your shit smashed in or something or something happened. Oh and no, you're no, like, no, you're no, like no. I'm gonna go to the strip club and vent <laughs> oh, no, to some he, naked chicks. He hit the this. he hit the back of my car on the hood of my car with his his fist. And I go oh. and I go. That's nothing else happened after that. He's like, no, we went, got in the car and went to the strip club. I was like, no, you didn't do anything to the guy. I was, and I was like, what the fuck? Well, like I told, well, I've, I've talked about it on a previous podcast, but I didn't feel threatened at all, like by yeah. this guy. Like, and then you know, there's like, there's so much stuff that goes on. Like, I mean, you got that rapper just got killed recently. I mean, people, that's a real there was thing. Like a shooting, you know? another high school shooting in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Oh, I oh, saw shit, that. Really? Damn, six, pe- six, six people injured, mm, three people dead. Yeah. You High school shooting. You can't pick fights with people. Yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, it's just. And then, like I said, for that, it wasn't worth it, to, in my opinion. You know, literally today, like I was at like Sonic, and a dude pulled out. First of all, he had his baby hanging out of the window. Like I'm talking like a one year old, like hanging out the window in his front seat, and he had like I was driving, he pulled out right in front of me and just stopped. And I'm out the window. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah. can you fucking move? And then he like looks out, and I was just like. <laughs> I was like, I actually like after I said I was like, 
I'm actually not trying to do this right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's you know, it's just not worth it. It's like, okay, I'm gonna get into a fight over with a random guy and his baby's hanging out of the fucking car. <laughs> like that doesn't look good on you. Yeah, it doesn't look good on me. Plus I don't have a gun like if he has a gun, I'm like, okay, well we're gonna get into a fight over a sonic parking space. <laughs> yeah. Like you know. So. There's a movie, um I forget the name. We watched it, remember? Oh, the Russell Crowe movie. Yeah. yeah. So Russell Crowe, this lady honks at Russell Crowe for like cutting him off or something like that. And he ends up going back and like Killing like a whole bunch of people. He had killed his wife prior. Yeah, and that just triggered a triggered a whole thing. It was like his wife was cheating on him. He goes and kills her and her husband in the house with a hammer on fire with a fucking hammer, OJ style. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. dude, what the fuck, man? And then and then he uh, like got mad that lady honked at him. He's like asking for her apology, and she's like, "I'm not gonna fucking apologize to you." And then he just went on a rampage and killed all her friends. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was wild. You just never know people's like, like. I mean, I've had days where it's like, I do want to get into a fight with some a yeah. random person. It's like I there if it wasn't today, like if a dude like if I was like, what the fuck, and he pulled his head out, I'm like, all right, I think I'm gonna do this. Right now. <laughs> this actually sounds like a real like. Sometimes you, like I do get into a mood where it's like, I like even if I lose this fight, like I want to fucking I want to get hit and I want to hit <laughs> like I want to hit something right now and I want to get hit right now. So it's like the best I think is, that's being young. Yeah, I think so. I think it's because I'm 21. Yeah, because I was your age at one time. And I I just simply remember um, I used to work at this bank at night over like over off Winchester. And I was at that strip club that I was talking about. They had like the hand uh, writing for Spanish. I thought you were going to say like hand job or something. (laughs) Hand job specials at this strip club. Like they had hand job specials. And so I I was sitting at the light right underneath that overpass under Lamar. And this guy hits the back of my car. And so I get out to see what's going on. And the guy like drives off. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? So I got in my car. I chased him down. Oh, shit. I pulled my That's car. In front of, yeah, I pulled my car in front of him. I was like, pull over, pull over. He's like, it was a little Hispanic guy. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, you weren't. If you were sorry, you would have stopped, you know. So then I make him get out of his car at this gas station, and the guy gets out, and he's like this tall, like super <laughs> short. <laughs> no, you're like, like, you're like, I got this. This is the one. This yeah. is it. But like after I thought about it, like that it could have been anybody in that car. You know, when I'm, I was fucking yelling at them through the window, they could have shot me in the face or could've something. Been Joe Rogan, man. <laughs> are you are you fucked. from Memphis originally? No. Where are you from originally? Omaha. Okay. How'd yeah. you end up here? Uh, my dad was in the Air Force. He retired and started working for FedEx. And then he was flying back and forth for like four years. And then he's like, well, y'all just got moved down here. Mm-hmm. And so then he moved us here. And I hated it when I first moved here. Did you move around a lot as a kid? No, I that? never oh. moved till my dad retired. My two oh. older sisters, they moved a bunch. They lived in like Hawaii and like New Mexico and all nice places. And then I lived in Omaha where it's like cold <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> How long have you been in Memphis? 91. So what, 30 years now. Have you I grown know. to love it? Yeah, I love it. I love it here. What do you love about it? I've been, I was born and raised here. So it's like, I love the people. I'm trying to get out. I love the people, man. Really? Like, um, I guess it depends on what kind of group of friends you have, too. I think I have a good core. So you've never friends. been a, a food server before? No. Is what I'm hearing. No, okay. I haven't. You learned to love, you'll learn to hate, like, <laughs> the people of you. Hey, we were, we were barbacks. Oh, that's for we're, one day. We were barbacks for a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm from day. Um, California originally. What part of California? Palo Alto. So oh, is that where, uh, Stanford. Is that Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's where I grew up. Oh, you were okay. thinking UC Berkeley, right? No, no. no what you no. talking about? Um, and I grew up in like that type of environment. Uh, my dad worked at Stanford. Oh, okay. So, oh, nice. So it was just like I grew up in that very like posh, white, very like 
uh, money mm-hmm. environment. And I actually, I've lived in Memphis for like six years and I really like it actually. What like, brought you here? Did your family move here or did you just move here? My family moved here. Oh, okay. My dad got um, moved to colleges actually. And because it's like so expensive to live out there. Like, I bet. It's like ridiculous. Like, Two bedroom, one bath, nine hundred square feet, four thousand dollars a month. Four thousand dollars a month. Remember that sign we saw now renting when we were walking back from when we got the <clears throat> hoodies for my niece and nephew my niece, remember? Oh yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, in Venice Beach. Venice Beach. It was like yeah. something like even smaller than that. Thirty nine hundred or something it's, like that. It's ridiculous or, out there. And like here, like they're able to live in Arlington. Yeah. For like half that. Oh man, yeah. you people live in Arlington? My parents do. Y'all from Arlington? <laughs> oh man. That's where his route's at. <laughs> yeah, I lived in a It's nice. It's just like there's something about like midtown, like in downtown Memphis and like the art scene here is really, really good. It's really interesting. Yeah, you definitely look like a midtown person. <laughs> what does that supposed to mean? She said she's like kind of free. Yeah, art kind of fun. I'm yeah. a very free spirit guy. Did y'all see that ap- those apartments spirit. they built where the college used to be, the art college? No. no. Are they nice? Off of like Poplar? Yeah, like by the zoo entrance, you know? I saw them the other day. Are they being built right now or are they? Uh, I they think finished? they're done now. Okay. I haven't seen those. There's some really nice but apartments. I was always told, like, I have friends from California that are huge into jazz. Like, I don't know why I have so many friends in California that love jazz mm-hmm. so much, but they were like, I want to move to Memphis so bad because, like, the jazz crowd. And I'm like, I don't know. Would that be more New it's Orleans? Like, I, I get, well, like, yeah, New Orleans, but, like, I've heard, like everybody, for some reason, from L.A., like, I go to L.A. every year to mm-hmm. work at a Jewish summer camp out there. Oh, okay. Um, and all of my friends out there, for some reason, there's this, like, ideology that, like, Memphis is huge into the jazz community, but I, I have to tell them, like, I don't, like, I've been to clubs, I've been to, like, bars and stuff, like, all around, and I don't, there's not much jazz here, like, whatsoever. I feel yeah. like it's yeah. more, like, there's not as, I feel like it's, it's more, more like rock blues. music. It's and, more, there's, like, like, blues, like, they're talking about, like, probably blues, but, like, you have to find, like, the good bluesy music here. Mm-hmm. Like, you can find it. It's there. Like, the communities are there, but it's just, like, it's not as, like, open as, like, rock I or, like, country to, music. I want to go to a jazz club. Like, I would love to, like, smoke a cigar at a jazz club and just listen to jazz. Like, that shit sounds so entertaining to me. I'm not, like, a spra- I don't listen Take to it in my yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't yes. listen to it in my car, but like yeah. I would love to just be in that environment, like a smoky room with like jazz and shit. Because that was kind of punta talk for a little bit. They were yeah, jazz. they're doing jazz. Yeah, um, Rum Boogie has blues. Uh, that's all they play. Is all the all the bands perform. Uh, Where's is, that? It's on Beale Street, across the street from um, Silkies. I've been to so BB King. Like I, I like BB King's music. Yeah. Like they have really good music. Mm-hmm. But like that's like really the only blues club. Or, like blues. So music. like here's BB King's right, mm-hmm. and here's Blue City Cafe. You just come straight down with that traffic light. Okay. It's right there. It's my our neighbor's house across the street. You're talking about Rum Boogie? Okay. Rum Boogie, across yeah. street from uh, Silky's. Yeah, I saw, um, I saw. Uh, what's that guy's name? I'm trying to describe him nicely. The catfish guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I saw him play there. Just We just happened to be there. And he, was, he decided to get up there and play. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I will say the only thing about like Memphis that like 100% stands out to me. I when I go when I went to LA, it was actually this past year. Um, my friends, they were like, "Hey, do you want to go get barbecue?" I was like, "Absolutely, fucking." Not. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I was like, I'm sorry." I was like, "I was born and raised in Memphis. I've like, I guarantee, like, you don't know what barbecue is." And they were like, "No, no, no! I swear to God, this is the best place in the world." And we like went there. And I felt so bad, but I was like, this is ketchup on a tire. Like, this is, like, <laughs> dead ass. Like, you just put ketchup on, like, rubber. And yeah. they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And my friend Nadiv, he came out here um, for, like, a basketball tournament for his college or something. Or I forget what the fuck it was for. It was for basketball for something. But he went to um, uh, Gus's fried chicken. And he mm. had the chicken there. 
and he was with me. And, and he just he, like came his pants. No, he, <laughs> I, he like I, came so fucking hard. Shit, you not? The dude fucking wept. He was eating Ooh. the chicken, <laughs> and I'm not joking. He was crying, and I was like, "Are you good?" And he was like, "This is the best." <laughs> and I was like, "This is Gus's That's fried funny. chicken." And so, for us, it's like, mm, Gus's. no, it's like Gus's. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah, it like it's like where I go like on breaks sometimes. Where I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go to Gus's," and I'm yeah. like, "Sure, yeah. we'll go to Gus's." But like he, and then I was like, "All right, so let me take you to like get barbecue." Yeah. Like, you know, so we went to get barbecue, and then he was like, I, I, he was like, I just don't understand. <laughs> right? I was like, Yeah, your food fucking, so, like, you're good at vegan shit yeah. in, California, in LA, but like, when it comes to like barbecue, like meat, yeah, you know, it's like, but out there, you've got like these chefs cooking it up, and like, you know, here you've got a dude who's like flies are reproducing <laughs> on his hands, and he's like in the back of a fucking truck in the back of the restaurant, and he's like, you know, just fucking disgusting hands, like hands you this, and it's the most amazing thing you've eaten. So it's like, so I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I'm done. So like yours, BB Kings. And there's a guy on the weekend park right here on this part of the street, like where Beale street closes off, you know? Yeah. He's got a food, um, food, like, like a, not a trailer, but like, a it's just like a little food pop-up thing. Right. Yeah. And he's making barbecue out there. Mm-hmm. That, someone, sounds, that so, sounds like the best barbecue. Yeah, someone ever. took a picture and they were like, I guarantee you that guy's barbecue is better than anything else on Beale Street. Probably. It's kind of like how gas station food in Memphis is some of the best food in the South. It's, it's kind of like gas station food in Memphis. Be hidden. When I were like, when I started working construction stuff, like I started working with a lot of Mexican guys. Mm-hmm. Like, um, my, like my buddy Carlos, he, you know, he was like, Hey, do you want to get Mexican food? And I was like, Sure. And he's like, No, no, no. Like, hey, let me tell you, it was like real Mexican food. I was like, Okay. So we go to this like little place. Um, and it's like a hole in the wall shop. Like it's fucking disgusting. It, like it looks horrible in there. Um, and we eat it. It's like street tacos and like this other shit. And he was like, nah, just trust me. Like just, we're, I'm going to order you eat it. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best. Shit. Like, I think Memphis is just really good at food. I think I agree with that. Yeah. And I've heard that it seems like we have a lot of Mexican restaurants here too. Like I didn't yeah. notice like when I went out to like, you know, LA and stuff like they don't have Mexican food out there really. And their sushi sucks. Does it really? I thought their sushi would be amazing, but like I went there, got sushi. It's actually cheaper than I thought it would be because mm-hmm. food out in LA is super expensive. But we got sushi at this one place, and it was it was fairly priced, and but it was like one of the best sushi restaurants. And I was like, for some reason, like I like Memphis sushi better than this. Mm. Like, but I've heard also have a ton of friends from Israel, and they they have the second most sushi or they have the second most sushi restaurants per square mile other than Tokyo. And they're saying like, no, sushi is like our thing. So I have a bunch of friends that are like, you need to fly out to Israel and I'm going to do it for birthright. Um, and they're like, you have to fly out here and you just got to try the sushi. And they're like, you're going to nut. Like, instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. so. you know, I didn't know. What was the, sorry. What was the name of the place you went to? The <laughs> Fuck Damn. Damn. What was the name of the place over here? (laughs) Caleb, what was the name of the place y'all ate ate at? The Mexican restaurant? Yeah. I'm trying to think about what that is. It was Los something. Was it on... uh, Was it on... It was uh, off Perkins. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was off Perkins. It was like Los... um, Fucking shit. It's a... Los Comales? I think so. It's across from um, uh, Los Taqueria. And it's across the street. It's like a big yellow restaurant. I think that is. Um, I'll drive when I, I have to go to the. Bro, eat there, please. Yeah, I gotta but, go check it out. But we, there's a place called Los Comelos. They have like three. There's three of them in town, mm-hmm. and they're really, really good at authentic Mexican food. Yeah, it's like this place is like it's. It doesn't look that big, but you walk in, it's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And um, and then like Grupania on summer is really, really busy. Yeah, I mean, just like all the Mexican restaurants, like. 
like off Perkins and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like in Memphis, not in Bartlett. Yeah. You know, not over there, <laughs> but like in Memphis, like where they do actually like street tacos and like, you know, just like, you know, you've got like, you know, they're just like putting their heart and soul into this shit. Like it's mm. really fucking good. I like Mexican food a lot. I think it's one of my favorites, but yeah. so there's something sushi's- really intimate about Memphis. That's yeah. like nice. I don't know if you guys know what I mean. Mm-mm, what do you mean by I that? I think it's our food that brings us all together. I think so. I think everybody here in Rona is like, all right, we have our differences. Like we're fighting all the time, whatever. But like, we all know what good food tastes like. Like, I think that's a huge part of it. Would you ever see that show, uh, Somebody Feed Phil? Mm-mm. It's on Netflix. This is a really good show. I recommend you watching it. But he came here, but that's kind of his thing. It's like, he goes all over the world for food. Is that the guy from, um, uh, what's that group? It's like the duo. Where is he from, Sony? Phil. Uh, he, he wrote, or like he created uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, okay, never mind. There's a there's another food show on Netflix that's really good. Mm. But yeah, this guy like it's it's kind of his theme. It's like you know, food brings us all together. Like you can not even speak the same language, but you can bond over food. Because it's like a I yeah, watch that show, man. I'm telling you, it's fucking amazing. He's so sweet. Like he's so endearing. Like he. Like every time he he eats something that he likes, he does like a dance and shit. Like. <laughs> it's like her, dude. I just told her yesterday. She I love like, food so fucking much. We went out to eat somewhere. What are we eating? We, oh, we got Ethiopian food. Oh, I love you. Oh, no, oh, where'd y'all go? Where'd y'all go? Oh, the Ethiopian restaurant by Purple Diamond. That shit is so. Oh, it was. Oh, it was, I didn't know they had one out there. Yes, it's like so in the good. shopping center right there. Yeah, the, and there's right next to the Filipino restaurant. I didn't know that was out there, dude. Either. There's a Filipino restaurant that's really really good. Really. By, um, the purple diamond it's like right across the street like oh, okay like in that little that little like little shopping center there's this really good ethiopian restaurant there's a really good um filipino restaurant huh that there's ethiopian. this really good mediterranean place by urban air the fuck where are we doing man we no, the, you guys are missing out the ethiopian food was like a nut and a half it was so good really so good oh my god you have to see it. i just I know all the, uh abyssinia abyssinia and blue nile right yeah blue uh and then abyssinia is better than blue nile though i think so because i got the veggie whatever to call it they both it's the same thing you know mm-hmm. and the one from obscenia was way better than oh shit i got you but no that we were really we were eating yes. at local yeah. and she was like was a little hangry before i'm not <laughs> but <laughs> like not. we're we were we were like eating and she did this thing and i realized i was like i know what the, she was like she ate and she was <laughs> like that i was like food I stopped, is, yeah no what you're saying when it comes to food is like really bonding it really is mm. like so my mom's filipino okay and white my dad's black like i grew up in a filipino family like mm. like filipino food any type of food my mom can cook like everything and so i learned how to cook everything and i was exposed to like all types of food i was not oh, okay. i was not allowed to be a picky eater like you eat the fish eyes on the fucking fish head and you eat mm. every bit of it and like wow. i grew up like eating balut which is like a boiled is that the egg with the baby with in the, it? with the chicken in it yes yeah, I, yeah, like like yeah. like pig's blood stew is like my favorite thing in the entire world that but like telling good. telling a whitey that <laughs> i tell a whitey that not not tell, this whitey not, not this whitey, not this whitey. He, he understands this you, is, no, 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 you this tell is, a cracker this that is, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is the barbecue frito if you tell a regular frito <laughs> no. that if you try to tell a regular frito like hey like oh, i gosh. like pig's blood stew that has like tongue in it like they're gonna be like what the fuck is that shit like it's so good oh that's funny like I, like food connects you because it's like the whole like especially when it's like with a family like you, mm-hmm. you make mm-hmm. your food together you sit down you have grace you you like are laughing and it's it's like this like experience and it's like it's so bonding my first uh my first like real like relationship girlfriend she was filipino and her family is full filipino mm-hmm. raised there moved here and they found each other here or whatever but um they like i remember the f- like first real fucking argument we got into 
um, was when her, like, every, I shit you not, every time I would drive there, it would be just for, like, to do homework or so, just, like, hang out. Her family would have, like, fill this table a feast. Really? For, like, that's just how they, they worked. And um, there was one time where there was, like, one of the things her mother had prepared for me, and it just did not look appetizing. And I, was like, wasn't even that hungry anyway. And I was, like, she was, like, you should eat. And I was, like, no, I'm actually good. And she was, like, fucking eat. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, so disrespectful. Yeah. And I was like, it's so disrespectful. But I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm good actually. And then like, she was like, I think you need to leave. And I was like, oh, what? Shit. And then like, I'm, I shit you know, she didn't speak to me for like three days, and she like went off on me when I called her on the phone. I'm like, what's up? She's like, you don't fucking do that. Like in wow. my household, like that's not a thing. And in she, that culture, no. On her graduation party when she graduated high school. Um, my, my, she invited my family and we were the only white family there, which is mm-hmm. fine whatever. But we like walk in and, uh, like bigger than the size of the table, they had a giant boar, like the whole boar, oh, wow. um, on the table and like it's intestines were open. It was like being eaten <laughs> and shit. And shit. my mom was like, uh, <laughs> she was like, do we just eat like out of it? Like yeah. do we just pick? So, and then like, uh, like their dad was like, come, 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 like, yeah. like just like digging out of this, like you know, boars and tests and shit. It was like putting it on a plate. And I was like, this shit look good as fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'd already been with her for like six months. I was like, yeah. no mom, just eat up. Trust me. Like this That's is so wild. No, like man. we'll have like, you'll have like full crab, like shrimp with the head on it. You eat it like fish with the head on it. You eat it. Like mm-hmm. you eat anything and her, everything. Her like, dad, the cartilage, her oh, dad told me part. he was like, he was like, like for real to be Filipino, like you have to have a great job to afford the food that we, eat. he was like, that's one of the like big reasons why like we like, you know, try to have great jobs and stuff like that. Like he was, he was a doctor and his, her mom was a nurse and they mm-hmm. were like, yeah, a lot of our, like not a lot of their money, but like, you know, quite a bit of their money went to like always keeping the fridge stocked with like authentic real, cause they didn't eat shit. They didn't yeah. eat like mcdonald's or anything like that like that was a disgrace to them they were like wow. no we're gonna eat real fucking shit in this it's house. like it's like you know when i was growing up we didn't have we didn't go to like places like that to eat because mm-hmm. my mom would literally cook every single day twice a day what's so your ethnicity like indian okay i love indian food yes it's great it's so good yeah. it's so but like, good oh you were thinking i was gonna say mexican no, <laughs> no. no i thought you were gonna you say white i thought you were gonna say white and that you just have a spray tan on at the moment <laughs> so look, i really no. thought that i'm so sorry when i went when i took my buddy chris to the strip club on wednesday we went to the go club for a second this guy comes and sits next to me so starts speaking spanish to me like i'm supposed to know what he's saying I so i let him go on for like 30 seconds like i mean i don't know what you're saying dude and he's like oh i thought you were mexican sorry and then he walked off then we go where else did we go? You said y'all went to the Purple Diamond. Oh, yeah, we went to Purple Diamond, and it happened Do you go again. to strip clubs a lot? I, I used to, but I, okay. and then I just had to get it out of my system again. Now, I'm, now it'll probably be a while until I, so I go again. Like Continue, this, sorry. Like you, sound, week, you sound like those like customers. Are it's like, like, I haven't been in here in a minute. I just, I just, I'm not getting enough no. love and affection outside of here. <laughs> so I, I just needed to put but some you know, titties. But no, you, no, no, no. I just needed to put some titties in my face because you know, I just like, needed that feminine I, I think titty ass shaking. You're right. I think literally every story you've told thus far in the <laughs> That's the only reason I'm like, are you the strip club guy? Like, I used to be, man, when yeah. I was young. 
I don't have that money. I mean, like, I make money, but I don't make like strip club money. They don't. Like, they don't. They, they don't have that money either. They be. They just be kind guess, of spending. I guess it, they're I using like. a credit card or some shit. Cause like you can. I get, can you? Yeah. Like you could. You could put dances on credit. Do y'all have yeah. like a square, you, right? Huh? Do you have a square? No. So what we do is we do pony dollars. They call them funny money. And oh, okay. It's like funny it, money. So instead of your ATM charging you like what like what percentage is your ATM charging? So you? a purple diamond. Um, your ATM. The, if you, it's ten percent or whatever you pull. Out. Pony charges you twenty. Yeah, what? That's a lot of money. They charge the <laughs> only reason. No, 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 no. no. If oh. you take it out of your card, if you don't take it out the ATM, but if sometimes if you want to take like two grand out on your card, like it's twenty percent. See, and Jeez. I was in Tampa. Yeah. Um, uh, what was that place called? Um, two thousand one Odyssey. I would never have enough cash. There's a I'm, club called that. Yeah, so like I would never have enough cash. And I'm like, hey, just take the money off my card. They're like, okay, well, we're going to charge you. I can't remember. I, was, I think you want to say it was 20%. And whatever you took off, they, they added the 20%. It's yeah. Cause, it's because mm-hmm. they can do it. And because and they, they cause then we, they, we, want, we know we want the money. Yeah. You know, like, so like. It's also like, who the fuck's going to walk into a strip club and not pull out a. Yeah. Of, you know, it's like, but like, yeah. it's also. And then, but yeah, that club is fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> the only thing is that you, in, in that county, or maybe all of Florida or northern mm-hmm. Florida, you, it's, it's they're dry because they get fully nude. Okay. What do you mean they're dry? Like you not you can't have alcohol in there. Oh. They don't sell alcohol. But I became friends with the bouncers, so they send an Uber driver to get me liquor, and they just kept my ball for me outside. <laughs> Y'all are in on the strip clubs because like no because you know I, I didn't I didn't because I told so I told Bianca I was like, like I was like that it. guy just invited me onto his to do a podcast with him and she was like that guy and I was like yeah she's like. That guy knows Stephanie. And I was like, that's what he said. And she was like, good job. I was like, what? I was like, what did I do? I was like, I don't know what I did. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. Like, we just yeah. started talking about psychedelics. Like, <laughs> we met Stephanie, uh, like our friend, uh, Thacker and his husband, um, met, they met her, I guess, at Spectrum. I think that's what she yeah, said. Yeah. So Stephanie was ha- sitting outside and Jeremy and Matthew were just driving by and they're like, hey, what's up? And they, and she was like, hey. And then they, just, she, they pulled over and they started talking and became friends. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that's how we we met her. And every time we see her, she's like super cool. So How long have you known her? Oh, shit. Like five or six years. Yeah. Have y'all Something met Jerry? Like yeah. I've met, I've met Jerry a couple met Jerry? times. Mm-hmm. I've never met Jerry. I haven't met him. He's really, really nice. I haven't met him yet, but I want to meet him. He's wanna, super cool, dude. I want to get on Jerry's good side. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. But, um. And what were we talking about? I don't fucking know. I, Yo, we're talking about food. Food. Uh, and then I wanted to Indian. ask a question and you told me, pause. That was like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> you really going to pass on me. Do you want to, do you want to like, do you remember? I gonna, no, yeah, I do remember. Cause like you were bringing up that you're Jewish, right? Yeah. No, so, I'm not, happy okay, so, okay, no uh, uh, thank you. I'm not Jewish. Um, oh, you're not? So I was raised in a Christian household, but my mom, she was so like my whole family Southern Baptist and my mom was kind of like, I don't give a fuck, like do what you want, like yeah. whatever. And so when I was 13, um, I didn't have like really a father growing up. So, um, sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I didn't really have like a father growing up. So there was this man named Rob who, uh, got me into theater and stuff like that. And he mm-hmm. kind of like took me under his wing and stuff and he was Jewish. Well, he is a, uh, singer and songwriter. He's, you know, whatever. And he is like huge up at this camp. And yeah. He, when I was 13, he was like, Hey, I can get you a free scholarship oh, to go into okay. this camp. And so I went there and set ever since I was 13, I've been going every year. And now I work there every year and I am going to convert. It is something I will do. I will do birthright, all that shit. But like, I, a lot of my friends told me they're like, you know, more like about Judaism than like half of us do. I was yeah. like, well, I feel like I have to like compensate. So I, I know all the like 
Hebrew prayer. Like, no, I, like, heard him, I heard him. I heard him. Like, yeah. we were... I was zooted and he was zooted. He just walks in and immediately has to light the All candle. Right, I'm like, I was like, fuck! Yeah, like, I, I did acknowledge that. Like, we were both like, she was like, hey, you want to hotbox my car? I was like, sure. I forgot it was the first day of Hanukkah. I went home and he was like, you ready to light the Hanukkah candles? I'm like, fucking high as shit. And I'm yeah. like, sure. And I'm just like lighting. I'm like, <laughs> and I look over and she's just like, I'm like, she, yeah. So it's like, I'm not. I'm not, um, what is it? I wasn't born Jewish, but like I want to convert and mm. I want to be ethnically Jewish. And yeah. um, I just absolutely, without a doubt, love the culture. Uh, no, I'm good. But I, I absolutely love the culture more than anything. I mean, it's all about community. They bear, I mean, they believe in like Satan, but they never talk about it. Like mm-hmm. it's not a, like in uh, Southern Baptist, uh, one of my like earliest memories was I was in Sunday school um, I was like eight and they were telling me about the old Testament God versus new Testament God. And they were saying, um, you know, to stuff where it's like, he, he, like he's changed a lot. And I'm like, but I was like, how can God change if he's omni, you know, benevolent or omni omnipotent or whatever. And they were like straight up, they were like, you need to go into the hall. Like you're asking too many questions. Mm. And I was like, I remember having the thought when I was like, Hey, I'm like, I just stumped the fuck out of these guys. Like, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. something happened. But when I went into like, you know, this camp, they always say like, this is a camp or this is a Jewish camp for kids. And I camp for Jewish kids. So they never like forced me into it, but I fell in love with it anyway. Mm. Um, so like I ended up kind of to like compensate for the fact that I wasn't born Jewish, but I absolutely love Judaism. I yeah. had to really, really do a lot of studying and working and like practicing of like Hebrew. So I know a little bit of Hebrew, but I know all the prayers um, and like, a lot of the history of Judaism and stuff like that. And, you know, so. Yeah, you know, the reason kind of, I asked because um, he, was about to, he was about to do it again. Nope. I'll let, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let him have this one. Yeah. We have a friend, Leah, who she's Jewish, and she introduced us to uh, this girl named Faith. She converted, and okay. she's actually been on the podcast. And then we have another buddy, uh, Kelly's boyfriend, Zev. Oh, Zev. You probably know Zev. Okay. Is I he mean, big into, like, the Jewish community out here? Yeah, yeah. like, they all are. I mean, all it's, the people it, I mentioned are. It's um out here in Memphis. It's not like they have like one or two synagogues. It's like not a big thing. I mean, I don't go to synagogue. I'm not religious yeah. by any means. Like you can be religiously Jewish or you can be ethnically Jewish. Mm. I mean, you can practice like all the stuff, but it's really the, it's an ethno religion. So it's really the, one of the only religions where you, in order to be a part of religion, you have to believe in the text and the God okay, or the, you know, the entity that created everything yeah. instead of religion. Judaism is the only religion in the world where you don't have to believe in either of those things, but you can be ethnically Jewish. Mm. Um, so it's 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 kind of interesting. It's a preservation of culture is really the best way to explain it. Is that like, you know, it's that's what I've seen him. I've seen him. Yeah, um, but, he, he goes to temple and stuff. That, okay, that, we're supposed like, to go to their house on Friday, Sunday. Oh, is it Friday? Yeah, what, what is Friday? There's a hol- some. Uh, holiday Kelly was telling me when we were walking the other day. Um, she's she told me she's making Jewish traditional food. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what. It might be a special holiday or something. But you go walking. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about it? No, I just walk. Sounds kind of exciting. <laughs> <He's not laughs> like, like, no, like no, like I'm 20 and I'm like at that age where I'm like I want to go on a walk and just. Well, he's had a journey. He was like 300 and something pounds when we first met. Holy shit. Congratulations, dude. Thanks, you, man. you slimmed up. And then he uh, bloomed up again. And then he recently lost like 100 pounds since last year, since uh, COVID. 
Okay. And then he, what would you lose again? Like an additional 40 or 50 pounds? Yeah. So two three years ago, two years ago, I was 354. Were you training with Show that him your guy? video. Show him your video. Oh, yeah. Does Bud Light hurt your, your uh, morale? I, so you just drink? I mean. <laughs> yeah. I fucking, yeah. Uh, no. Um, I always have drank. Like, you know, when I'm working mm-hmm. out. So it's, I mean, I did stop for 80 days because I told myself I was going to stop for 80 days and work okay. out good. And, you know, I'd lost a bunch of work because I was, I won a contest here in town called what MBS threw. Okay. And it was like most fat loss and most muscle gain. I didn't know that was, a th- that's amazing. I did not know that yeah. was a thing. So like every pound of muscle, every pound of muscle you gained, you got one point, every pound of, every pound of fat you lost. Mm-hmm. Because you step on the uh, on a in body scale that does your body fat and everything, so it takes out all your water. So you just can't go like work out really hard at the gym for like an hour. Lose all your water weight. Yeah. yeah. So, and um, I ended up winning that. And the per- the person that was putting it on, he was he was mad that I won because I don't I, I don't eat his meals. And he was kind of like he started laughing and stuff about it. He's like, "Man, I really want somebody actually bought my meals to uh, win this contest." But I was yeah. like, "Well, I knew no one." I was like, "I knew who I was going against." It was like like two hundred and fifty people. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, I got I'm, I'm gonna beat all these guys." Yeah. yeah, you don't even look like you would carry that much weight. Oh, baby, I'm good at it. <laughs> like no, like I like I can't. No, I don't see, see that. I don't see you any bigger than you are. Like I don't see how that'd be. Like you're not even big. That's weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's you. Okay. Wow. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> you like the titties? Yeah. I bet I could got a bunch of ones with titties. I like the titties, yeah. You know, oh my this, God. your face has changed. Yeah. And you lost the beard. Yeah, I shaved the beard. Um, well, now it's all, it's just completely white. Mm-hmm. And it makes me look like I'm 60 instead of 41. So you feel like, you know, I've always thought that, like, I've always, since, like, my grandfather started developing, I've always thought that, like, a you know like a white beard always looked good or it's like a little peppery mm-hmm. you know kind of like a george clooney mm-hmm. i mean he's holy shit you see all these guys like steve carell that's tough who like mm-hmm. now or like yeah, I'm, uh, I'm tapping out on that like a daddy even, vibe even jim carrey like he's got Same jack fucking black like when they develop like that peppery beard yeah it's like yeah it's kind of like daddy you know yeah so what's it called the silver fox that's our friend yeah. brad the silver daddy fox y'all energy. need to come out with us one day on a sunday Okay. Um, Brad works at um, Atomic Rose. Atomic Rose. <gasps> okay. And I've they, always wanted to go and there. And they do drag. They do drag brunch on. I mean, they do okay. drag brunch on Sunday and then drag bingo. Fun as shit. Both I, our friends run it. I want to see a drag show more than anything. In the, like I went to so go. Amazing. Do you know what Kinky Boots is? Yeah. So I went to go see Kinky Boots recently. It was like two months ago. Um, I saw one of my best friends in and I drove it to Missouri. And after I saw that show, I was like, I just think it would be so fucking fun to go to a drag show. Like I would just love that. Um, what are y'all doing this Sunday? I'm not doing. I was gonna hang out with you. You were? Yeah. Oh, she said. Oh, oh, that's nice. She didn't run so that. Nice about me. Yeah, that's, thank you. Did you, check his, did you check his calendar? Make sure you want to. Yeah. Should we go Sunday? Hey, do you, yeah, you want to go see some drag? On do you want to go see some yeah. drag? Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm telling you guys. Do you want to go see some drag? So okay. I, I, I took a bunch of people with me that work. Uh, we work out together at yoga. Yeah. You do yoga. On Sundays, yeah, it's fun. You should come. Y'all should come to that too. My buddy Jared became a yogi and a kettlebell instructor, and he combined the two in a class. So the first thirty minutes is kettlebell work, okay, and then the last thirty minutes is um, a yoga, okay, and then the last like three minutes of that thirty minutes is like uh, figure what it's called. I think it's Zen yoga, like where you just like like, meditation, where you just meditate and relax. You know, I took one class, and when they did the meditation part. 
I didn't know they'd never had done this before, but they turned the lights off. And like I told Jared, it took me back to like the psychedelic really you can you can actually like people are always like well how is it possible to reach like enlightenment you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like whatever enlightenment is to somebody without psychedelics i think it is possible like meditation Mm -hmm. connecting with your body is such a great way to like even then just like just to like feel your body and to be in your body and to meditate for like long periods of time you can get into like a state that is just like insane. Mm. Recently, I was actually at her house and she was just like doing her makeup. We were getting ready for something. I don't know what it was, but she was like, do you want to sit down and just meditate with me? And I was like, sure. And I've always like, I've always known meditation like is powerful or whatever, but I didn't know. I know it's like, you have to do it for a while or I've always thought like, you got to be on like a mountaintop or you got to feel the wind right. or whatever. But we were just sitting in a room. And I just sat there and I was like, okay. And I started doing it. I was playing it, binaural beats also. She was, yeah, she was doing some shit, but it like it <laughs> helped it. But like, yeah. I was sitting there and at first I was like, okay, close my eyes. I'm like, just breathing. And I was like, okay, this is whatever. And then like, there was a point, it, it had only been like two minutes. And there's a point where I was like, just at complete, like, I, I, I realized that like, I don't live in the moment ever. I mm. live in the future constantly. I have anxiety. So I'm like always living like in the future. I'm always thinking about the future. So, but like in that moment, I was like, all right, like something's clicking, like something's working. This is like, so it, it definitely without a doubt, like even for non-believers, like just sit down for a minute, just yeah. like sit and fucking do it. it like, it's not it even something really that like, you need to believe in. It's like a tool. You know what I mean? And people are like, well, I can't meditate. I can't get my brain to shut off. Like that's, that's not the point. The point isn't to like, sh- like you can't stop a faucet. Like, like your brain is always going to be thinking. Your brain is always going to be on. It's like being able to be present yeah. with your thoughts and just accepting that like they flow and then being aware that you're just like observing. Well, I think it, thoughts, I think I guys mean? do have a trait. Like I have a trait where I can, you ask me all the time. You're like, what are you, are you okay? Are you thinking? I'm like, I'm literally thinking about fucking nothing. <laughs> I'm like dead ass. Like I'm thinking about absolutely yeah. nothing. Like my mind, and, but I've heard that like women don't have that ability. I've heard that they're like, it's, we don't. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like the, the chemicals, the chemicals in our brain are just like, we have like that motherly instinct. So we're constantly thinking of, okay, what ifs? Mm. I've got the that. The male brain is. I got that lazy instinct, like I guess. Cause yeah. I, I can, I can literally be sitting down for a minute. I'm like, I just zone out and I'm just fucking blank. Yeah. You know, nothing. So I don't know if y'all can relate. It reminds me of on that. Can I talk? Um, can I talk? Can I talk though? Because I was kind of first on that one. You guys have Seinfeld. to let me do your birth charts. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, for sure. It reminds me of Seinfeld. Uh, you, you both like Seinfeld, Soup right? Nazi. I love the Seinfeld. wallet. Where Putty is sitting there on the plane, and Elaine's like, "Are you going to read a book?" And he's like, "No, I'm just no. going to sit here." <laughs> no, What's wrong with you? no. My favorite, my favorite episode of Seinfeld is when, um, you know, like when Elaine's dating that doctor. <laughs> I know exactly so, what you're talking about. So yeah. like, oh, like the doctor, and like they go see the baby, and like, like the baby's fucking ugly yeah. because like yeah. they're not even showing the baby on the screen. <laughs> and she's like, Jerry, look at the Jerry, look at the baby, Jerry. <laughs> and then the doctor's like, what a magnificent looking thing. <laughs> and then like he like they're it's like they're like they're like looking at like the beach like after like she sees like this hideous baby and she's like, Jerry, what the fuck? And like he's. He's like you're magnificent, Elena. Like it's like a word like that where it's like you're like so like amazing. You're like beautiful, and she just is like. What the fuck? You said the same thing about me. <laughs> you said, yeah. you said the same thing about that yeah. ugly ass baby. You said that about me. Like what? Yeah. No, that's what my aunt when she had her baby. Um, her baby was actually absolutely beautiful, but she like she told us straight up. She's like, I fr- I know the motherly instinct's gonna kick down. I know I'm gonna think my baby's beautiful. She's like. 
for the love of fucking God, tell me if my baby's ugly. Like, please <laughs> tell me if my baby's ugly. Like, I, I won't get mad at you. I'm asking you this yeah. now. Um, but luckily, her baby didn't come out. Ugly. But, like, <laughs> it's weird because most babies that I do see, like when they when they you know first pop out, like they look, they look like an alien. Like fucking alien. They yeah. look like they look like uh uh. What is the the root from Harry Potter? A mandrake. Oh yeah, you remember I mean, the little they, roots? They, they rip aliens. out and they start screaming. They I never aliens. saw Harry Potter. Babies, uh, babies are yeah. aliens. But no. Yeah, my favorite. I agree with you on that. Because, like, they're little fresh spirits. Like, imagine, like, you come, like, Joe Rogan said it best. The human experience is psychedelic in itself. Like, like think about, like, this shit. It's still ugly, though. Yeah. Like, and then, like, you're a baby coming into the world. Like, coming yeah. onto Earth during a pandemic. My mom delivers, and she's a gynecologist. Oh, wow. So she, she always taught me from ever since I was, like, born to, like, like I've always viewed the birthing experience as like absolutely stunning and beautiful and like whatever. And it's like, you know, in the future, whenever my wife like has a baby or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I do want to be there and I want to witness the whole thing and stuff. Cause I don't view it as like a disgusting, like, you know, vaginas rip it open. Yeah. Baby's coming. Like I view it as like, this is the birth of like, it's fucking beautiful. Like mm-hmm. really. We have portals um, in our vaginas. I mean, I honestly, that's like, really fucking cool. It I is, have a portal. It is. It is, it is crazy about, when you think about it. I like that. It, it, it is something yeah. about being a woman. It's like that's got to be like some women view like the idea of giving childbirth is like a curse. But I'm like that's got to be one of the most. Like I understand I don't have to feel the pain. Yeah, I get that. But that's got to be one. You want to feel that pain? I don't. We know a place. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's. I can. I can. We can. We can somehow figure out a way for you to give. Birth to I mean, baby. give me a kidney stone. I'm like, <laughs> you know, something somewhere. But like that's got to. It's like one of those things where it's like you've got to. Be like having the ability to do that to create life. Like, yeah, that's got to be fucking like you know. How do you not have an ego boost? Well, <laughs> I had a friend. She came over here and she's like, she was pregnant as fuck, and she's like talking about how like it's shifting her organs and stuff like that. Jesus and, Christ! And I was like, it makes me want to call my mom and tell her I love her. You know, it's like yeah. you go through. You don't think about what a woman has to go through to bring you into this fucking world. And, and that's the thing I saw one time. It's like, how are men misogynists? That we all come from women. I don't understand that. It's also the no. thing where it's like, how can you not love? It's like, you know, you, your mother does this shit for you and then she still loves you. It's like, yeah. you know, she brings you what is scientifically proven to be one of the worst pains in the world. And mm-hmm. it's like you pop out and then she's still like, I love this thing more than anything in the world. Yeah. It's like, and then you still can, treat her like shit. Like what? Yeah. It's like that. You still are like, fuck you, mom. It's yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it's like that. That's just one of the things where it's like if they still love you after all that and it's like you are the most important thing to them yeah you know my mom's told me plenty of times she's like if you know i hate you (laughs) (laughs) thank the lord she's only told me that twice but she no um she says like all the time she's like i would like you're you know you and your sisters are the only people in the world like without a second thought hesitation like i would switch my life for you like i would jump a bullet for you and i think that's like beautiful still are you the only child i'm the only boy I'm the only boy. I That's have, me too. Yeah, I have five sisters. Oh, shit. Holy you got shit. me beat by two. Yeah. I mean, uh, my dad, who I'm estranged from, I've been estranged from him since I was eight. So I don't really, like, you know, uh, I'm a little drunk. Um, no, I'm not drunk. drunk. I'm a little tipsy. But yeah. um, I you know, still don't speak with him. He has a son now who's five but he's extremely autistic oh wow. um so that's very interesting i met him like three times in my life but that's you know he's still my brother but i don't really feel that you know it's it sucks i don't feel that connected yeah. to him so it's you know yeah families are weird are man. you guys close with it's your weird. family i am 
I'm closer to my sisters or two of my sisters. One of my sisters is just an idiot. She's always yeah. fucking up, man. What about, like, like, what about your parents? That's how I feel, man. My parents? Yeah. Oh, my parents love me. <laughs> I mean, you can ask this guy. Like, my mom wants me to move back in home with her right now. Like, she I've, tells me all the time, I'll put Sam out, you come back here. I have a question about Indian culture. Are your parents very, like, possessive or very, like, you know, stereotypically, like, Indian families, like, how is, like, the mothers and fathers, like, toward their children? So, like my mom is kind of like that. Like, she loves us, like, like that, you know? My dad is kind of okay about it, but, like, <laughs> um, but... Sam. He's no like, one exists. No one. Yeah. No one is going to fuck, you know, we'll fuck with Maya's children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> said no one's going to fuck her children. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you fuck with. Yeah. I've... And like, you know, like when we had the store over here in Big Hampton and I started working with them and you, you just see how my mom would like run everything. He's like, wow, she's, you know, just this is amazing. This is my mom. Yeah. You know, and she definitely put her family first over everything in her whole life, you know, and that's, yeah. you know. Because she moved, they moved to America for us because okay. there was nothing. Were you born here? No, I was born in South Africa. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cool. We came here when I was nine and a half. What, ten. like, culture? Like, how was, like, the culture and, like, your r- religious beliefs and, like, how was that being raised? Okay, so uh, we're Hindu and that's it. it. That was, that's all we did, you know. Are you still Hindu or do you not? Yeah, I'm still Hindu. Okay, cool. Like, uh, it would kill my mom if I ate meat. Oh, really? Do you yeah. eat meat? No. Okay, that's great. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about what else do you do? Then? Oh, you know, I, I enjoy the coke kick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's can a plan. That's a plan. Can I show you my tattoo? It's a great it's, tool it's to it's lose peeling. weight. It's you know? appealing. So it kind of looks crusty right now, but like. Like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Oh, that's nice. I feel like yeah. you would like that. I told her yeah. to go to my tattoo artist to get that, and she was like, I don't know. It's if... just like dry right now. Yeah, that's badass. I, yeah. I, yeah. I was like, I But know. like, you know, it, it's just like, I'm super close to my mom. My mom is my number one. You know, mm-hmm. everyone in my family hates me because my mom is my number one. And she's my number, you know. Bro, I get that. I know, get that, though. My mom's, like, everyone's <laughs> like, so my niece, one day, when she was, like, a little younger, she's, like, 14 now. I think she was, like, maybe eight or nine or seven or something. She was, like, ba, ba, who do you love the most? And she's, like, well, your feelings about to get hurt, little one. And she's, like, I love your old nana the most. <laughs> <laughs> she she knows my sister. She she, she understands, like. His sister. The, I don't just know his sister. His sister's my best friend. Yeah, so she, like. <laughs> she is my best friend. <laughs> my, my mom, it's been, it's, like, very, very well. I mean, I'm her, I'm her first child. I'm her only boy, stuff like that. And um, I, she would always, throughout my entire life, I'd be like, you know, who's your favorite? And she'd be like, oh, you're all my favorite. And then I started, when I got older, I got around her when she was drunk. So I was dead <laughs> ask her, which is like fucking wasted. Yeah. I'm like, hey, mom, who's your favorite? And she's like, don't tell your sister. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, no, you she, definitely are the yeah. favorite. Like, no, my mom, like, straight up, like, I mean, she she's one of my best friends for. I mean, yeah. I definitely like. I'm without a doubt a mama's boy. Like, I oh, mean, also without having a dad growing up, you know, yeah. you, you have to resort to being a mama's boy. Mm. So, um, so my my brothers are both doctors, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. "How do you love this fuck more than you love me? We we buy you whatever you want." <laughs> <laughs> I this mean, dude's real. This, though, dude, you know? this dude can't even afford to buy his own shit. Right? You know, like. Yeah, but he lost 200 pounds. So yeah. Yeah. Are um, you close with your mom? Uh, No, I'm not. Me too. Fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> they can have their little, their little moment. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't, my mom. I'm not fucking close with my mom at I all. Does anybody have daddy issues, though? I have parental, <laughs> I have parental <laughs> issues. There's a difference. Yeah. No, there isn't. Yeah. But I have a parental, just overall parental issues. Yeah. But we're talking about you. 
We're not talking about me right now. <laughs> but no, like, like I see how like he talks about his mom and stuff like. But I didn't have that. Like my parents divorced, and I think my mom took it out on me because I think she saw me and my dad. That fucking sucks, man. Damn, you know. Yeah, I feel this. So like, uh, like I, I like I always saw that. Like I was like. And, but now, like, when she's older, she's like, why don't you ever talk and all this other stuff? And I'm like, because you hated me, dog. Because yeah. <laughs> you fucking stuff, projected you know? everything onto yeah. me. Yeah. But I think now, like, thinking back, like, I think my mom may have been depressed. Like, I didn't know what depression was back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, she would sleep a lot. She always liked her room black and stuff like that. It's like so. the understanding of, like, the lack of being able to be a parent that, like, yeah. really is the struggle with, like, I love my mother. You're you're a good person, but you were a shitty parent to me. Yeah, I think when you get older too, you realize that like paying bills and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't have kids, but I can just imagine it's like so. There's no manual for that shit, you know. And everything that they did shaped who we are today. Without so you know, it's just like I, you can only just appreciate who they are as a person. You know, it's just like you can't look back in time and always have regrets mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. Like I that. still like it is, I'm only 21, but I still have those moments where it's like, I bought my first, like, like my car and my name solely, you know, without it, you know, all that shit. Yeah. But my mom, the, you know, as soon as I turned 18, I had saved up enough money to where I could put a like, you know, 4,000 down payment on a car and, um, through just like serving and shit like that. And my mom co-signed with me cause nobody would just take me, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, um, when I traded it in like two years later and I got my own car and I just had this huge realization and I just like had to call my mom and I was like almost crying. I was like, listen, I was like, I just want to thank you for being like, you know, so amazing and helping me like without you co-signing on this car and giving me that opportunity and trust me to pay the bills and stuff like that. I wouldn't be able to do this. right. I wouldn't have the credit, you know, cause I know yeah. so many people that are in their 20, you know, also, like I'm not gonna lie, living in uh, you know living in LA for a couple months every year, you meet a lot of fucking privileged people that don't have a credit score, never had a job. They're 23 and they're still you know they're in college, never once even you know touched a POS or yeah. anything like that, you know. And it's, so it's like it's one of those things where it's like, mom, thank you so much for like making me pay insurance and car note and you know all these bills and stuff when I was young because like I'm fully fucking prepared now. So it's like you have those realizations as you grow up. Um, where it's like, you know, I'm so appreciative for you being hard on me yeah. and like, you know, I could see the struggle you were going through. So it's really important. Yeah. I think when you, especially if you have to work for something, you appreciate life more, man. Like, it's just like, you don't just wreck shit or, you know, just you appreciate care. the Parents, car that you pay. Thank you so in. much for abandoning me yeah. uh, so that I was able to just do it completely on my own with no guidance. Thank you right. so much. I really appreciate it. Are you Tony it. right now? I really appreciate <laughs> being having to pay bills since the time of literally I can't even remember. Like yeah. I've been an adult since I was. But that's 14. that's also kind of like you do have to see the positives in that that you are more prepared. Than, I mean, I'm, you know, yeah. Yeah, she she called me crying earlier today about it. I did, I did. And I, I, listen, I'm a very emotional person. I cry every day. Yeah. And I own that. I cry every day and I let myself cry as much as I can at once. And I have to let it out because life is hard. But guess what? You got to suck it up. I cry cry once a year. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Do you cry? Are you a crier? I don't you know he 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 asked me this him and our, our other best friend Nick asked me this the other I, you know, it's been a while since they asked me like when's the last time you cried and I was like man honestly I don't remember it's, I feel that it's not like I don't have emotion are you emotional see I don't like how is your emotional body like how like if you were to say how you would process your feelings how would you say you process them what's your moon sign <laughs> I don't know. Like, how do I process Tony? You know, but he doesn't. 
have like a it's hard for him to say anything nice about anybody. Like I know he's a good person, but Don't it's you. very hard for him to like because like one day we had a friend of ours. We did a podcast with her, and she lives in Portland. And she's like, I want both of y'all to say something nice about each other. And he struggled so fucking hard to say anything. <laughs> I, I hate like, to sound uh, like this. Uh, 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 he's uh, like, uh, you hang out with me. That's <laughs> cool. Are you guys friends or like lovers? Oh my god! Like, no. like get, get out of my house! Are you guys lovers? <laughs> get out! Get are you guys lovers? You go with them. Because go with you them. guys are lovers. Like, if you, no, you guys are lovers. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, uh, if you guys are it, but are you? <laughs> are you? People think that. Okay, so but you guys I, always, I could do so much better than this bum. <laughs> so you guys aren't lovers. No, no we're no, not. No, we're you not. guys are just okay. bestie booze. Are y'all yeah. are y'all roommates? Do y'all yeah. both live here? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't mean to like ask. No, that. it's a good no. question because I mean, people think me and my roommate are gay. People, all the people time. are jealous of our friendship. And Tony, he had to explain to me one day like that. He said he's like, dude, who cares if they keep on saying we're gay? I was like. I care. I don't want people to think we're gay. Yeah. And he's like, no, it doesn't matter. They're, they're more. It they're, doesn't. They, he said, he said it's, it's, not, it's not about being gay or not being gay. It's about them not having a friend the way we're friends. Like exactly. He's like my, no, exactly. I look at him like the brother I never had. That's like, exactly. I can talk to him worse than I'll talk to anybody else. And, and how then long we'll have you guys known each okay. other? Years. Uh, it's like, like 2005, yeah. 2006. Wow. That's awesome. When y'all being born. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was, uh, I was born up. in 2000. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I was five fucking years wait, old. When wait, met. wait, hold on. She was like three. I'm 20 and he's 21. You're 41. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like our buddy. Uh, his son turned 21 cool. today or was it yesterday. Zach. Oh, yeah. Dan, our friend Brad, the one you did the Aries. 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 His son, Zachary, turned yeah. 21. My, um, so, you know, the guy that I said that is, you know, at the Jewish camp got me. Yeah. He's my roommate now. Um, his name is Rob. He's 58 years old. Okay. Um, but he's like a father to me, but also like more than that, like without a doubt, he's one of my best friends in the entire world. She could tell The you, relationship like, is like, it's like precious. He's, like, he's, it's so. He's like it. without a doubt, one of my best friends in the world. And sometimes people do come over and they're like, you fucking live with a 58 year old man. Like what the <laughs> fuck is I'm like, nah, this is, I, I can't explain it, but this is one you of my. You want to be able to tell he's like 58. He's like a very young spirit. Very, very young yeah, spirit. He, I, I shit you not. You probably think he's like 40, 42, yeah. like easily. But he, like, That's... you think so, right? Like, <laughs> no, he's like, I just watched his face. He's like, 40, 42. He's like, You think a 58-year-old man was like your age? Yeah. You know? no, I mean, what if someone but... thought you were 58? I they thought did. y'all were. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at me like. What? I'm not gonna lie. When you entered the door, I was like, "Oh, this is 30, 32." <laughs> you know, so it's and you look like you're like. I'm not even joking. Like 28. Like, <laughs> liar. Yeah, and I'm not even joking. Like, well, you saw the fat pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but I work with a lot of it. Like you know, my buddy Carlos. Like he's 27 now, but he straight up. You know, he looks like he's like. 22 yeah you know and i'm i'm 21 and i'm you know i'm helping run a business and stuff like that and i try to talk to people all the time like talking to all official and shit like that and they're like they're like you gotta be like 18 years old. like how the <laughs> fuck do you know all this i'm like i know i look young people but, ask if i have kids so. really yeah like people will be like you look like you're like 24 like i'm like I'm like, and like with kids, I'm like, I wouldn't get that vibe. I look like I have kids. They say this, <laughs> they say like this I there. Fucking kids. She does, okay, kill now, myself. I, they say this there to you while you're at work. 
Yes. In the club. In the club. They'd be like, do you got kids? I'm like, no. no. Yeah, yeah, I do. Give me some money to raise them. Give me some money. Give me some money. (laughs) Now, you should tell people yes, but in the club. I would. I should. In the club. with some diapers for my skin. (laughs) How she dresses in the club, like, I wouldn't guess that, but. She straight up dresses like a mom half the time. So it's like, I would I get do. that. Johnny, you saw her. You saw her. <laughs> no. That night. First of all, no, wait, were you not? Club. My titties oh. were out. That can't count. Like, that were doesn't you, count. Were you not there? No. No, he wasn't. You're talking about where she works at, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, nah, he wasn't with uh, me then. It was my friend was Colin him. and some random guy I met. That random guy was really weird. <laughs> like, like, the fact that, like, the fact that, like, you guys were, like, nice enough. Like, no, no, no. The fact that you guys were nice enough to, to like, bring him. And then you're, I don't know the white guy. His name Colin. Colin. Colin goes. I don't even want to bring him. <laughs> well, the thing is, that guy is really trusting <laughs> to get in a car with a big ass motherfucker and say, Colin's tall ass. For you to be for okay, you, I wouldn't have gotten in the car with him. What point was he at in his life? No, listen. Was what he a point random was guy? He, yeah, yes, I just met him that night. What point was was he at in his life for him to be like, you know, what, fuck it, I'm gonna go to, to the club with some random people and and go to a titty club? Without <laughs> a doubt, I would get into a car with you and go to a strip club. I just, I was, if I make your talk, personality is really. If like, I talk to you for more than three minutes, yeah. I'd be like. Fuck yeah, I'm going to show up this guy. When y'all you're like, what are y'all doing on Sunday? I'm like, whatever y'all are doing. Uh, what are y'all yeah. doing? Y'all are, are chill as fuck. Yeah, like I, I always end up meeting people because I, I know Memphis can be kind of standoffish sometimes, mm-hmm. like if you're not in yes. certain circles. And the guy was sitting at the bar by himself, and I'm like, hey man, do you want to roll with us to this other bar? And then he was there the whole time when the whole altercation was going on. So I was like, all right. He was so awkward at the club. <laughs> he was like, he was like, did he? Get, uh, I heard he got a dance from he, somebody. He didn't get a dance, I think, but like did, he was just so like awkward. Did like, you get a dance? Mm-mm. He was. He was just, like, I don't. I don't do dances. No, man. I'd like, ask you for a dance. I was like, "Do you want to dance?" And you're like, "No." And we we're like, "Okay." No podcast, right, dude? <laughs> I, I went in there. No, I told. I told him I was like, he didn't even get a dance from me. I was like, I don't think he's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I went in to visit her, and she was like, she was like, "You're getting a dance, right? You're getting a dance." Yeah. And I was like, "All right, fine, I'll get a dance." And then so like I've never for a very long time we're you know close or whatever. I gotta dance and like we're chilling and then right after I shoot you not like she was like all sexy or whatever and then like instantly that'll be fifty bucks. <laughs> I'm like, you do that with everybody? She's like, Yeah, it does. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I got a big money. I'm one of your bussies. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, like, half she's off? Like, I'm not here to fucking like fucking twerk on guys. Yeah. Like, I'm here to give money, <laughs> like what the fuck? So No, like I've had girls like tell me that like they've came while giving a lap dance. Really? Yeah. And I wow. kinda I kinda I I can't judge them. Yeah. I don't judge them because I, I can understand. I can understand like, okay, you were like you like you got aroused doing something sexual. But like I came during but, lap like, dance. It's okay. <laughs> but like but like but like you know how like okay so like guys like I'll be giving them a lap dance and like sometimes like a guy's about to bust a nut and he'll like push me off. What? You know? Yes, like like guys I'm, are busting back there for a lap dance. Bro, they bust, they busting, busting back there, bro. Have you gotten a lap dance from her? No, but I will. No, like I'm serious. Like the and like but like they'll push you off like right before they come. Like wow. Like if you're like get, as a as a dancer giving a lap dance and you're like about to come like. At a certain point, I'm like, you could have stopped. Like, is it the you could have like gotten up? 
You know what I mean? You is it the like, like I guess the power that she has from getting the guy off? That's what makes I'm. Her that's, what I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm like, is it like a kink? Like you like the fact that like he has to sit here and take it and like mm. can't do shit and like you get to like like I understand that's why that's why I don't judge it. But I'm also like you can't. Or the fact that they want you it came? so bad that they're paying that money to sit. It's like I can understand that but without also, a doubt. It's like if a girl was like she like really fucking wanted something for and she was like. You could see clearly she's or like, like if she's like a her, sex so addict, like, you know what I mean? Like no. it's like you can't be like fucking everybody. So like like I'm a dance. Like mm. I get that also. I just think it's mm. like interesting because so, like like when I'm thinking when I'm dancing, I'm just like dead puppies. Dead puppies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to see sitting there like this dude thinks that I like this. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first dance like? What was that experience like? idea what I, so i got hired on a thursday uh-huh. i started on a friday night. did you know somebody that worked there before or you just went in there um i went in with my friend she did not come back oh okay. so i stayed she didn't come back she danced that night or something she, yeah she danced oh, okay. with me because we got hired at the same time it was a thursday we got hired i got hired on the spot mo was like you bad as hell i like your body you're pretty and i was <laughs> like bet and she was like oh you're funny too and i was like fuck yeah Hilarious. Yeah. She was like, okay. So, like, you can make a guy <gasps> laugh and nut at the oh, same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Time, like, so you're, you're like, you're like smart and funny. Yeah. And you're, you're mixed. Talk nerdy to me, baby. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Let's talk Star Wars. Like, bro, talk, talk, to me, like, talk to me about fucking anime. Talk, bro. Yeah. Stocks, like, uh, talk to me about real estate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so we started on a Friday night, got in at eight. And have you been to the pony on a Friday night? Not in a while, maybe but years okay. ago. Yeah. So, like, you know how, like, we only had one stage. Mm-hmm. Do y'all want to like, go to the pony? Us three. <laughs> y'all want to go to the pony while she's there? <laughs> <laughs> while Stephanie's there, also. Like, uh, we, yeah, we should definitely do that. Like, yeah. you know how, like, the first of sure. the, the we were only dancing on the one stage, but we have like multiple stages in the club. So on the weekend, it's like we have five stages. Oh, going. like we're up at the top. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like on the weekend, you're dancing five stages. Let alone, I've never been in a strip club until I got hired. Really? Oh, wow, really? Never, wow. never been in the club until in in the club scene of titties. Yeah. An ass <laughs> out like until like that Friday, and I didn't get on the floor till like ten. And it's five stages. And she's like, take your top off. Take your top off. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. And I just like take off my top. And it's just like, it's like, it's like, it just, it's like a blur. Like, I just like, it's like, I'm just dancing on five stages. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. This guy's like, I want to go to dance with you. I'm like, okay. So I'm like sitting there like, what do I do? <laughs> That's exactly what, what you do. Exactly what, you do. I, what is happening? Like, but like, I wasn't, I was, I realized like how like unconnected with my body yeah. I was like, like I realized I was like, why do I feel like. I'm not sexy, like, yeah. like, and everything. And, like, now, like, I can turn that shit off and on, like, nobody's business. Like, you catch me, like, being goofy, like, on the floor, and then I'll go up on stage and, like, murder that shit. But it's, like, before, like, I was, like, how the fuck do I dance? Yeah. She, like, uh, it, it, feel, it felt so, like, unnatural to be feminine, if mm, that makes sense. Well, Stephanie was saying that, like, a lot of women come into their sexuality. sexuality yes. Yeah. I, I've never felt as like beautiful and as strong and as like sexy and as like feminine as I do now. Yeah. However, like you guys have seen out as in the club. It, it's a lot mentally. Um, like it can be really hard and like not every girl like has like the emotional space to handle it. Like I, I feel like I understand, like I understand why men come into the club. Yeah. And I understand that like to a certain extent, I'm kind of like a sex therapist, like in like, spiritual 
context of it all. Like, but it's like, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, there really be dudes that like just be out of pocket mm. and be doing the most disrespectful things. And it's like, why do you have to do that? You know what I mean? Like, why do you have to like treat me? Like I'm like this, like, object that yeah. like you think you can just like like you think you think that like you can just like pinch my nipples and like grab my pussy mm. and like think that i'm not gonna say anything that's kind I have, of that's kind of like entitled i have a question because i we talked about this recently but like you didn't really give an answer because i just assumed but like do you when you're dancing up on stage and you even when you got guys throwing money at you and shit and like that or you know whatever do you like? Do you really feel like you're the only person in that room? Like, do you just see it as like you're just fucking dancing? It really does. Yourself? It feels like you guys ever like done something that like like, and you can you see yourself getting progressively better at, and it just you feel so in your power, mm-hmm. and it's like imagine that, but it's like the spotlight's on you, mm. and like everyone is looking at you, and it's like this, and like, the music's playing, and the sure. music's playing, the lights are going, and people are throwing money at you, and it's just like. Fuck. Yeah. Like I get I get why girls stay dancing for ten years. Not gonna be me. Yeah. Fuck shit, that we shit. Know. Fuck that shit, but I get it. I get why like like the money's mm-hmm. easy, the money's fast, the schedule's good, like you can work whenever you want, you can travel. Like it's like there's so many perks. You mm-hmm. got like fifty year olds well dancing in the yeah, club. Like, you know? Oh really? Yeah, with with yeah. the pony being you know, owning what she said 38 30, clubs, say, yeah, 30. something like that. You can go anywhere you want. I, no, exactly. And that's the thing. I'm very grateful I started at the Pony because I didn't realize, like, Jerry Westland, like, you can, once you're hired at a Jerry Westland club, you can work at any Jerry club. And I had no idea. And so Mo's like, yeah, like, you can work, like, at any Jerry club because you're already hired at a Jerry club. You're already in the system. Yeah. And I'm like, so you're saying that I can just travel to Jerry clubs? that and like You could be, like, a feature. Mm-hmm. Like I could be a feature and just like f- like travel at Jerry clubs yeah. and like that like that like it's that easy like and she was like yeah like I'm like that's kind of amazing because like like I'm sorry you're not gonna catch me working thought about it multiple times but like they don't have they don't have cameras they don't have cameras bro like you're saying that I am going to go in the in a time room with somebody with no cameras like. I'm not gonna risk oh, so my safety. Like I'm not gonna like risk my safety. Shit back there. I'm not well, gonna risk my safety for like four hundred more dollars. Like you got me fucked up. Like I already deal with enough shit in a safe club that's yeah. like known. Why would I deal with a club that's like? Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like safety's got to be such like a fucking like. I mean, you're already really in a not a vulnerable position, but you've got guys kind I am of in already. A position. Well, yeah. I mean, my yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my ass is spreading my butt cheeks you're against the fucking pool. One million percent of vulnerable position, but you've always got, you've also got these guys that are also in like such an ego high and such like a you know they got this girl right where they you know they've got these things going through their mind. They have like so these like, like things I think that they think yeah. that are going on. Like I feel like the like the male experience of what's going on versus the stripper experience, unless like he's a dude that's been experienced in the club and understands we're here for money. Mm-hmm. And he really likes that girl. Okay. I'm gonna give her my money. Cause I know why she's here, but there really are guys out there that think like, why are you here? I feel like with zero security, mm. that's gotta be one of the most terrifying things well, to do. Has security, but they don't have cameras. They don't, they don't care that girls do extras. They don't care about that prostitution happens in their club. Why mm. would they? Like, yeah. like they don't care. Like that's more money for them. Like I don't, I don't want to put myself in a position to have to say no more than I already have to. Yeah. To mm-hmm. sacrifice what more money? Like, is it is it worth my mental? No. Mm-hmm. And well, it's like you said. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I'm about to like not call you out, but like I I remember one time like me and you were just chilling, like hanging out. We were laying in your bed, and you were like. Nah, God, God. 
at like in my face and I was like, are you good? You're like, I do that sometimes you guys in the club. Like I just tried to just be like, <laughs> okay, no. and then you're like, you want to dance? <laughs> oh, you got, you got, no, I got like, your attention, didn't I, bitch? Come on now. Give me your money. For real, like, sometimes I'll just be like really weird to get their fucking attention and then they'll be like, you know what? You were real. Everyone was like, "Yeah, like I'm not just like this like fucking doll that's gonna sit here and look pretty for you. Like, like I will sit here and look pretty, but I'm a fucking human. Like yeah. I have like emotions and shit, and like it's like I'm not just like this like thing. Yeah, I think like some guys think that we're like not like you know like how like your mom would always be like, you think fairies come in my ass and like clean the kitchen? Like, yeah, I'm not a fucking like mm-hmm. mystical thing that like doesn't actually exist. And like, I, I think it's part of the problem with like like why i don't really love going to the club is like i look around and i see the other guys and i just see like the like in their eyes they're just like yeah these you know this is like it's an object and you know they just look at the women and they're like you know like, i just don't understand it doesn't process in my brain like how a guy could possibly think that way i don't know what the fuck they've been through but yeah. it's like it's also it's like i don't care what you've been through like how could you look at another human being in that regard like i could just see it in there i've seen it so many times so it's like you know just one of those things. I think it's more so the other men in the club rather than the women. If it was just the women dancing in the club, I'm like, fuck it, you do your thing. But it's yeah. like the fact that there is so many men. He who, came and saw me, and this guy was like, you want to see her pink her pink Oh, pussy? my God. No, he was, he was uh, like, <laughs> we were, she was on the stage. I, I, do I sound like that, Tony? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck you. She <laughs> really? Hey, bro, come. No, no. no I'm, I'm, very, swear. I'm very respectful. You promise. I promise. She, I'm like this when I tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, bro, she was on the stage. I love guys like that. They're just like, they're just like. She, well, look, I was doing this. I was doing on, on on Sunday. I was trying to like, she's the the girl is dancing, right? Yeah. And I'm trying to get the doll like where she's kind of close, so she you know, so it's not come back on coming back to me or on the, or on the ground. Right. I do like this. But it would literally come all the way back. So he's like, blowing. What the, so yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm trying to get it up there to her. And he's like. <laughs> Oh, no, there, I went to go like I care about her a lot and I support yeah. her and so and I went there to go support her and I w- she was like I'm about to go up on stage she was like you know she was like if you want to throw money you can you know whatever I was like okay cool so I like you know get up on I get like 20 ones and I I walk up like right on the stage and she's dancing she's kind of like dancing towards me and this guy walks up next to me just like probably like 50 something mm-hmm. years old and he like leans in close and he's like he notices that she's like smiling at me and all stuff he goes. Hey, bro, how much money do you think it will take to get her to show some of that pink meat? And I was like, wow. Uh, wow. And I looked at I was like, yeah, we're not doing that right now. I was like, that's, I was like, I don't think that's happening. I thought he and was going to kill somebody. Yeah, uh, bro, <laughs> I, I was I so mad. I thought that he was going to kill somebody. Like, for real. he, so then he starts like whispering ear and she kind of looks at him like, what? And then like another dude, like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it, but like, you know, some shit. Another happened. dude was like smacking my ass and like, grabbing right my ass titty. To, like, grab it on her titties and shit, like, right in front of me. And I was just looking at it, I was like, I'm kind of used to yeah. it though. It's I like, wasn't I'm like, used to that. He yeah. wasn't. That's but I'm sad. like, I'm like, I'm like, it's bad, but like, I'm like numb to it, yeah. and like that's so bad. That, that's like when I say it out loud like that. No, just yeah. know that you've gotten used to these dudes doing that. You know, like yeah. they shouldn't be doing that at yeah, all. When I saw all. that, I was like, you know, I care a lot about her. So it was like, I was like, the the fuck, you, like you're using yeah. this. She's not a fucking object. So I saw that, and I got real. And I, I, wanted, guess, I, I went up there because like I wanted to see him, like him to see me dance. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I like, loved it. And I wasn't expecting like <laughs> it was not busy that night, so I was like I wasn't getting tipped on stage at all. So I was like I was like I'm not expecting anybody to, like tip me besides. I him. started that. And then shit. of course two guys, <laughs> like three guys, come on by stage and want to tip me also while I just like yeah. while he's there and I'm just like but, I'm like fuck like I'm used to this like I'm numb to it like that's not the healthiest thing but he's not. He's seen this, like he, you know. What it I mean? was, it was one of those things where it's like I've been always been told my entire life, like 
there's one time like I remember I was working at like Steak and Shake, um, and like there there would always be times where like shit happened in front of me that I didn't like, and yeah. people would always walk up to me and be like, "Kale, watch your fucking face," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "Bro, the look of disgust on your face, the look <laughs> yeah. of anger." So, so I didn't. I've learned throughout the years that I do have a very <clears throat> bad trait of like I can't hide my emotions on my face. And she told me afterwards, like, I thought I was just chilling there sitting. And I was like thinking all these things. But she was like, yeah, I straight up thought you were going to, like, murder someone <laughs> there. I was like, I'm not bad. I did not know that. It, yeah. Like my so my ex, like s- dancing became a problem. Yeah. But it's like he wasn't working. So it's like, why is dancing an issue when you're not working? And he'd be like, well, you're dancing on men. It's like for <laughs> dancers, you- for dancers, like I'm not seeing her like wop. You know, like yeah. dancing, like, oh my God, like this is like, I'm just like, no, like, it's like, I don't like the dancing on men aspect of it. It's really not my mm. favorite thing mm. in the entire world, honestly. Like every time I ask, sometimes it's bad, but when I ask a dude for a dance, I'm like, I hope he says no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a, I think a little part of me is like, you're kind of gross. And, yeah. ugly and, and I know it's one of those stinky. things where it's like a lot of women, if they feel like they, it's like, if they felt like there was any other avenue to make that much money. Like they would fucking do like they would they don't it's like you don't go into dance and you're like, yeah, this is my call. Like this is what I want. I'm sure there are women like that for sure. It makes me sad because there's a lot of girls and a lot of dancers in general that are like in abusive relationships and like they kind of come to work to like be away from. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a lot of girls like will have like abusive pimps. A lot of girls will have pimps that like they can't leave or like they're like romantically attached to and they beat them or like they'll be in abusive relationships and they don't know that they dance. They don't know where they dance. Like there's a lot of moms who are like single moms who like they dance because it's like they have to dance. You know what I mean? Like that is like the money to do like like to get what you need you know what i mean like it's sometimes it's like it's not always like i want to dance on men it's like no like circumstantially i needed this money and now i'm in it and now my bills like are dancer bills you know what i mean like they're not just like nine to five like server job bills like it's like fuck it is easy to get into that month i know that when i started doing roofing i went from like serving to roofing it's like i made i make you know way more money than i did and there is plenty of times where i feel fucking stuck because it's like well you know it is definitely true the more money you make the more money you spend you you spend the money you make so it's like you know i bought like this you know nice ass car and i have it's a 600 you know a month note and you've got this you know heavy insurance and you've got all these things that you bought that you're financing and shit like that so it's like you can for sure get stuck in this mindset when you get like a good job like that, even if you hate it yeah. where it's like, fuck, I can't go back. I feel like, we, like, I feel I like will... we sound like we're in our twenties right yeah. now. We <laughs> well, sound like we sound like we're in our twenties. I just well, know we do. It's kind of like when a lot of my friends that left the service industry mm-hmm. and then got like jobs at FedEx and stuff like that, working nine to five mm-hmm. and they're making like say, fucking 50 hours a week. Let's like just shit say, they don't yeah, do. let's just say they're making eight, $800 a week after tax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They work one or two shifts. They're making a thousand bucks. Exactly. You know, it's just like it's the money is you get addicted to the it's money. It's so addicting, right? And it just becomes that's that's. And, and like, even if well, you fuck, even if it drains the fucking life out of you, and you feel like you absolutely hate this job, it's like at the end of the day, it's like what fucking option do I? You know, it's like you feel like you know, you're. Like, like, I guess I could be like, oh, I'll be a male stripper. Yeah. You know, but like, <laughs> you, you like, know how to dance, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, I know how to dance. Like, I can move my fucking hips, but like, <laughs> I mean, I gotta bulk up a little bit before I start male <laughs> stripping. But like, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, 
you know, what avenues do you have at that point once you get something that you hate, but like pay so well. So I feel like that's part of the yeah. huge issue. Um, probably just in this country where it's like you get, you know, you get these nice jobs, but like it drains the fucking life out of you. But it's like, well, now I'm stuck. Cause what am I going to do? Go back to something that I like that pays, you know, fucking, you know, nine an hour. I mean, yeah. like, that's yeah. what I want. I, that's, I want to go like after I do my astrology school and like, um, become a certified astrologer and like do readings. I want to cut down my dancing. Like, even if that means cutting down my lifestyle because it's like, it's that draining. It's mm. that exhausting. It's that like, fuck. Like, I can't this imagine is what I'm dealing that. with. Like you're yeah. saying that I'm dealing with guys pulling my panties over to see my butthole. And I, that's what I'm dealing with. I yeah. don't want to do this. <laughs> I, I know you like them too, but I can't imagine the hours. Like the, I, I'm not a night owl at all. I like, I do like waking up in the morning. I like doing that. So it's like the hours too. Like it's you know. sometimes it's hard. Like sometimes I like the, like the, I get home at like four in the morning and like t- take my time and see the sunset. I mean, sunrise. And then like, I like go to sleep, but then sometimes I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it's three p.m. Everything's like, closed. Yeah. yeah, it's like this you? shit sucks. And then sometimes like you're like, damn, it's only one a.m. The fuck, yeah. it's nice to pick up, you know. And she's actually she's you know she says it helps her, but like I I did read a study and I feel every time I've done it, I feel so much more depressed every time I wake up at like one p. You know, it's like when I sleep in, and I wake up way later, I'm just like. Fuck, like half, especially during this time of the year when it gets dark at five. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, I've got three hours of sunlight, you know? So, yeah, I definitely I don't think we're designed to like be off of what the sun, sunrise and sunset. That's why I try not, I like, I'm trying to cut down to like only three days a week. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, we're definitely not, what's the word for nocturnal? Nocturnal. We're definitely yeah. not nocturnal. Like, some people will say, like, studies show that, you know, but, I mean, if you think about it logically, like, we're not nocturnal aliens. We don't have fucking night vision, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like that. So, it's like, uh, I feel like we're designed to wake up with the sun yeah. and, you know, go to sleep probably at fucking, like, eight or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But I also heard something that said that you're supposed to take, like, four-hour naps throughout the day and then have, like, I heard that study. Mm-hmm. Women, that, like, you're so- women, it's better for women because, like, our cycle is, like, in increments of four hours oh okay instead of like the male body but like the the way that our like system is built is like misogynistic because it's like built on the male species fucking men do you fucking, do you only do men. the podcast Mm-mm. what else do you do i do it work i work I for a company that. called dealer track uh anytime you buy a car they send the paperwork to us and okay. then we have people that scan it in i just monitor the systems do you enjoy it no I, yeah, so everybody that I've ever met in IT, I mean, I have a lot of clients that work in IT. Yeah. And I shit you not, like, every single one of them, like, somehow the job gets brought I don't get jobs brought up a lot, but, like, when I have clients who are IT that I meet at the door and stuff, they always seem to talk about, they're like, dude, it's it's draining the life out of me. Well, like, it's I like you're always the problem until something happens. Like, okay, you yeah. like, they don't ever think about you until something bad happens, and then it's like, it's your fault. Why is something happening? Exactly. I mean, uh, my job is I just I introduce the problem. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like, you, you don't know holes here. Yeah, but you don't know shit about your roof. But it's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm I'm gonna let you know right now. Your insurance has your roof, and that like, God fucking yeah. damn it, my insurance. You know, so it's like I kind of introduce the problem, which also sucks. Like that's that's another thing that gets into my head. It's like I'm li- my job is literally to introduce you to a problem <laughs> in your life. Um, I mean, I try to solve it, but like I get that where it's like IT guys, it's like you get a phone call. Every time it's like somebody shit's fucked up, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, so 
That sucks. Yeah. You just fi- you're, you're the fixer. Have you always, I am the have fixer. you always been the fixer in life? Like when it comes to like general things, like have you just been like the person that puts things back together kind of? Yeah. Yeah. And then my son here always has some type of issue where I have <laughs> right. to help him out. Like he I can never you. figure you anything out. You have to out. baby him. Sometimes you listen, Capricorn gather, yeah, mm, but really they're like, that's <laughs> I mean, like, they're actually hey, big that's baby. okay because i'm like hey i can't figure this out like these hoodies like, that's, that's like in, the, in the in the how you're seen on like from the world like you're hard but in an intimate relationship you're very soft that's another thing it's got to seem like being like it is like i feel like computer issues and shit like that like that's such a common issue so it's like you probably are the guy who's like every time your friend has an issue, they call you up and you're like, God oh, damn it! Yeah. You're like, God damn it! I'm not, I'm not getting paid for this shit. Yeah. Like, I'm not working right now. So, luckily with roofing, it's like nobody gives a fuck about the roof. So it's like, <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't get random phone. And if I do get a random phone call, it's like, fuck yeah, that's a deal. Yeah. But for you, it's like, oh, I'm just gonna go fix my friend's fucking yeah. MacBook that sucks anyway. You know? Or, or for you, it's like, hey, a tree fell through my house. Um, can you go put a tarp up for me, please? <laughs> yeah. No, it does. It does get annoying. But are you so? This is probably one of the most uninteresting things, but are you a MacBook or an Android or a uh, PC, PC guy? PC. Okay. Actually, I did buy a Mac for this though, like for it's, the podcast. It's but. amazing for, I have a, I mean, it's amazing for, I feel like stuff like this or art or anything like that. Yeah. But I did, when I was in college, I had a lot of friends that were in engineering and the engineering professors, they would, you know, like one of the first things they would write in their like syllabuses or whatever. It was like for the, if you ever bring a fucking MacBook into my class, like, like because half of their programs don't run on Macs, so they're like without a doubt like i do not want to see a mac in my <laughs> class um because i feel like it just doesn't support half of the software yeah um but yeah so i i, I do generally my boss and i have a huge rivalry like every single time anything with our phone is slightly messed up he's like oh fucking apple and i'm like oh <laughs> android you suck you're poor i prefer uh yeah. Apple phones. Well, I hate anybody with a Android phone because you get stuck in a group message with them. Fuck you, you can never. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck you. you. No. No. Fuck you. You know what? Fuck, I think she has an iPhone the, though. No. No. no fuck has, the Android people. Oh, sorry. Okay. My like, bad. My like, bad. I'm like, my I'm, bad. I'm, I'm uh, into it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you. Like, I you fucking have a, hate cannot you. stand that. Especially when I get in a group message with people who won't shut the fuck up. I cannot yeah. leave the message. I like literally try to figure out how the fucking I get out of this thing without yeah. being rude or mean. You just block so it. I had an old crew of guys that worked for me and we always had these group chats through text. And um, I, my old guys, we had like six of them, but all of us miraculously had uh, apples. So we could name the group chat, you know, all the texts were in blue, which is nice. You yes. know, it's like <laughs> yes. all that shit. So it was like everything was like great. And now I have three guys that work under, under my crew, but they all have Androids. Ugh. And, you know, when they send me like a location, you know, they can't send me a location. They can't FaceTime when they're on, you know, when they need a question or something like that, or they can't, um, it's just so fucking inconvenient. And I'm like, I'm like, all right. And their, their whole thing is like, we can communicate with each other. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You don't have an (laughs) app or you haven't, you know, like conformed to my needs. So, um, I do think Apple is 10 times more convenient. It's just, yeah, it's just. Everything's on the same playing field. I was actually there when the first Apple store opened. Oh, wow. In really? Alto. That's I was, awesome. I was there. It was really a cool experience. Like, my parents were in line buying the iPhone 3. Not the 3G, guys. The 3. Oh, man. Wow. The, the 3. 3G was my first iPhone. Yeah, 3G. That thing was fat that yeah it's like she dick she was thick <laughs> <laughs> i started i was like eight when the first iphone came out i think and uh, i know it's weird i know i'm sorry but uh i, I, remember, I was born in 01 
Yeah. Oh, but I'm sorry. I was uh <laughs> I remember my mom got it and we thought it was like the best thing in the fucking best things in sliced bread. Like uh, you know, amazing. Yeah. It's like now if you were to look at an iPhone I don't even remember what it looks like. It looks like an Android or like an app or what is it? Um uh fucking the a brick? A brick, brick yeah, just a brick. If you looked at it, it's like, you know, it's just absolutely shitty. So it's like, I mean, it is it does make me think all the time about like what what's gonna be out in ten oh, years from yeah, now. I mean, you know, it's like we won't even have phones. We're gonna have little like devices that like yeah. project a screen well, up and like you just like type that would be really there. cool. It's like a total like, recall where they have like a little skeleton like metal thing in your hand mm-hmm. and it's like you just like do that and like you know, it's speak like with you people. know like oh not Blade Runner. Is it Blade Runner? Yeah, I mean, with um, the guy from Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah it's Blade Runner. Is it Blade Runner, bro? That that movie is based in 2019. Oh, did they redo yeah. that? Yeah, that with, movie's uh, based in 2019. They redid you know? with Ryan Gosling too, right? Yeah, they, they did redid that. it. It's like yeah. 2069. It's actually really fucking. Good. One is of, it really? One of the Jetsons. You know, showed the Jetsons. Yeah. One of the. I think it's uh the uncle. He's born in two days. Are you he's serious? Con- he's con- oh, sorry. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's born in two days. He'll wow. be born. So, like, I read that and I was like, "Holy shit!" Because I did actually. I, I mean, I know I'm young, but yeah. like, as I grew up, my parents showed me like old Scooby Doo. I watched Popeye. I watched The Jetsons. I watched Flintstones. Something yeah. like that. So it's like when I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, it's so fucking cool!" And like, you watch like Back to the Future, and like it was based in <laughs> I think 2015 was when it was based. I, have a I think that was when it was. How, yeah. yeah it was based- how young are we? Like from like the things that we're talking about. <laughs> From y'all y'all, don't, perspective. y'all don't come off as young. I mean, y'all look young, obviously, but yeah. you don't come off as like, like we are able to have a conversation for as long as we've been talking. Yeah, I mean, Stephanie it's... said it like this the other day. She's like, you know, a lot of guys come to the club because, you know, like say like a fifty-five, sixty-year-old guy mm-hmm. will come to the club, and he'll be able to talk to a girl in the club, whether she wants to talk to him or not. She'll still talk to him. Because like it's like a safe place for him. You no, know, exactly. Now if he try to do that outside somewhere, they'd be like, "Get this creep away from me," kind of thing. You I know, know like, like like there are a lot of people who they just want somebody to talk to. Yeah. They're lonely. They're depressed. They're sad. They 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 don't get enough affection at home. Mm-hmm. Like they just want someone to like be there. Yeah. And I feel like every generation also like even now that are being born and stuff, even now that are being born and stuff like, you know, even our generation, we're in the information era. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't, you know, we could sound very, very young compared to y'all and stuff, but it's also, it's like, I think we're so overloaded with information. So like, you know, we're constantly getting stuff like that. Like we're forced to be educated and we're forced to like be knowledgeable about how to conversate with other people. I mean, maybe not because like Something social like- media, you know, it's training a lot of people to not, converse with people face to face but yeah when it comes to like maturity levels and stuff like that like a lot of it is like we're introduced to so many things that we're forced to be mature or forced to be the complete opposite you know with all the knowledge that we have so you can go either way with it what do y'all think about the who metaverse thing that they got going on talk about it um like do you think that like that's gonna be the thing like it's basically like the whole oculus where you're in uh so the weird thing about metaverse is metaverse um it's so it's based off actually off of a book. I forget what it. I think the book's called Metaverse. Mm. But in the book, basically, um, I don't like he had to have done this on purpose because it's the only reference of Metaverse uh, in like culture, subculture anywhere. Uh, it's a book about basically what he's doing, where it's a social media 
where you go into a virtual reality and you can escape from real life, but you escape from real life to get away from like the corporatism and all of the real life things and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the book is about how the metaverse itself becomes the exact same thing that real life is. Oh. So people can't escape any way whatsoever. And how they does feel time like, work in the metaverse? Um, it, so, I mean, I don't, so it's like, I, don't, I think it's the same, but is it's it? like you go in there to try to escape reality, but of course, corporatism and businesses and stuff like that, like anything that exists, they're going to take over. Yeah. So I don't know what, so it's a huge controversial thing where it's like, why would, you know, Mark Zuckerberg go with that name mm -hmm. because it's the only time in, you know, history that it's been referenced. Metaverse is literally a book about how it corporatism takes over also the virtual reality world. And so it's like, there's no escape from corporatism. Yeah. And they that's were, what the entire book's about. And he named his entire program off of that. So yeah. I'll let you speak. And that's okay. We were talking about like uploading the consciousness to like, like another like program, like that's like, so cool. I don't think so. I I think that if like you were to like be like, okay, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna upload my conscious onto like this digital program and like live forever. Yeah. What the fuck? So the, the it's fuck? not like that you die and go into it. It's no, that like, you're it's like, you wanna live forever and then when you're in that state when your your conscious is uploaded, there's no temple or there's no body keeping you from like living forever. So that at that point, whenever you decide, like, okay, I've had enough, I want my consciousness to stop or cease, you have the option to. So it's like you no longer have the fear of death. So the idea is that um, when you're in that world, how will that affect your morality, your decision-making, stuff like that, if you no longer have the fear of death, if you know you can live forever in that yeah. world? So it's like it's one of those things. I think it will be a social experiment if we fighting, ever are able to do that. fighting, like, the natural order. Is that not what, what we've done ever since we've discovered like computers and science and AI and stuff? Like we yeah, are but fighting like, you're the not natural like, order. You're not like fighting like the physical natural order. Like we got crazy meta. I'm sorry. Oh no, I you're good. Say, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I think you're. I think you're kind of right because like cause modern medicine has made us live longer than we would have if there wasn't for medicine and stuff like that. I mean, what was, what was the life expectancy a hundred years ago? It was yeah. like it was like probably in the fifties or something. You know, it's like. And now for women, it's like 78 and for men, it's like 74. Yeah. You know, it's like we've, and I think even now what they're saying is people that are born today um, are expected to live until like 125. Oh, I did, we, I did see that. That's insane. Yeah, and that is insane, dude. That's Can you insane. imagine that? Like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, I don't, years. with global warming my and all that shit, hurts. like, I don't think so. But, you know, <laughs> so, you know, I told you that my roommate, he's 58 and him and I actually had a, he's, he's getting to like very depressive episodes lately where he's, you know, he's like, I don't know if I've done enough with my life or, I'm, you know, mm -hmm. he's just getting to that point of his life. And, um, I had a conversation with him yesterday where I was saying like, honestly, like, there are all these really cool things happening right now. Like they're building this telescope that's going to come out that basically can see so far out that it can see through time. And theoretically it'll be able to see the beginning of the big bang. That's oh, how wow. powerful this telescope is that NASA's building. And I was like, the idea that shit like that's happening, like in your lifetime is awesome. But I also think you're going to dip right before shit gets worse. You know, yeah. it's like, I think that it'll be my generation in, my children before me and stuff like that, that really are going to see the repercussions of global warming. And, you know, like, like, like what's the, uh, like nuclear, you know, like real war scenarios and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like, 
I think for us, it really is just going to get scary from here. And it's like with progression comes men. I think the world is ending. Yeah. It's like, it comes like men who get so much money and so much power that they're like, I could fucking end it right now. You know, it's like, so it's like, what what are the chances that one person pushes the button in my lifetime? You know, the world so. is definitely ending. Well, maybe that's why uh, they all Z- want to go to Mars. Zuck, uh, Zuck and uh, no, Bez- Zuck. I, mean, I mean Bezos and, and Elon. And what's the guy's name from Elon? Vir- Virgin oh, Records. Richard Branson. Re- they try to figure out how to get to Mars. Well, that's like, like a they, huge theory. Yeah. Is that like they're like you know? It's like why the fuck are all these billionaires building spaceships and stuff like that? It's like. Because they know that we got to get the fuck off yeah. of this rock. Like, they know that we got to start colonizing shit. Um, and it's it's just one of those things. Like, I think that's also a big reason why billionaires don't give a fuck about, like, um, carbon emissions and stuff like that. And, like, you know, just pumping shit in our atmosphere and dumping mm-hmm. shit in our rivers and stuff like that. It's because, like, you know, one, like, Donald Trump, Elon Musk, all, you know, all those guys, they're not going to live long enough to see the repercussions of it, mm-hmm. but they're going to live long enough to reap the benefits yeah. of right. it right now. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's really scary because we have no power in it, but they do. And for some fucking reason, they're trying to get off of this rock, yeah. you know, and they're going to take leave all the, you know, like everyday, ordinary, you know, roofing jobs, podcasts, you know, all that shit. Like we're the ones that are going to be left. So. It's like that movie Breach with fucking... Um Bruce Willis, we watched. Oh yeah, Remember they that left fucking Earth? terrible. <laughs> That's another terrible ass movie. We Jeez. used to review terrible movies on Tuesdays, and really? uh, that was one of the movies we reviewed. So we're doing one. I guess we're going to release it next Tuesday, I guess. And like mm-hmm. it's um, it's called Santa Claus or something, yeah, whatever, yeah. right? It's got it's got a wrestler as the main actor. Santa Claus mm-hmm. the premise is. Santa Claus is now bad, so he's going around killing people and stuff like that. And I actually watched it uh, yesterday, okay. and dude, it's so bad. Like you can <laughs> you can sit there and watch it, but if if I wasn't watching it on my phone, like I, I would have been really mad. I'd pay seven dollars to watch it in the movie theater or ten dollars. Is it worse than Santa Jaws? No. What? No, oh, man. Santa, we got Santa Jaws, that's a thing? Yeah. yeah. Have y'all heard of Velocipaster? Yeah, yes. we watched yeah. that. Was <laughs> that movie, yeah. oh, that's like, notoriously. <laughs> have y'all heard of um, Birdemic? Yeah, we, we watched two. one and two. One and one two. And, two. Yeah. and then um, there's, I mean, The Room. Y'all are such dudes. Y'all, the Room, <laughs> the the room, room is of, actually good. No, I, so I watched, uh, I've never seen The Room, but I've seen um, the room? Disaster Artist. Oh, that's and, really good. Oh, my God. I, I, I like, I abs- I went into like I'm not even I should you know like a week long binge into researching Tommy Wiseau's life. <laughs> like, I was like, no one knows where he's from. Every time they mention it in an uh, interview, where they're like, you know, like where are you from? He's like, oh, it's just a little bit. <laughs> like, no, like the room is like it's like a it, it feels like an acid trip when you watch yeah. it. Like you're just like, what the fuck? No, is this I yeah. it's you know I've been an actor for since I was in like sixth grade, so it's like watch it. There's scenes that I watch in it. You know the the scene where he walks into the shop and he's like, he's like, oh hello puppy, I'm here to get, and then she's like, <laughs> yeah. you're my favorite customer. Yeah. Like as he's walking, it's 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 one of the. Have y'all seen Squid Game? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know the American actors in it, they're English speaking actors in it. They have the masks on and shit towards the end. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah the, VI, the VIPs, the yeah. rich guys. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, were those not? Was that not some of the worst acting you've yeah, ever seen? Really bad. Like, it was and pretty bad. every I like I talk to people about it, and they're like, "Oh, and I'm like, no, there's no way you could see past that. Some of the, I don't know how it got. I mean, I guess it was a foreign director, so they wouldn't know to give the notes for it. But it's yeah. easily some of the worst acting I've ever seen. I thought so, yeah, that I thought was very. The, odd I thought the cop part. was going to be sucking some dick. 
<laughs> I thought he was gonna be like, you know what? Yeah, well, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Right. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go through with it. And then he made the rich guy, you know, suck the barrel. So that was good. No, I thought Squid Game was amazing. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. The only reason I watched it was for the memes. It was written by Gemini. So I was trying to figure out what the memes were. Really? I, yeah. I should, every, like, mention a random person and she'll tell you what what their sign is. Oh, let's see here. All right, let's let's start easy. Bill Gates. I I haven't looked up. Elon Musk. (laughs) I don't know that either. God damn it. This is really bad, dude. I don't know. Warren Buffett. No, I'm talking about like celebrities. I look up, I look up, like, I look up like musicians. Oh, like, and, uh, like Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. He's a Leo. Oh, Leo, Leo, huh? Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. I don't know. You don't know Jimmy. No, Hendrix. like new people. Oh, new people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Zach Efron. The Rock. A Taurus. He's a Taurus. Okay. He's a triple Taurus, I think, actually. What does that mean? So he's like a Taurus sun, moon, and rising. Oh, I, he's like a dominant man? He Taurus. <laughs> he's a bull. He's a bull. I mean, he's a bull. Is that he has that tattoo on his arm? He's a bull. I mean, uh, okay. right? Like, pretty bull. No, the yeah. only reason I said this is because, like, I'll be, you know, she'll be, like, in my car and I'll listen to a song. And it's an artist that I didn't even know people listen to. And she'll be like, oh, do you know he's a Scorpio with the same moon sign as you and the same <laughs> this and that? And I'm like, what the I do fuck? do that. You got to meet Katie. You're gonna, like, we got to introduce you to Katie. Like, I know. Probably. Let me see. Like. Kendrick, Kanye, Doja, SZA. Um, I know like like a lot of I know a good <coughs> amount of actors and actresses. I like to look up like the people who write things. Taylor Swift. Like a lot of people. She's a sag with a Scorpio moon. I like to look up like the like what people like like the writers of things. Oh, okay. And like when was something released? Like what was the what was the sign that like this was released mm. in? Like for example, uh, Originals is written by a Gemini, and it's a very like very like communicative like the way it's like written is just like very like wordsy play on words and it was released in libra season and the whole show is about family and libra represents family and it's a released in what libra is the show originals it's just like a vampire show like, oh okay it's just like it's just like a small example like it, it's really nerdy of me yeah. to like yeah. hey if that's what you like that's what you like so you know Kind of to go back a little bit on like the movie thing. How do y'all feel about the like Steven Seagal like <laughs> movie? You know, like that whole like genre of. I think it's its own fucking genre, dude. Like, yeah, he he's definitely something because he took over the nineties. He like every movie was a Steven Seagal movie. I just think him it's, or John Claude Van Damme. I just think it's insane <clears throat> that he went from like this this like you know skinny white guy that was in these like action films to like. This like spray tan fat <laughs> dude who like was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like yeah. in every movie he was who in like the sign who wrote signs M Night Shyamalan I, I like his stuff yeah I like yeah his it's stuff. good I like M Night Shyamalan stuff. I thought for years it, I know it's um I forget uh, you know uh, Sam Raimi wrote the original Spider Man movies mm-hmm. but for some reason I got Sam Raimi and M Night Shyamalan confused so mm-hmm. for years I was telling people I was like yeah no M Night Shyamalan wrote this, the original Spider Man movies and they're like. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. And they're like, white boy on. Yeah, yeah, I think you're wrong about white that boy. one, dog. Um, yeah, are y'all excited for the new Spider-Man? I think it's gonna I'm be really not, good. He's a superhero person. It's gonna be good. You're you don't like Batman? Marvel? Are you excited? Yeah, for it's Batman? gonna be really good. I don't care about that stuff. I mean, I'll watch some of them, but I don't keep it up with like he, he like like he you. was talking about something one day, like the back story of something. I can't remember. You were talking about something like people from Spider-Man. I can't remember who it was. It was some people I can't remember. But I was like, what the fuck are you I've accidentally about? touched this ass so many times. 
<laughs> I got that for his birthday, and he never used that it. That was like one of the when is we it, walked in, you were like, when we walked in, you were I mean, like, I, is it no, fuckable? No, it does. I mean, look at the thing. I didn't realize it was gonna be. Can I like touch it? Yeah, I didn't realize it was gonna be that small. I no, I it's kind of pedo. Big ones, like oh, I no the first. So when you and you introduced this thing, you're like, come on in. You saw me. You're like, I'm gonna just get some things ready, and we walk in, and she was like, she's pointing, she's like. Okay. It has, it has, like, it has yeah. some. It has some weight to it. Like a little. And no, it does. I, yeah, like anytime people come over for do work on the house, I always forget it's in here, and they're probably like, "What the fuck it? are these people doing?" I think so. And it's people have touched so it. Small. And it's, like our friend threw it on the ground one day. It's so dirty. That's why it's so dirty there. now. Have y'all seen Dave? Yes. <laughs> yeah. This reminds me of Dave. That yeah. is like. It was so surprisingly one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's like, really good. Season two is absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah. But because. But I was like, I mean, little dickies, whatever. But like watching the show and this, this just reminds me. Yeah, of course. That's how he didn't watch it. But I was telling about the ants in the fucking fleshlight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the when he fucked the thing and then he kept in his closet. And his girlfriend, like, she's like, he like, so he she couldn't make him finish because like she was get. He's like a very silent like sex type. Like he doesn't want to speak or anything, so he couldn't like come. So. She was like getting really into it. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," but he didn't. He didn't. He can only nut to a Drake poster. (laughs) (laughs) So he. So he had this like giant like it's like just the legs, and he like you know puts lube inside and like fucks this doll thing. Is that like season one? Huh? Is that season one? That's yeah, season that's one. season one. And I'm going to so, watch this show. Yeah, What's so called like, Dave? Dave, it's, I swear to God, it's so good. But he like... Put it in my queue. You know, she's like laying in bed and he like goes in and he's like fucking this thing. She's like, I got to pee. And he's like, oh no. And he like puts the bathroom and she like walks in and it falls out. She's like, what the fuck is that? And it's just like this like butt pussy thing that like yeah. falls out of the... <laughs> I should have bought you that. Bro, the, Well, your the, birthday's coming up. Yeah. Thank please you. watch Dave. You will talk about it on a future episode. You'll be like, this is the most, you know, it's surprisingly so good. Yeah, it's really good. I'm going to watch that originals. I got, yeah, I just saw that. I I just pulled it up. For my birth, do you know what Cameo is? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so for my birthday, Rob, my roommate, actually got me a Cameo from um, Gata. Oh, Because I I, I love Dave so much. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I got a Cameo from him, and it was, like, fucking awesome. We got Um, one from, who was it? Chris Henson. Yeah, Chris Hansen from To Catch, to catch a Predator. A predator. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So we did it. As, I used to binge watch that. Dude, I was like, well, these people. I mean, like, how do you not know that you're getting set up? Like, I mean, how do you, how are you taking pizza? In like all kinds of like. Because like they're that, they're that in it. it they're like, they're, I mean, I they're, that, they're, they're, they're that fucked up. Predators yeah. aren't watching To Catch a Predator. Yeah, it's like yeah. happening. <laughs> they're oblivious. I mean, unfortunately, it's probably happening right now to somebody. They yeah. think, yeah. no, yeah. Predators think that like they're normal mm. predators rapists people who prey on girls young boys anything like that they think that like that's normal like they're, like to them they're like i'm not doing anything wrong do you think that not making excuses for them but do you think that probably happened to them more than yes. likely yes it's, i think it's got to so. stem some from early on to. trauma yeah. or like to. or it's either like they were like abused but, sexually or they were like well, repressed or you look at stories like ted bundy where like he had literally the mm. ideal childhood everything was perfect everything was right but but he grew up to be like sick and dem- you know i think it could also just be a mental disorder yeah. from birth. like well, something something isn't connected narcissists yeah. they say narcissists are made sociopaths are uh born um made and then psychopaths are born mm. like they like like psychopaths like there's just something like lacking in their brain like they don't 
register the fucked up shit that they do. Yeah. Sociopaths have a really like terrible childhood. Narcissists aren't given the love that they they needed in their childhood. So it's like those are created, but a, a psychopath is like born like that. That kid was gonna be crazy regardless. Yeah. Like he was killing birds. You know, like he was gonna be crazy. That's true. Like, like <laughs> you do see, you know, like I guess when you look at like murder documentaries and shit like that. I love. Uh, you know Netflix like yeah. American documentary I'm, I'm fucking watching it like I don't know why it intrigues me so much I feel kind of guilty for watching it because I'm like I'm giving too much attention to you know it's like I keep bringing him up but my roommate he said he has a daughter who's like 26 now mm-hmm. and he was I told him I was like please watch the Ted Bundy tapes it's so fucking good and he said he was like I got through a couple like 20 minutes of the first episode and he's like I couldn't watch it because I have a fucking daughter. Yeah. He's like, I can't get through that shit. Like, you know, the idea of that, a man doing that to women, you know, young women, stuff like that. He's like, I can't get through that. So, yeah. you know, it's, it, but it is one of those things where it's like, I guess you see early on, um, they are like killing fucking birds and squirrels and stuff that they just find. And they like are massacring them and stuff. So it's like, I guess it is a, born trait yeah so how do you because he didn't touch his wife or anything like that right so he was just killing random women yeah that's so weird like how do you just like okay this woman's okay but that well he is so in the ted bundy tapes it says at the end that he admitted that it he blamed pornography for it so he said he was like the reason for it is he was like i was introduced to pornography and it gave me this sick he did literally look at women as like less Mm mm-hmm my theory on it is that maybe she didn't treat him like every other woman did where it was like, cause he was beautiful. You know, he's a good looking man. So yeah. it was like, maybe women were like flaunting at him and saying, but like maybe the one woman who didn't give him that, like was just like, ah, yeah. dude, you know, whatever. Maybe he was seeking like real intimacy from her, but any woman that he viewed as like lesser or weaker or anything mm. like that, maybe that's what, you know, there was a demonic side to that. I have a question. Yes. What are these books? So I saw this book like online somewhere. This is the butt book. The yeah. butt book. And I ordered it on Amazon. The pussy and I book. thought it was gonna be a big a- I thought it was gonna be a big book. But then it wasn't. It's <laughs> a big book. That's and a then, tiny penis on oh. the cover. <laughs> and then <laughs> Oh shit. I found the I found the original. I have the bigger ones in the living room. But then I found that's what I'm talking about. I get obsessed about stuff. And then I found the 3D book, so I bought it's the 3D book. But yeah, this shit's interesting. I do. I love the vintage. When it, I do. Yeah. I've always because, like I said, my mom always raised She's me to believe movie. that like birth and all that stuff is beautiful. I've always viewed, and I've been in dance. I've seen plenty of shows where it's like I did silk aerials. I did silk aerials oh, with someone shit, that really? was completely naked once, and it's like she, you know, I've seen plenty of shows where people were butt ass naked the whole yeah. time. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like a lot of people view it as like taboo or weird or whatever, but I don't see it that like I, you know, with my partner or whatever, I have absolutely no problem with walking around the room naked and stuff like that, or like them walking around the room naked. Cause I purely see the human body as like, yeah. there's a penis book. <laughs> yeah. I purely see it as like, it's art, you know, it's life, it's whatever. So they got like, some big dicks in that book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at that book. Cause I'm like, what quit, the fuck? I oh, really have a picture of you. Looking quit at looking it. at that book, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you could be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I was just like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Oh well, uh, god! <laughs> Let me see. Like, yeah, it's. I don't think you. There's some schlongs in there. That's not natural. <laughs> <laughs> he he paid for that. Oh my god! It's up. It's like full. It's kind of it's kind of beautiful. 
They have hairy pussies. Oh, there's a bunch of that. So, like, honestly, how do men? That's I'm that's not like. It's like. It's good. I'm not too far off, right? So, like, <laughs> question: How many people who have done like been to strip clubs? Like, why? Okay, what do? You, okay, I get like why do you go to a strip club? Yes, I get that, but like. What about like the like throwing the money and like getting a dance and like knowing that you can't have sex with her? Like, why? Why do men go? I go I because think, you begged me to. I think maybe a lot of guys go. You actually go, told me that you were gonna come with your friend. I did not ask you to that night. Damn, he didn't, he didn't come with me. He didn't come with me because you. I think a lot of I people. Did not beg you. Why, why, didn't, why like, didn't he come? I didn't beg you. He had a like a sinus infection. He was like, I think it was part of the problem that it was like she was like you know with me and stuff at the time. It was like. He was like, I don't really. He was just like, I'm not. Yeah, I think it was a part of the thing. It was like, I'm not trying to see like you know, all the you know. That's like okay, like like our buddy Eubank, his girl used to dance at the Gold Club, and we went up there one day, and Raul's like, I can't look at her. Yeah, it was just kind of weird. (laughs) Like she's very attractive. It's one of those things where it's like, this is the bro code. You can't do that shit. Like I got to turn away. Um, But you know. Is what it is. Yeah. What's this place? It used to be a bar uh, over yeah. by Highland and then on Bill Street, right? No, that's the... Double J. That, that's where... That's downtown, across from Max. Oh, I'm thinking about Double Deuce. Double, double, yeah, Double Deuce. <clears throat> that was like a steakhouse or something. Mm. Mm. I didn't know we had You said that there's cup. a steakhouse down in um, Florida. Oh, yeah, so there's that, this... Uh, like It's like a steakhouse slash gentleman's club that me and my roommate want to go dance at is it like what part of florida is it orlando oh okay see that to me that sounds appealing like i i mean just going to a strip club doesn't sound like yeah of course i mean but like going to eat steak and like <laughs> i've been told like, like i'm like more like tits. a gentleman's club like because i'm like i dress classier yeah like, I, I dress classy like i wear like lingerie and i don't i don't know like i'm a they say i'm classier but i'm just like I, I, i'm just me you're not like, ratchet yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with like the girls who are like the big lashes and fake titties and a BBL. Like, kudos. do a lot of girls have BBLs now? They do. Really? Yeah. When I walked in there, I saw quite a few that I was like, yeah, obvious. You know, there's there's BBLs. There's boob, fake boobs are normal. Like, like, and they tell girls that like they're real. Does the BBL like, like, feel like, real? I don't know. I've never had one. I've heard no. I've heard that like. Is I've it heard cold? plenty of guys that say like I don't like fake tits because it, feel, it feels feels like plastic. Like, feel yeah. like this. Like they just feel hard. Or it's like I've heard that it's like my, even like when you get like really really good, you know, a surgeon on it or whatever, like it's still plastic. You know, yeah. it's still you still got, you know, it's not natural so yeah. it doesn't feel like a, you know, so it's like Well, like a BBL is like they take fat from their stomach and put it in their ass. Mm. And then like the boobs are like implants, but like sometimes like when girls have like no boobs and they get like huge boobs, they're, yeah. like, they're like rocks. Oh, mm. like is that appealing? They look like them too no. sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it's not appealing at all. I mean, so one of my accounts, the, the this lady that works there, she was telling me today that she's getting some a BBL. No, <laughs> oh. she's getting some titties, and I was like, oh okay, cool. What made you decide? She's like, well, I was sending some nudes to a guy the other day. <laughs> And I was laying, I was laying down in my bed, and how I took the photo, it just looks like it's just flat all the way down. Baby, change the angle. And, change the angle. And, and she was like, when I saw that, you know, she still sent the picture. She said to him, mm-hmm. and she's like, when I saw that, 
I just kind of want to have to get some titties. So I think for Christmas, I'm going to give myself some titties. I thought it was illegal. And like, I thought you had to fly like out. That's a BBL, not titties. Oh, okay. Never mind. Titties are like normal. BBL, like you have to. Like, you got to fly to Brazil. Not always. BBL. Not always. Oh, okay. Like there's like, there's like certain like, like, like if like a girl like doesn't have like the fat to do a BBL, they won't do it in like the States. I hear it's pretty dangerous. That's it is really dangerous. It is yeah. like a lot of girls like actually die from it. Yeah. I've seen like some Instagram girls have passed yes. away from it. They Jesus die. Christ, that's and how do you get back home? Like, how are you sitting down? That's what I'm saying. Like, don't how? you have to lay in bed for a while? While like, I would imagine, <laughs> yeah, because like, that's gotta hurt. Because you know, you gain the weight back in your stomach. Yeah, getting that like, skin cut and then putting it down and then cutting that, opening it. That's what I heard about the weight loss surgery. You yep. know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, you know, so it's I've heard a lot of like bad stories about like. They get a lot of their stomach taken out or something, but then because of the surgery, they're like, you know, they got these stitches and they have to lay in bed for two weeks. Uh, so they just gain the weight back. And, you know, yeah, there's a lady that has been posting on her Instagram. She just got the surgery done. Mm-hmm. She lost like 250 pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they, you know, she lost as much as she could. And then they finally did the surgery for her, you know? Yeah. But like, she can't even, I mean, she's, she's through. She can't walk. Yeah. I mean, she, she she's posting pictures because someone's helping her take and someone someone there helping her get dressed every day. Someone helping her like sponge bath. I, I, I actually it's, got the surgeries confused. It's, I'm thinking about the surgery where they, after they've lost a lot of weight, they have the excess skin, so they get that cut off and they oh. get it tightened. So then they're laying in bed for because if they do too much, it'll just rip open the. Yeah. So it's like they get all this excess skin removed, but then they're laying in bed for two weeks and they're have a naturally a slow metabolism. So they just gain a lot of the weight back. And it's like, what the fuck did I even get all this excess skin removed for? Cause I'm gaining it yeah, you know, back. Getting that skin cut. You're going to be down for a while. Yeah. I mean, for real, because she looks like she's got, she ain't gonna be doing shit for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did a podcast with a guy who, what did he lose? 400 pounds and gain it back. Uh, and 300 lost pounds. Weight. He lost 300 pounds and then mm-hmm. gain it all back and then lost it again. So he was, he was, that's insane. He was five forty six his first time. Okay. Then dropped down to like two something. Yeah. Then went all the way back up. That's to That's insane. Went Going down to two something. And then went all the way back up to four seventy eight. But the only reason he wasn't gaining more weight because his body was fi- his body was just through. It wasn't digesting any more of the sugar or something. That's the only reason he said. He, he, but he was telling us that like I don't know if you remember the show, but it was a show called the Six Hundred Pound Virgin. It was like a TLC mm-hmm. show. Yeah. My 600-pound life. I love those TLC yeah. shows. And the guy, he gained the weight back, but he had got that skin removal surgery, and now his body is like, it doesn't proportion right the weight because the skin was removed. Mm-hmm. So, like, his fat's displaced and stuff like that. That's yeah, awful. Total. It's Wait, crazy. Question. Where did you get the name linked up? Like, so why this do you was, spell it like that? This was a po- originally supposed to be an app when I first had the idea. And it was going to be like kind of like that guy that I brought in to the club that day. It's like if you know people or you're like a known person in town, like somebody can look up and say, hey, what event's going on? Mm-hmm. Or somebody can take you out about out and about. Yeah. And so I just like link up. And I was like trying to figure out a name, trying to figure out a name. And then uh, when I was talking about my friend doing the podcast, I was like, well, I've already been paying for the domain for this. I might as well use it. And that's why it's link up. Where do you post your podcast? It's on everything. Spotify. It's so funny that I'm like on it, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on Spotify and uh, okay. Google Play and Apple. Okay. Anything that, that will post a podcast, it's on there. What I podcast do you? To it. it's, 
You're very entertaining. <laughs> Thank like you, you have a great podcast voice. No, Thank your you. podcast voice is insane, but yours is too. But um, I was going to say, what podcast do y'all listen to? I love Bad Friends, um, Tiger Belly, Joe what? Rogan. I listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to Joe Rogan and Full Send. Oh, Full Send, like those Nuck Boys. Have I like their Duncan podcast. Trussell's podcast? I have no. not. Y'all need to get on Duncan what Trussell's is it? podcast. Have y'all? Just look up Duncan Trussell's podcast. Like he doesn't, it's like, okay. I forget the name of it, but it's. I know so every time he's on Joe Rogan, better. they're always wearing like spacesuits. I, I like it more than Joe Rogan's. <laughs> really? Yes. Do y'all ever listen to, to like political podcasts, like Pod Save America or stuff like that? Like, I've heard of that one, but I've never listened to it. Okay, yeah. It's just a good, like, I don't know what y'all view, but it's like a good democratic, you know. I'll listen to Have it. Have y'all heard Pod of Heinz? Uh-uh. Heinz, he's a, he's like a, he's like this like spiritual dude and he, 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 he does podcasts, but he also just like does YouTube videos, but he does okay. podcasts also, but like his YouTube videos feel like a podcast. Oh, okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like the way he talks to you, it's very calming and very like, it's, he's very watery. It's the very, guy that you showed me? Yes. Oh, okay. I really like him. He's like really changed like my life, like, and how like I perceive the world and like, the way he his knowledge is really amazing. Like he literally will be like, "My soul is my my uh, what's it called resume." Like you know what I mean? Mm. He's like, "My spirit is my resume." And like that's, that's, that's what a good you want to do with it. That's what you want to do with your podcast. Yes, right. Yeah. So do you like Aubrey Marcus? Then I've never heard of her. I want oh, it's a guy. A He's Joe Rogan's friend that started on it. They did on it together. How do you spell that? A U B R E Y Marcus M A R C U C U S. Okay. See, I didn't know Joe Rogan owned on it until like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's part owner. Right? We love Joe Rogan. Yeah. I really want one of those chambers that he has. Oh. <laughs> I really. I heard they one. have a place not too far from here that does that. Talking about the chamber, like the sleep deprivation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's like one he like lays in the water. A float tank. There's there's something that like that here in Memphis. Yeah, I think it's over by uh, where Ounce of Hope is at now. The one he got into at the end of Dave season two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about um, that. Yeah, um, yeah. The only podcast that I like can't listen to is fucking Ben Shapiro because, like, one, he I don't agree very, with him, but his voice yeah, makes me want to shoot myself in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. Like, he's so I don't patronize it. <laughs> just like his voice is just so annoying, and yeah, he's very robotic. Oh my god, yeah. He's also just so like he thinks everything should be like. Everything's black and white. Everything's black and white. Everything should be family values, one hundred percent. Like no living life or anything. You know, he's just. He probably likes to be pegged. He probably loves. No, I mean, there's a lot of men that like to be pegged. He's constantly talking about like he's like, yeah, I have you know my my doctor wife who I don't have (laughs) sex with, and my you know like yeah, (laughs) I yeah I could I can't do his you know his impression well, but yeah yeah there's only one impression I can do well. It's John Mulaney. I fucking hate John Mulaney. Is that the He's a comedian. He's a stand-up right? comedian. Have you ever seen Oh Hello on Broadway? Oh, no, I don't um, think so. He does that. Um but he's one he's my least favorite comedian. My favorite comedian's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But he's my least favorite comedian. I can't stand <laughs> John Mulaney. He's just so extra. When you watch he watched the first episode of the uh, the Chappelle show. <laughs> A white power. Oh white yeah, yeah. Power. <laughs> she made me so uncomfortable because we were, you know, we were in Alabama. We and were I was, on vacation. And it was, she, I was the only, I was the only black person there. Um, it was all white people, and, yeah, I, was, and I was like, "Y'all want to watch the, the Chappelle show?" <laughs> it was like, watch the Chappelle it was like show. Me and my white friends, and she's like there with it, you know, we're, whatever, we're watching Dave Chappelle show, and she keep, like we go outside. Like on the balcony, and there are people, and she's like, "White power," and like she's like saying this over and over. I'm like, 
fucking stop, dude. Like, they probably agree with you out oh, there, but like, God. chill out. <laughs> but like, she didn't give a fuck. She was like, I'm I know. Just- <laughs> um, I will. I, I believe that racism isn't isn't everything. Um, it is in everything. Well, I always like people are like, it's you're not born racist, but where did it start then? Well, they you're not born racist, like. Sorry, whitey. Um, <laughs> white people, they don't mean to be racist. Like, not all white people, but they're groomed to be racist. Mm. Black people are groomed to be racist against black people. We're all groomed to be racist. Like, the subliminal messaging. And black people are some of the biggest haters of black people. They really they really can be. Like, yeah. my dad is black, and he is the first one to show racism towards his own people. And it's just, like, it. it's like, why? Yeah, there's a lot of why unnecessary like hate. What you were saying with like people aren't born racist. I, I absolutely love those. Have you ever seen those videos where it's like a little black baby and a you know white kid and yeah. they're like hanging out and they're like loving each other? It's like yeah, racism, racism is taught. It's taught. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I love I love those videos because it's like they're just they don't give it a fuck. Taught. They're not they're yeah. they don't know. They're not taught this. Or sorry, they are taught this. They're not born with this. Um. So it's just it's it's one of those things that like I do think it it is inherently taught and it, even if it's not taught in your family. Um, through society, there is some form of like, you know, it's like everybody hangs out with their cliques or they hang out with people that look like them or yeah. something like that. Like that's how we're, um, there was a study shown that it was like, people are going to hang out with groups that look like them or relate to them and like physically anything like that. So yeah. it's like, you know, that's just, that's just a harsh like truth. A tribal it. thing. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. you know, it's like we're early on, we, we were a tribal community. I feel like also know? like the government misleads information about every race um, to like get us to like be against each other. Yeah. And I, I do think that like you got the billionaires that are influencing everything where it's like, okay, if we, if we get everyone that's like, you know, not billionaires to hate each other, they're not going to focus on us right now. Mm, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, they're just going to be too focused on fighting each other to fight the people that are actually influencing the shit that's happening in their lives. And like really, you know, we're, like systemic racism is one without a doubt, 100% a real thing. Yeah. And it's like, but we, everybody in this room isn't creating that. Yeah. It's them that are creating it, but they'd rather us fight each other over it rather than fight yeah. them. Well, like I don't agree with what they did with that insurrection, but just imagine if everybody got together against the people in power. Like there's more of us than that's there what are they're of them. scared of. Imagine you know? if everybody did it's, mushrooms. It's like, <laughs> imagine, imagine the world where everybody microdosed and did a heavy and it did a three gram dose once a month. Microdose every day, three gram dose once a month. It's like the meme with like a a, a white dude like kissing a black girl. It's like this is what the system fears. It's like it's, kind of just, it's like fucking true. It's like that's. I mean, if you think about it, it's like if everyone fucking banded together and was like, yeah. Fuck the government. Yeah. Fuck you know everything that's like actually causing our issues and stuff. Is like why the fuck wouldn't they fear that? Yeah. We've got the numbers. It's like it's like so. It's like if they could influence shit and make us like hate each other and keep this like war, then it's like without a doubt we're not focusing on them. Yeah. We're focusing on each other, which isn't the issue because we're all you know like we're all not them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think most people just want to just live their life and have fun. But then, like I said, if you have some chaos and throw it into the mix and you're going to have that in your mind and you're going to be like, okay, I got to be away from this person. I got to have this idea about this person that I don't even know. So, yeah, I guess like you said, it can be you can be manipulated to think a certain way about a certain group of people that you don't, Mm -hmm. you know, fear. That's I guess most prejudice is just fear. You know, the fear of, no, you don't know what that is. They I mean, they've even admitted that in the prison system. 
um, one of the big ways that guards and, you know, the prison system in general controls the prison population is by separating them into groups. Mm. So they, they also give them heavy doses of Seroquel, and that's how they kill people off, like in the prison. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like they purposefully will, you know, match cellmates with people of their own color or people of their own, you know, um, religious backgrounds or stuff like that because they want them to you know group up and then fight each other because if you're too busy fighting each other you're not gonna kill you're the not, guards you're not yeah. worrying about the guards yeah. like you're not you don't give a fuck about that you're not worrying about like why the fuck you're even in there mm-hmm. you know you're just like too wrapped up in like okay well the person right next to me i fucking hate them yeah i'm gonna fight them who gives a fuck about the person that's the entire reason why i'm here for a, like a you know shitty marijuana yeah. charge you know yeah. it's like yeah. when marijuana is legal in like eight states now or some shit actually i think it's like 20 states where it's yeah because like, i know it's so dumb man it's legal. not federally legal yet yeah and that's another i, I want to get into like the weed business and i do want like later down the road to like open up my own weed business but i've been looking into it and until it's federally legal it's one of the most impossible things to get into because one if you have business if you have different uh locations like spanning different states you have different laws you have different things you cannot transfer money uh product anything across mm-hmm. state lines there you if you go into a um if you go into a dispensary you're not allowed to pay with a federal credit card or a debit card it only if you have a local bank or you have to pay with cash yeah so it's like it's one of those things because it's not federally legal but the reason it's not federally legal is because there's so many people in jail for it that if they made it fairly legal then you would have the issue with like so what the fuck are those half people? Of, yeah. yeah, and of course billionaires are profiting off of these. It's it's a uh, corporatist prisons. You know, yeah. it's like it's they're it's, making like a dollar an hour or something like that, making whatever. I mean, and also you've got these huge. If you just look up the list of businesses and uh, companies that profit off of um, slave labor within the prisons, I mean, the uh, is it the Fourth or Fifth Amendment that states um, that slavery is legal in America? I think it's. I think it's the Fourth Amendment, but it states in there literally to this day that slavery is legal within the United States unless punishable as a crime. So technically within the definition of the Fourth Amendment or the Fifth Amendment, whatever it is, um, l- slavery is literally illegal, uh, is literally legal in America if you are a prisoner, which is why they work for mm. no pay. They're still making your clothes. They're making, you know. They do firefighting and stuff for the fires out in California. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they it's help like, them. And yeah. they do it 100% for free. You know, they do it for cigarettes or they do it for, you know, little like, you know, punch cards mm-hmm. to get like, you know, extra meals and stuff like that. So it's like it without a doubt, if you just l- like if you look up the list of companies that benefit off of slave labor within the prison system, it would blow your f- it, I guarantee you shop there. You know, yeah. it's like it's it would blow your mind. So it's like that's another reason. And probably half or more than half of the people that are in there are in jail because of low offense marijuana charges. Yeah. You know, so. That's why it's not federally legal, I believe, you know. It's just like that uh it's like that movie What is that movie with oh, Jonah Hill? It's been here for like Oh, that's our friend Polly's. What were you saying? Uh what was it War Dog? Oh, what the the guy from National Treasure? No, no, not that. That I know that's a good that's one too. Florida War. I think that's this one's called movie. War Dogs, but they're like selling where arms. Where they're guns? Oh, yeah. yeah, with yeah. um It's Jonah Hill and uh 
Miles Teller, I think the other guy's name is yeah, or something. There's one with so. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I know. I've seen that's that. That's a, that's a good, good one, one too. So I, lo- I love War Dogs, by the way. I think it's an amazing movie. But, but like the, in the beginning, they're like talking about like, do you see all this military stuff? And they're like, what do you see? And then they're like, we see dollar signs. Mm-hmm. So that's basically why they always want war to keep going because see, people make money off the contracts and all their you know people bullshit. Make- oh, I mean, oh, oh, I know what movie you're talking. Have you about. seen yeah. it? It's so good. It's, yeah, it's really, really good. So but good. I mean, if you if you look at it historically, like regardless, I mean, morally, you can have your opinion on it. But like, the economy has boomed almost every single time we're in a major war. Yeah, you know, World War One, World War Two, the economy has absolutely boomed. Um, and you know, the, you know, rumors or whatever, or, you know, conspiracy theorists believe that like we were put into world war two on purpose because the economy was failing before we were in the great depression and then, you know, whatever. So that's, that's just the sad truth of it is that like war creates jobs. It creates opportunity. It, you know, gets you know, people out there fighting. So you have more job opportunity because people were leaving the nation yeah. to go fight. So it's like. You know, it's and it gives people like you know billionaires that are selling arms and stuff because they in War Dogs it says like they made the law to where um, anyone in the nation can sell arms. Yeah, I was crazy. I, I was know? like, what the fuck is this? It's very educational, actually. Yeah. Um, and when you get into like big business and stuff like that, you really do see how much everything is. Um, how much you can re- if you if you have even a little bit of money and you know how to manage it. Mm-hmm. Um, it like it probably will kill someone down the line because like your money, the way you're funneling it is going to be used in a very negative way, but you can very easily manipulate your money to do some very bad things to other people, but do good for you. Yeah. But that's the way the American, you know, like democracy and the government is designed is to benefit those who don't like fucking care about morals or stuff. Yeah. You know, Y'all are really good listeners. <laughs> yeah, y'all are. No, like, really good listeners. Oh, y'all are interesting. I like talking to y'all. Thank you. Thank I you. feel like you have to be a good listener to be a, in a podcast. Do you believe in, like, the universe and, like, everything happens for a reason? I do. I think it's so cool how we met. Yeah, because, like, I would have had to, if I never would have moved to, from Nebraska to here, none of this would be here, you know? And I never would have met y'all. And my and, life would be much better. And it, you're in, you how long have you lived in Memphis? Uh, my life would have been better. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, Thirty years. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're in your. That's crazy. Eighty nine. I've 90? moved like six times. Really? Yeah. I I do genuinely believe in like the universe and stuff like. Is like I was fully prepared to walk into here and sit on a couch and listen to her do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the second that like you're like throwing the headphones, man, like, yeah, yeah, I, was like I was like. Okay, fine. <laughs> you know. No, it's been good. So, like, what is your podcast going to be about? Like, are you? Do you want to do the astrology for your podcast or what? That'd be really cool, man. Because hey, what was the? I'm sorry. What was okay. the thing that well, you? He's good at cutting people off. No, no, I, I know. I, I, I've I, noticed. I, I can really. I can't hear him right now. He thinks I can. Misogynistic really bitch. Um, what are you saying, love? No, the thing that you wanted to do for us. Bef- I don't want you to forget to do it. Um, read our card or something. Oh, you want, oh, you want the sign? Birth yeah. chart. Yeah. So, what do we need to get for you? Like what time um, you're born or something? What time you're born? Where you're born? What day you're born? It's All very, right. it's very simple. You still haven't read mine. You did it, but you were like, I did read yours to you. Birth chart, birth chart. No, I no, you did your very little. Your I explained birth certificate your you, you probably don't have a birth certificate. Man, I got a birth certificate, man. It's I had, in Afrikaans. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be able to figure it out, though. Okay. I had a. I think I told you this story, but I when I was doing. Sorry, do you want to continue? I did. 
I want it. I, I want it to be very like astrology, spiritual based, like my daily practices and just like connecting with people, like kind of like how we are also yeah. like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I like this. I love this also, but I, I do want to like focus it on like astrology and like the like, people. So, like, for example, I'm very into like the planets mm-hmm. and like the more mystical aspect of spirituality. <laughs> my roommate, she's uh a Celtic witch, like she practices like spell work and like is really good with like plants and herbs. Like, and it's like, there's, there's so many different lanes of everything when it comes to like spirituality. It's such like a big umbrella, Mm -hmm. like topic. And I just like, would love to just talk about all those things when it comes to it. Yeah. I I mean, like Mm -hmm. I said, anything I can help you to get it up and rolling, we can do that. Your first guest should be our friend Katie. We told you about. Yeah, you guys. I mean, you. Your first. Well, if episode. y'all hang out on Sunday, we'll try to get her to come down and meet y'all. Okay. If she's yeah. not working. Well, I texted her um, about thirty minutes ago. She's like, I already her. prepared. Well, she's <laughs> like, I thought. Three I just steps texted ahead. her. Yeah. She interrupted she you and got three steps ahead. So I don't know why I interrupted because I was already three steps ahead. Like what the fuck? Well, because I had talked to her one day because she she knows that we do the podcast and she's like she wanted to do a podcast about like astrology and stuff. I like would that. love to meet her. Yeah, you, you should ask her what her sign is right now. You should call. Oh, her. she's a Virgo. <laughs> She's a, oh, she's a Virgo. You know what's mm-hmm. crazy is that Stephanie is a Virgo rising and a Gemini. Mm. Do y'all have the thing where y'all can call someone and it goes through the, you know what I'm talking about, where it like goes into the podcast like naturally? <coughs> like you don't have to just like hold the phone up. Oh, to yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. We can right here. Yeah, let's uh, try to call her. That was, let me try to call yeah, her. That's so cool. <laughs> Hang on. She, oh, I guess she wouldn't be working. She's probably I love, at the bar. Can I touch this? Yeah. Oh, it's not as heavy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah that would a be thermos. a heavy-ass motherfucker. It's really not that heavy. Is it's this what you want? I'm joking. I'm messing with, I'm messing with you. All right. No. Don't do that. Show. Don't do that. That's so cool. So cool. I love when they do that in podcasts. He's like, me too. Me too. I, I like it. 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 I She's a really good bartender too. She, okay, uh, she used to be a bartender at uh, Pontotoc, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, pandemic happened, mm-hmm. and they weren't opening back up. Like when a she, pandemic happened, yeah, the yeah. pandemic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, there was a pandemic. And then, uh, she, they weren't opening up just yet, and she needed to get a you know, Texas Brazil was hiring, and so she went and worked there instead. I got you. And she's been back. She's been there ever since, and she loves it. What's with the 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 deer? Do you have like a symbolic connection to them in your childhood? You used to, used to see deer, like what, no, um, what's with the antlers? Just like you cool, like that right? stuff. Are oh, you talking about the big one out there too? Well, I have another one that's like uh, in the spare bedroom. But then uh, this is what I want, but I haven't I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. But let me see. Y'all's house. I used to live um, by U of M off of like Wilshire. Y'all's house is like the same setup. Like the I love y'all's house. Y'all's house looks very nice. This is what I want. Oh, like, I like that. This guy see. like makes these faux, oh, uh, yeah. but they're real antlers, but this yeah. is all fake. 
But uh, so, what is it your advice for people? That's what we usually ask people at the very end of the podcast. My advice for people, yeah, like to be present in the now, like to understand that, like you may have been through a lot of things in your life, a lot of pain, and not not some people are very blessed to not have gone through like trauma. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, but good for you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck you, but like I'm really happy that you lived a good life. Um, but like. You have to just be present and, like, work on yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm young. I'm only 20. And, like, I think that, like, I have to tell myself that constantly. Like, you have you have time. You always have time. Like, like you're going to do what you want to do. And, like, like, love yourself and, like, all your flaws in between all of that. Like, the mental breakdowns and, like, the painful laughter and like the Mm -hmm. crying and like eating good and like like getting high as fuck and like just like exploring go on road trips travel Mm, i I agree with that go on road trips and travel like you know i mean just like figure out like what you like what you don't like like figure out like like do i want to do this do i not want to do this why do i want to do this you know what i mean yeah I like that. I like Thank that. you. I agree with the travel thing. I wish I would have done that a lot more when I was younger, Traveling especially so like going fun. out of the country. I went on like six trips in October. But it's like when you're younger, sometimes you don't have the means to do it. Mm-hmm. And then when you get older, it's like you have the means, but you really have the time left to do it. Yeah. So it's like in the middle is when you really got to like try to do it. Like I said, you always have time. Yeah. You always. Like I feel like. Like, I feel like our society is like we're <coughs> so like go, 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 go. And like you're rushed and like you have to do this by a certain amount of time and it's like no like you're on the path that you're meant to be on and like 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 you're gonna go like i always say like life is like it's like like you can like go through like little speed bumps Ooh, mm-hmm. i'm sorry you no, hit, you're like good. little you can hit speed bumps but like that's all that like you're gonna hit like maybe you'll hit a pothole yeah every once in a while but like for the most part like the roads like are pretty fun and straight and like the view's fun and like you have to realize like you're actually the passenger and the universe is the driver oh mm. Yes. I like that. Deep. Caleb, yeah. what's your advice for people? Um, my advice, like, and I don't take it all the time, so it's kind of I'm kind of a hypocrite, but it's like to not take everything so seriously mm. in the moment. Like, you know, I always struggle with anxiety, so it's like, you know, the definition of anxiety is like taking everything that happens to you super seriously and thinking way too much about it. Yeah. And um it's like, you know, you go through a breakup or you, you know, something absolutely detrimental happens to you, but it's like every single time something like that happens, give it a couple of days, couple of weeks, you know, it's you're fine. Like you forget about that. You don't remember, you know, when a kid on the playground, you know, fucking like stole your stole your turn on the slide like that seems so fucking significant at the time but Mm -hmm. like in hindsight it didn't really matter so it's like um you know i wanted to move to california this past summer and i was like i'm gonna fucking do it but then i really really got caught up in the idea that like no i'm gonna ruin my future i'm gonna ruin my career um and i'm really worried that like way later on down the line i'm gonna regret not doing that you know maybe the opportunities would have been there or something like that so it's like you know, who knows what would happen if I just stopped taking everything in my life hundred percent seriously. Yeah. And I just kind of like did something because I was like, you know what? I think it's just going to work and I'm not going to think too much about it or too deep into it. So I think that like, if everybody stops taking everything that happens to them, like it's the end of the fucking world or like, it's super detrimental. Like, you know, you won't be so angry or so upset about things. It's like, you will learn to just it's kind of like what she was saying like you'll learn to enjoy everything in the moment you'll learn yeah. to be like okay this happened it's whatever i'm gonna get over it it's fine i'm not gonna give too much attention to it 
Um, so yeah, I just don't take everything like it's like the end of the fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to say? I don't have any advice today. Actually. Oh, I thought you were, you pulled the I mic. Was, like, I was like, ready. I'm not going to I actually have something. I thought you were oh, just going to take another two hours. I would, I would hours. love to hear what you have to say. Did Mark give you something to say? No, about? fuck you. Uh, no, my thing was. What did you do to the. Look at this. He fucked go. it up. He fucked it up. He fucked it my up. My thing is, my, my advice was like, if you have something that you want to do, like what's next in life, pull the trigger and do it. Because, like you just said, you never know if you're going to have that opportunity again. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 just don't be, just don't be, um, I don't know what the word is, but. I'll edit this part out. I'll just, I'll just stop with Caleb's. Okay, don't. whatever. Twerking, twerking is known to reduce anxiety. That's right. Is it, don't be hesitant? Yeah, don't be hesitant okay. about it. And just do it. Do you, you take do your own advice? No, I don't. Just like he said, it's hard. It's hard for me to do it because I want to know what's next. I'm not going to yeah. be selling beer the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. Like, I rather, like, have you found a hobby yet? Being your friend is my hobby. No, that's, like on the last pod, one of the last podcasts. That's, that's, no. that's you so, take it. Take it. I wish I had somebody that'd be like you know what? No, he's a piece of Fuck shit. You. I want to show y'all videos your, of how I'm he treats me. <laughs> I'm your best friend. You are. Uh, no, but like, I, I really have good advice sometimes for people. And that Mark gives you. No, this is not anything that Mark gave me, but like, you know, I was talking to one of my accounts today and he was like, why don't you come in, come in with me and we'll build a store. Mm-hmm. You own 50. I own 50. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know if I trust you. And I didn't say that to him, obviously, but I was yeah. just thinking that in my head. Like, like, you know, I barely know you, dude. I talked to you for like five minutes. I talked to him for ten minutes. Yeah, you know, it's like I talked to you five. I talked to you <laughs> ten like ten minutes. Yeah, five to seven minutes a week is what I talk to you yeah. when I'm done working in your store for you. You know, like outside of that, I got you know, I don't know you. And I was, he's like, well, you know, if you we could build, we can build. Is this your mama? No, 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 no. Uh-huh. I. I Unfortunately, Mama just doesn't have any capital right now uh, to do anything. Uh, that was a store in Jackson he had to pass up on because he couldn't get uh, any funding for it. Well, I mean, your parents didn't have the money when they first got here. They had to borrow money from yeah, Sean's family. But the so. thing is, he's uh, he's not here legally, uh, so nobody wants to take the risk. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's like fucking pull the trigger because it's, you know, with me, I was just a server. The, mm-hmm. you know, manager there, she was the wife of the man who you know owns the company and she was like dude just come on to roofing like i know you don't give a fuck about roofing but like she showed me some of the checks of some of the guys that were working there she's like just do it just come in one day and i was like fuck it i was super uncomfortable i didn't want to do it but i did it and like i do think it genuinely like will turn me into a millionaire one day like you know doing it and it's also another thing it was like you know your parents they moved here to america i'm sure that took a lot of fucking guts and they were like we got to do it you know it's like right so it's like one of those things where it's like if if your parents didn't pull the trigger on that, where would you be today? You know, would you be standing in front of this mic? What they're saying is, is you got to pull the trigger. Yeah. This is your sign. Listen, quit your fucking job. Quit dog. your fucking job. Fuck no. that shit. <laughs> Fuck selling beers and go do what you really want to go fucking do. That's what Leah told you about your vacation time. Because when you oh, really yeah. when you start doing what you want to do, once you get to the place where you can actually do it, that's where 
your happiness. No, but you do got to be smart. That is where my like anxiety comes into play. Right. Like, you got to be mean, smart about it. You can't just fucking like drop everything. His mama will take care of him. <laughs> so he's good on the financial. Oh, so end. you're good. Never mind. Just yeah. No. Who cares? Be a male stripper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever it takes. <laughs> no, but I mean, if that's really your passion, if you think owning a store is your passion, then own a store. What What is the store? Well, it'd be like um, his family used to own a convenience store back in the day, and they recently sold it, and he took some time off, and then he, that's when he started working selling beer. Okay, but it was it's kind of like a, like a hot plate, like like a, meat meat and two veggies. Like we were talking about gas station food in Memphis, the bomb. I used to own a store here called Kings on Tillman. Sounds tough. So wait, how long how long have you been selling how long have you been selling beer? Uh, three years. Three years. Do you enjoy it? I mean, yeah, it's it, kind of I like mean, the same thing I was asking. No, it, it's it's not bad. I mean, you know, but it's, the hours just suck. You know, what are the hours. Like I'll be getting up tomorrow morning at like four forty-five. Are you Jeez. fucking serious? Yeah. That's when she like goes yeah. to school and gets off. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. What the what the fuck? I mean, I used to I used to work downtown and I used to have to be at work at five. Yeah. Like I like, like the whole waking up early and like mm-hmm. working to like four or five is like I get it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I get it. You know, I'm 20 years old and mm-hmm. so experienced in life. <laughs> wow, wow, she gets it. But no, it's not. It's not bad. And you know, but you know, everybody that I work with knows that this is not my final stop. Yeah. So like, that's, that's all great. that matters. Like, if you know, like, you know, like this is. It's just like a stepping stone. Like you're taking your time to get to where you want to go next. Right now, now, now if my company comes back at, at, at our sales meeting in December and like, hey, you know, this is what we're presenting with you next year. Then that, we might have somebody else to talk about, you know. Mm-hmm. But like right now, just being a salesman, and and because the guys in the office that have like the upper management positions, they're not leaving. They're like one of the guys is like twenty eight, mm-hmm. and the other is like thirty three, thirty five, you know, shit like that. So and then they're, they're not leaving those positions anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It is one of those things where it's like, like I was saying earlier, you feel like you're stuck. So how do you all feel that man. way? Huh? Get them killed. <laughs> that's right you take their position pull yeah, a joe it. from you You're, is that a good set. show it's so fucking what, good I, what show is this you oh i heard that oh, really y'all need to watch it no y'all need to Fox watch it News it's so clip good where the guy's like talking about you and she's like what are you talking about i don't have oh my god show. he's like no it's you and she's like i don't have, I don't have sh- yeah she's like i don't have meningitis or whatever the fuck it yeah. is and he's like no, it's a TV show called no, You. Like like, no, like, it's so good. Like, And she's like, well, I'm on a TV show. I know that. Right? He's like a sociopathic serial killer who, like, hyperfixate on women and, like, ends up finding, like, a girl that, like, is, like, like crazy like him. Because I've seen a meme so and it's, like, when you find somebody that like you or something, I guess, like, she's, I guess she's, she's crazy like you. She's fucking my crazy. Fa- my favorite meme about that show is, um, I don't mean to take up a lot of time. Right? Oh, no, you're good. Favorite meme about that show is there's a lot of inner dialogue that he has. So there's a lot of, like, filming it. He, like, he'll say something out loud like this. And yeah. then he'll pause and just stare intently at the person. Oh. And then it plays the inner dialogue where he's like, I really want to fucking kill this person. <laughs> and, like, I wish that I could so, see this person's so right the, I know how to really? get rid of body. So the meme is, like watch you without the inner dialogue so it's just like he'll say something and then we'll just do this oh I gotta that's where the staring is from okay yeah, yeah, it's, no, it's okay. kind of like watching a uh sitcom where they have laughing tracks but yeah. take out the laughing tracks oh and like it's just Big a lot Bang of like Theory. yeah it's like they say stuff best show ever yeah Terrible they say show. stuff and they pause 
for like never six it. seconds for a laugh track. Never watched yeah. it. I should. Big Bang Theory is really funny. See, I've heard you. I told you. Sorry, I've heard that uh, Young Sheldon is good, but I feel like it'd be I trash. Watched, yeah, I haven't watched that yet. But like apparently, be, it's like it's like the same writers or something like that. So I, I don't. It's know. It's my fifty-eight-year-old roommate that likes it too. Mm. So I don't know if I, I have would another love it. question. Yeah, how come you just do? Uh, the audio. I got stuff to do the video. I just got, I got to learn how to, I have to do everything, you know, he doesn't do anything. So I got to learn how to do shit. So do y'all not do the like pads on the walls and shit like that? Or uh-uh. just like, you think that it, it sounds good yeah. you know, in my ear. So it's like, I feel like that might be overkill. Well, man. it like before we used to have it open and before I got these curtains and it was kind of echoey and I did before I had the rug in here. When you closed that, I did hear a difference. So it was yeah. like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, we got to run into that roadcaster too. And this, uh, what is this thing called? Cliffhanger or something like that? Clout lifter. Clout lifter. Oh, is this, is this like a part of it? Also? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is where our mics come into, and it makes the sound completely clear. Can you between, isolate the mics? Yeah, so he can he can kill me and just be y'all two talking to him, or he can kill him and you know it's, it's like you can do it all. So do you do, do you edit the video where it's like a, after this you edit it to where sometimes if there's too many people talking you cut out the others and. No, I, I don't ever do that. I usually just cut out like, uh, well, on this one, I could do individual tracks, but I just merge it all in one track. Mm-hmm. But I do edit out like pauses and stuff like, especially okay. when I'm with just him and I, like sometimes he'll be just like, and then I'm like. He had no notes. Yeah. My buddy Daniel's like, uh, did something happen? And I'm like, that's no, just Ralph thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, guy, this guy's always <laughs> fucking with me when I see him out when we go places and stuff. He's like, so I was listening to the podcast the other day. I was like, I already know, man. I pause too much. I don't care. <laughs> I have a bad habit of I'll start talking. And then in the middle, I've done it a lot. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but in the middle of talking, I'm like, holy shit, I didn't have a point. I have to Sometimes I forget something. what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think I had a yeah. point. But yeah. then it's like in the middle of speaking, I'm like, oh. It's, so it's like I got to bullshit hearing. for a second. Yeah, I think the thing, if you hear yourself, that's when you're like more in your head about it sometimes. I'm not but in then, my head but about then it, it kind of Well, like, like it sometimes like me, like, like I'll, because I know it's like I'll be saying something and I'm like, what the fuck? What was my point? Exactly. And you you know. How can we have the headphones? Huh? Why do the Why are the headphones necessary? Well, I I need the headphones so I can make sure it doesn't go like sometimes people will, sometimes will talk away from the microphone like that. So yeah. it's more for um, me than anything else. Do you think? Because I was talking to her, she was coming up, and I was like, I feel because you know I tried to do a podcast once, my friends. I was like, I feel like you all like you know everybody. It's like when you're in front of the mic you're naturally going to put on a little bit of a persona. Mm. I feel like right now we're just having a conversation. Like yeah. I'm chilling. I think, I, yeah. I think it's like, I, a, when we walked up, I literally was like, this doesn't look like a serial killer's house. <laughs> That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, no, like you were that. like, you want water? I was like, do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you want water? Do I want the water? Like, you're like, do you want water? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go, bud. But no, the hardest but, part in the podcast is the editing. He has, he does. That's how long does it usually take you? Well, it usually I'll listen to it out. So this is like three, almost three thirty. Damn, so, um, has it been that long? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna edit out to an hour? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, I, I'll listen to the whole thing and then I'll just usually like just take out long pauses or okay. like say somebody didn't want a story in there, I'll take the story out. Like, tell um, us, are we? You know, is is this a good one? Are we no, I, I, yeah. this, is really good. <laughs> this is entertaining. This has been a really good podcast. Awesome. Yeah. I think I'm y'all should come back and do it, it again. Yeah. I would, I would, and I yeah. love you can talk about your anxiety some more. Like okay. I would love to hear it because like I think the thing with men, 
Like sometimes men are so afraid to talk about like feelings and that kind of stuff that it, you know, like some guy might hear that and be like, okay, I may not be able to talk that about that to somebody else, but hearing you say that can open them I, up to it. I, without a doubt, I would absolutely, I could fill two hours with you probably, yeah. you know, it's about doing things, stuff like that. You know, it's like I've, I was raised by a single mother and I had five sisters and it was one of those things where it's like, um, I was always taught like by my mother, like speak your emotions, speak your feeling. You know, it's like my stepdad always told me like, shut the fuck up. Mm, you know, like nobody yeah. gives a fuck a woman that's unattractive. You don't want that. But I do think there is an under, I talk about my feelings a lot, don't I? You do talk about your feelings okay, a lot. So, you know, it's like, it is one of those things where it's like, I, I don't have that fear of talking about my feelings, but I do definitely understand um, there are tons of men who are told their entire lives, like you sound like a fucking pussy or, yeah. you know, it's like, don't talk about your feelings. Don't talk about that. And, um, you know, a lot of my friends do say they appreciate the fact that it's like, you know, like I didn't know other men felt this way or, yeah. that, you know, we have this anxiety or we have depression cause we're not allowed to speak about it. You know, it's like, you're, you're not allowed to speak about it sometimes because, um, you know, you are viewed as a pussy yeah. or you're viewed as a bitch. If you complain too much or say like, this is how I feel. It's mm-hmm. like, nobody gives a fuck how you feel. Yeah. You know, so I would love to do that. Yeah. I have a yeah. question again. I'm sorry. Yes. I keep no, doing you're that. fine. Um, you guys are like, you guys are not old. I don't want you guys to think. I think you guys are old. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you guys are old. But She's going to are... leave you and be like, man, those old motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, These damn, boomers. those old fucks. Those yeah. old fucks. Fuck you remember them. those old men we talk about? those old dudes with like the deer in their house and flowers and like their color scheme. It was interesting. No. You remember those gays? We're not hanging out with them Sunday. I they were homos. No, like, so have you guys like had like, did you guys have like traumatic childhoods by chance uh i wouldn't say i had a traumatic childhood i definitely had a strict childhood okay and i grew up jehovah's witness wow so how did like influence you as like your into your adult life uh sometimes like it took me a while to not think about something that i would do that normal people would do as being wrong Mm -hmm. you know there was a lot of like i guess kind of like second guessing like we didn't grow up celebrating holidays or birthdays or anything like that. So like when I started hanging out with them, they would like want to do that stuff for me. And you didn't. Like, you didn't. What? You don't celebrate any holidays at all. As a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. Why? It's like no Christmas, no birthday. That's it's like all no considered soul. pagan. Yeah, I was like, man, what the it's fuck? Out in Judaism, they have a a tree holiday for trees. <laughs> I shit you not. It's like every other day there's a yeah. holiday. Wait, but you to be shvat. Oh, don't but, worry. We've made up for it. Okay, these seventeen years of childhood, we've made up for the past fifteen years of friendship. We got him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good. But yeah, so like that was kind of like different. But I it's like, I mean, I can't complain about anything. Everything that I went through shaped me who I am today. Mm-hmm. You know. So, what about you? Um, traumatic? No. Uh, no, I, I didn't have a traumatic childhood, but like. Uh, my parents weren't there because they were always working, but my brothers were there, you know, mm-hmm. and Are like you close with them. Yeah. So like that, it, it wasn't my parents. Are you the fault. youngest? Yeah. Oh, okay. So like we, we, you know, my parents moved here when they were t- 33, 34, something like that. Yeah. And, you know, they worked in a store that they ended up buying for the person that we owned for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, so there's, you know, this, they just weren't there, but, but, but they gave us every, you know, whatever we needed, like, that we thought we needed that we had. So it wasn't like bad, like mm-hmm. that end. 
it, it like asking if somebody's going through trauma. I know it's, it's a weird question. Cause like I have a friend who is convinced that everything in his past is trauma. Like mm. literally every, he's like, Oh, my dad made me eat spaghetti when I was younger. I hate spaghetti. I he was traumatized by that. It's yeah. like, it was like, no, he tries yeah, to like, yeah, no, don't do that. He tries don't, to don't do that. Like I've had some fucked up shit happen in my past, but like everything I'll talk about, he's like, you were traumatized. I was like, no, I had, you know, it's shitty childhood, whatever. It's like, whatever, but I'm not trauma. It doesn't fucking keep me up at night. Like it's fine. Um, it doesn't have but, to keep you up at night to traumatize yeah. you. It can still leave an yeah. imprint on your brain and how it affects your relationships and intimacy and the way you approach life. Mm. Yeah, but it is one of those things where it's like that's your I, new host, Tony. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's your new co-host right there, my friend. I'm just saying, like men tend to dumb down. Like, no, I didn't go through a traumatic childhood. I was just beat and neglected and wasn't listened to about my feelings. But no, I didn't go through a traumatic childhood, and that's why I haven't had a, a committed relationship where I really attached myself. Like, that's called being a man, right there. <laughs> that's, being called, a man. That's, that's why I'm addicted uh, to the strip club. No offense. <laughs> well, it's you know, okay. Getting beat as an Indian child—that's normal. Okay, See, yeah, I think that's like an not, '80s thing. But that's though. not normal. An 80s thing? And that's what yeah. that's, cocaine and getting beat as a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I get that. Like, okay, I will say this. <laughs> like, like, it's not normal somebody's like okay somebody somebody put it i think it was joe rogan actually he was like if you talk about you hit your wife you're gonna look at that person like what the fuck are you talking about but then people are like they beat their kids and then you're like oh, okay that's just re- you know raising your kid but you shouldn't probably hit anybody yeah. no, you don't you have should. to hit people to get them to do no. the right thing i'm a firm believer against hitting kids and it's like is you know it's like punching them in any kind of way physically because it's like one you know they're it's like, have you tried fucking talking to them, you animal? You know, it's like, yeah. what are you, like, you know, an ape? Like, you can't just, like, talk to your child. So it's like, it's one of those things. But it is, a lot of people do dumb it down. Like, if they were beat as a child or anything like that, it's like, no, I was disciplined. Mm-hmm. It's, dis- you know, it's, no, it's, it's like it's how it's my culture. Raised. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, it's, not, like, well, being, like, I'm telling you, it, it, it's it's all the way through, like, uh my mom's sister, bro, uncle, I mean, uh, brothers, mm-hmm. they, you know, they spank their kids. They, you know, it it goes back forever. But yeah. I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of like. But we, now, now, like, yeah, like you just said, it's, a, you know, it stopped with our parents, right? Because now my brother, yeah. they don't spank their kids. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, take away mm-hmm. their iPad. Well, they'll take away their stuff, you know, like, okay, we, You're you like, know. take away their iPad. Yeah, yeah, you know, they'll take away their stuff. They don't, you know. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you think about it logically, it's like a kid makes you angry. Your child makes you angry. Um, You hit them. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you think that taught them a lesson or do you think that they just got hit by their parent and now they're just angry at you? They're blinded by what caused the, you know, you hitting them. And now they just have this blind rage. And that's what they're raised on is, you know, because it's like every time that I was, you know, my mother was the only one growing up that didn't beat me. Yeah. And it's like she's the only adult growing up in my life that I still have a good relationship, even a relationship in general with. Mm. Um, and and that's, the you know, with all the stepdads and stuff, shit like that, like I don't have a relationship with any of them because, you know, they did do that. So I think there is that whole thing where it's like, you know. I respect my mother because she didn't do that, but she's, an, am- she, she's an amazing person. She disciplined me in ways that actually like fucking like taught me, you know, it was like, she would sit me down and say like, okay, now, like I'm going to punish you. But like, why do you think I'm going to punish you? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the reason if you just fucking spank a child or hit a child and you're like, all right, go in your room and cry it out. You know, it's like, they're not thinking like, Oh, I got hit because I did this or cause I, you they're know, like, like I got hit because 
Mom yeah, and Dad got, don't love me. I got hit the because fuck? my parent is a fucking psycho. You know, it's like yeah. something like that shit. So it's like I think it also is a huge reason why some people develop anger issues or they mm. they learn to solve things by hitting things. And you know, it's like um, my stepdad, he would always hit me with a thing that I got in trouble with. So like I, you know, didn't brush my hair one day or something, or I looked nappy and he would hit me with a brush or like, I forgot my agenda book at home or at school. So I didn't know my homework. So next day he would hit me with the agenda book. So it's like, now I have this weird thing where it's like, if I hit my hip against the counter or like butt my head against something, any inanimate object, I get super angry and I just fucking hit it. Is as that hard what as that is? Is that what that is? Oh, is that wow. what that is? Yeah. And I, I think that. that's what it's rooted from. That's the only logical explanation I can make. But like, I do think that you, if you know, your mother, if you're a man and a mother hits you like repeatedly growing up, you feel weak compared to your mother, a woman. So maybe you will develop, you know, habits where you want to feel more powerful with women you want it you want to be the one hitting you know it's like yeah. shit like that where it's like you're you're raising someone who uses violence as a means to solve an issue yeah because that's how you solved issues with the child hashtag relatable <laughs> so yeah we don't hashtag know. diving into the uh, subconscious of the psyche of our unhealed children self we're bad at ending a podcast i'm sorry, sorry. Guys. no no <laughs> you are fine I'm sorry it's at like 329 it was just at like 217 like i left it in, and it was at 217 now it's at 329 what i'm like, 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 so like it's late like i'm so you have to get up i'm so I'm sorry fine. i'm fine are, are they sure? ever this long uh, we've had a couple like a yeah. four hour one one time I think yeah we had, Fuck, we, we gotta had break that friend. now why did you tell me that <laughs> we had our friend uh, Juice who's a MPD detective yeah. and our friend um, John I don't know what John does mm-hmm. over there but um, he's like something something cop related mm-hmm. and that one was like five hours four and a half hours I think it was like there. four hours or something do y'all know y'all's most popular episode and why it's most popular uh, I think it was. Our first one, maybe. Oh, the first one. You have good reviews on Apple Podcasts. You're <laughs> five stars. Do y'all have a lot of listeners? Yeah, yeah we have a good amount. That's You're good. Five yeah. stars. That map up there Thank is you. five. All. It's not, even, it's not even up to date. Well, that we have a listener. I remember in. you. T- I remember you telling me about how you were like, I have people hear me and like oh yeah it's so weird like i've heard people have heard me in places i've never been like i've never been to russia they don't even understand the language and they're listening yeah like it's funny because like in like india there's a bunch of people that listen they're like come on come on the americans are on come listen to these dumbasses (laughs) that's fucking amazing somebody somebody, it's funny because i'll look at the chart and i see somebody in belgium always listens i don't know who they are shout out to you my friend shout out to belgium yeah Belgian waffles. <laughs> oh, God. It was really awesome. I love this. It was really awesome. Thank you, guys. Oh, no problem. So much. Thank y'all for letting me speak on it. I appreciate yeah, it. No, thanks, I wasn't. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks being for on it. Yeah. It was really good, man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I hijacked it. No, it was No, fun. not at all. Yeah, it was fun. Sweet. All right. We love you lots. Bye. Adios.